starting with a cough. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sitting here with Jake. How what you up, doing man? today, man? Not bad. Just chilling. Go ahead and uh, <clears throat> give the people an introduction. Uh, I'm Jake Jackson. Uh, and that's all about it there is to me. <laughs> <laughs> Just chilling here, having a couple of brews. Hell yeah. All you need to know is he's Jake Jackson. Let's leave it at that. It's all it is. Hell yeah, man. Well, I appreciate you sitting down and doing this. Fuck yeah, absolutely, man. I'd like to get uh, <clears throat> one thing right out of the way. Um, Actually, it's a couple things out of the way, all in one. Uh, I want to thank you because... Uh, I mean, it was actually on your birthday, you came over, did some talking, we basically did a three-hour podcast without recording. Just shooting shit. <laughs> yeah, just me rambling, you listening. But um, one of the biggest takeaways I, I had was that, um, you know, you gave me some really good advice, and uh, you kind of calmed me down on the whole panicking to try and get this going perfect thing, you know. Right. And... uh I think when we were talking about like a series of questions I had, you were like, man, just, you got to start and then you can always change as you go. You're not going to know what's going to be perfect till you get started. So just nothing but improvement from there on out. Got to have a, got to start somewhere. Baseline. Yeah. Got to have a baseline. So I want to thank you for that. Cause that's, uh, honestly probably the biggest reason that I pulled the trigger on this. It was just, uh, your input being like, well, fuck it. I know it's not going to be solid until it probably never will be flawless, you know, but I'm not going to get good at it until I start working on it. So Exactly. As long as you start and just keep pushing on out. Hell yeah. Well, thank you, man. Keep trucking, homie. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. Hell yeah. Boom. Did, uh, if you want, you can use that koozie, too. That's the, right. that's the guest koozie. I like that. I got your back, homie. Even though it's kind of maniacal. Shows you. Somebody We're ripping somebody in half. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, um, on the questions note, I've got a, got some interview questions. If uh, you didn't mind me kind of practicing them with you, I mean, Let's do it. I know you, but these are just some uh, interview questions that kind of what I, I was working on when we were um, when we were talking about this whole thing and all that. So, if you don't mind. <clears throat> Um, so tell me about growing up, man, like, uh, the area you you grew up in, um, grew up, born and raised in Saginaw, uh, like three or four blocks away from the Covenant Hospital. Oh shit. Yeah. Right there. And, uh, growing up was good, man. Uh, Shit, I don't even know where to start. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I, I can dig in there a little bit. Just got the one brother, uh, younger brother. It's just, we lived in this, like, three-story house surrounded by all sorts of different people, man. The favorite person I had was across the street. She was this little uh, Mediterranean or Indian lady of some kind. No shit. <laughs> Maybe even, like... Uh, What's that over there? The, we're like Pakistan, Iraq area. Oh, like uh, Middle Eastern? Yeah, she made these bomb-ass fucking like pita breads. It's like big old sheet pan of bread. Damn. Just brought it over all the time with like, some fancy-ass <laughs> stuff on top with bread and shit, like, uh, like cream cheese and shit like that. Perks. But yeah, we it's pretty ethnically diverse, man. I had 
all sorts of people around. But uh, lived there till we were about six. Then we moved to the other side of town, Saginaw. That'd be the north side? Uh, shit. Northeast, yeah. Okay. Over there by uh, Township. Okay. Growing up was fun, man. Yeah. Then we moved out to the Merrill area in like, I don't know, 2006, and then been out there ever since. Country? Not quite. We still live on 46, so it's not quite ah, okay. the country, but. So you have more or less noise than when you were living in Saginaw? More. More gotta be yeah. on forty six. Yeah, it's constant, dude. I don't live. I don't live out there no more. I've got my own little place in little in Wheeler, but yeah, growing up was cool. I got a big family. Like, yeah, they got like twelve, thirteen different cousins just on my mom's side. Not really close on my dad's side. He dipped out when we were like when I was like six. Ah, fucker. Eh, you know what it is. We were better without him. <clears throat> I know what it is. I do know what it is. It's uh. Unfortunate is what it is, because you're a pretty good guy, dude. He's missing out on a lot. Well, with him not being there, that's the reason why I'm the way I am. Give me knocks. That's how I look at it, too, man. Like, my dad, fuck. But he was there till you were six? Yeah. I don't really remember much, because, you know, you don't really start forming those memories till you're, like, around that age. Yep. There's definitely some, you can barely grasp, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, living by the hospital, how often would you uh, hear sirens? Every day. Yep. Every day. Uh, only a couple blocks away from the hospital and then, like, half a dozen blocks or so away from the courthouse. So, like, Damn. Smack, smack dab <laughs> in the middle. <laughs> Constant traffic. So, you know, police stations there, you're always hearing shit over there. Yep. But, and then your ambulance, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, probably all times of the day, too. So, um... I don't really know how to word it, but was violence more prevalent then or now, do you think, in Saginaw? I mean, I know it's not like... Definitely now. I know it's not soaking the area, but it's it definitely is... Saginaw is technically, I believe, if I'm not... If I'm correct, if I'm not misthinking, I believe that Saginaw is the worst city in Michigan, violence-wise. It, it's definitely a flip of the coin between Saginaw and Flint, for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. But yeah, definitely nowadays. Everybody out he, out this way in all my areas like scared of Saginaw or you're from Saginaw, this <laughs> that. <laughs> like I'm not scared to go there. I grew up there. They're pulling out their Barrett wands, waving you down. Dude, 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 he's got a gun. <laughs> Everybody I always talk to is like, man, I wouldn't go to Saginaw if my life depended on it. <laughs> well, there's a hospital there, so it honestly could depending on where you get in a wreck, you know, or anything like that. Yeah. You, you could just end up in Saginaw. It's crazy, man. Got, they got good hospitals over there, too. Yeah. I mean, re- a really good team of surgeons and everything, you know. Midland's not too far. There's a lot of really good specialists out there. and mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure they learned a lot from Saginaw just because of, well, especially some of the trauma surgeons because of the prevalence of violence, dude, stabbings, people getting run over. There's always something going on there, man. Always something. Every time you turn on the news, something's going on. Crazy. Multiple stories. Unfortunate. Or even if you like, you say you're on Facebook and scrolling, you're always seeing news about Saginaw. <laughs> yeah. yeah, three bodies found, you know, and the Titabawasi or whatever. It's like, Jesus, what the hell, you know? Well, it, does, it hasn't been getting better, but, I mean, it's really not a bad area, just depending on where you're at. No, 
No, no, I'm not saying it's bad. No, no, I no, mean, yeah. Stats say it's bad, but I've never personally had a problem, you know. Shit, I mean, I've been a Saginaw quite a bit, especially driving through a bowfish and stopping in at Walmart or whatever. You need a couple last-minute yeah. things, grab snacks, beer. Uh, growing up a l- little more through Saginaw and Bay City area, you know, as far as, like, staying in the city-wise, but I never lived there or anything, so... That's definitely interesting, man. <clears throat> and, um, I mean, you kind of answered the next question. Who raised you? You know, mom, dad, both, grandparents, you know. Mom and grandparents. So, uh, as far as mom and grandparents, kind of how was the uh, family dynamic? You know what I mean? Was it like a lot of the grandparents because mom was working? Was it a lot of the your mom, you know, and then, like, how did that work out? Well, my mom worked a lot. She worked at the hospital. I believe it or not. Yeah, for like 36 years. And then uh, <laughs> when she was at work and we got home from school, my grandma picked us up a lot. Yeah. Wow. I used to get in a lot of trouble back then, too, so I used to get picked up with a lot of ass whoopings ready <laughs> waiting for me. 36 years at the hospital. Yeah, man. And she had energy to get out of work and whoop your ass. No, I mean, talk about my grandma. Oh, your grandma? She, she used damn. to whip <laughs> She's a strong, independent woman, too. She didn't. She'd backhand you in heartbeat. Those were the worst, man. Where where'd she come from? Was she uh first generation, second generation? She'd been here a while. Uh, she's actually from Indiana. Both her and my grandpa were from Indiana. No shit. My mom was too. She'd moved up here when she was fifteen. Damn, so who moved first? What do you mean? Like did your mom move up here first? Oh no, or? no. The my grandparents moved up here. Oh, they all moved after up here. my mom. De- my mom's real dad died. The grandpa I grew up with is actually my step grandpa. Damn. Weirdly enough, my grandpa, my real grandpa, and then my step grandpa that I grew up with were brothers. Really? Yeah, she married. You know, that's how it went back in those yeah, days. Though. That's honestly, dude. I was just gonna say that seems uh, out of character now, but on par for the times, man. It worked out. Yeah. Damn, man. Well, I don't want to break break subject, but what are you, what are you drinking? What's your beer choice for the For the podcast today? Yeah. Got a Modelo. All right. I don't drink often, but. That a special. When I do, it's usually a Modelo. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, I just saw these porch rockers. I was going to grab some Guinness. Uh, the wonderful fiance got me some uh, Oberons the other day. I seen that in there. Those are all right. Every now and then. Yeah. Dude, I used to get in trouble because I'd buy the fucking mini kegs, and they're only good yeah. for like three days in the fridge. You got to finish that up real quick. Challenge accepted, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously, like two of those bitches a week, a Heineken mini keg, that was always fun because it came with a fucking little attachment you'd put in the side. It was like a nice little yeah. spout. <sighs> Bomb. I've seen them. I've never bought one, though. But I do enjoy a nice old brown every now and then. Yeah. I, I mean, almost bought Blue Moon. I enjoy those, too. Ah, okay. That would have been... Another solid choice. I'm not going to talk down to a Modelo. I'm not going to talk down to really any beer, dude. Everybody's got a different palate. I had the blue you know? moon in my hand. I put it back and grabbed this. Ah, oh, fuck. Belgian white? Yep. Damn, damn dude. That's the way to go. <laughs> it is. It is. Get uh, a nice tall glass with a slice of orange in that bitch. Mm. Can't beat that beer. Mm. Plate of hot wings on the side. Bro. <laughs> Bro, I like to do, uh, like, I'll cut an orange in four quarters. Well, four pieces, which would make quarters, I guess. But I'll squeeze one quarter in, and then I'll slice a quarter in. in half and put a wedge on the glass. Yeah, that's the way to do it, Fucking bomb, dude. Fucking bomb. Something about that orange juice in them, man. But yeah, don't Just let me... Uh, it. 
<laughs> yeah. Don't let me ramble too much. We already got the warning. From, oh, uh, yeah, before from we Neely. even came down. <laughs> yeah. Don't get too rambly, she says. Don't get too rambly. Well, that's what we're here for. No promises. Yeah, no promises. <laughs> so uh, <clears throat> I know you, you mentioned trouble, getting in trouble quite a bit. You you have any memories on some of the things you would uh, do that were particularly troublesome? Or was it just, you know, up, up to how she was feeling a certain day? Uh, like <laughs> Everything, dude. <laughs> Everything. When I was younger, it was a lot of fighting. Oh, yeah. Okay. Growing up, I was the fat kid, so. Oh. I had to always punch the motherfucker in the face because they wanted to talk some talk some spit. You know, I remember you telling me that, and I still don't believe it, but you showed me pictures now that I think about it. Yep. I don't see it. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody I don't does. see it, dude. Because I'm just a little rail nowadays. Yeah, I don't. Huh. Used to be the fat kid. So, do you remember like what they would call you? How they'd make fun of you? Fucking a little bit of everything. Fatty, tubbelard, uh, shit. I don't even know. Any, so long ago. Anything in particular that was more troublesome than the rest? No, I hated it all. No, <laughs> I just didn't like people talking shit. And I've always been this kind of guy that's just outspoken and will tell you what the hell's on my mind. Yeah. Back in those days, before I learned how to do control myself it was always with my fist yeah well and then you got to factor in too you were a larger kid so you had that advantage i had a little bit more weight behind it <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude literally literally yeah that's 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 something that um kids don't really realize until and it's weird because like you know you might have your dad or something that's the figure discipline or your mom and they're clearly bigger than you, but you don't factor in the fact that like a kid that weighs more or is taller has an advantage, but you clearly recognize the advantage of your mom or your dad. Oh, Excuse yeah. me. And it's like, what, what is the disconnect where a kid doesn't realize that just because this person's not 150 pounds bigger or a foot and a half taller, they're still bigger and taller. Yeah. They, yeah, kids don't realize it, and then they also don't realize that their action—I mean, their words—have consequences to the shit too. There's weight, yeah. Especially when you're younger, and well, like, shit, I didn't start realizing that till I was in my mid twenties. Yeah, same, dude. <laughs> <laughs> same, bro. Yeah, that's and that's again, it's a kid thing. So, but I'm not trying to pass that off as. An excuse, like, oh, it's a kid thing, but that's definitely something you got to learn. Yeah. You, doesn't matter who teaches you, you can, they can sit you down, fucking give you a whole course on it, and it's not going to matter until you're in the field, get the, the field experience, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, and I mean, some people too, you know, <clears throat> they're raised in a situation where they're, um, we're not even raised, maybe they're just in an environment where they can get away with a lot more because people around them are intimidated then they get used to that and then they step out of that environment and it might take till they're in their 20s 30s fuck some people i know they they were in their 40s before they stepped out of that environment and then got reality you know mm-hmm. where it's like not everybody's gonna take that shit no and it's in the least expected places too man least expected places ain't that right <laughs> so with uh <clears throat> with school i guess school age let's say like um up until high school, so before your freshman year, what were some of your main hobbies? Like what, like what kind of interests did you have? 
back in those days, like video games was was a big one. Mm-hmm. Uh, playing outside, shooting BB guns with my brother. Fuck yeah. Hanging out with my friends. Right. I had just one friend where we would just hang out for like a week straight, even during the week. Every day? Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Still friends to him but to, to this day. Not no. like as close as we used to be, but. Oh, right. Life, dude. Yeah. And then, like, you move out of town, so mm-hmm. it's harder to get to him, especially as a kid. Yeah, especially as a kid. I mean, when you grow up, it can even be hard, too, because you got family. Yeah. You got work hours. Uh, somebody might not be as fortunate, or they may have a substance abuse issue that kind of rules the life. So things are always topsy-turvy, but the fact that you're staying in contact, you're still close. Mm-hmm. That speaks a lot, man. Me and him had some good times. His uh, his mom actually calls me OxyClean. OxyClean? Yeah. <laughs> Why is that? They're they're a black family, and uh, she's like, just well, Jake, what does your mom do to clean the grass stains out of your your uh, your soccer clothes? Like OxyClean. <laughs> Ever since then, and then I shaved my head a couple weeks later, and then it just fucking stuck. <laughs> Even nowadays, uh, when I when I'm on Facebook or I'm not really on there right now, but when I get on every now and then. Uh, She'll be like, "What up, OxyClean? How you How you doing?" <laughs> Better than scrubbing bubbles, bro, for sure. Or Mister Clean. She was my second mom. Hell yeah, She's cool shit. So, what kind of things would you guys do? Oh fuck, we played video games. He was he's a big video game head, but video games we would jam to music. That's kind of where we were kind of in the formulation stage of our music, like where you. Get where you decide you like that kind of music. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep. <clears throat> That's when I discovered a lot of little punk metal bands and shit. And then, oh, like, oh, just progressed to heavier shit from there on out. Hell, yeah. Like a ladder. Yeah. You just start climbing, bro. We did a lot of playing outside. He lived right across from a a church with a little playground. Go over there and play. Bomb. Yeah, dude. <laughs> That's perfect. Yeah. Like, the real estate in that is... Is definitely valued lower than it should be because to a kid, dude, that is your playground. That's ours. Yeah, really, dude. Just, in a day, you can go get there and just have your little adventure and play around and lose track of time. And next thing you know, it's time for you to go home for eat some dinner. Or you come up with some games to play. You know, make your own game oh, yeah. up at the playground, dude. Okay. Fuck. Like sitting on top there with that little steering wheel, just like I'm driving this whole fucking playground. <laughs> 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 we going on a trip, homie. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's um That's good to hear, man, because uh like I feel like right now a lot of kids growing up, dude, they don't they don't, they don't have that. They don't get outside. No. They get that little iPad in front of them. They start talking to their friends, but they think hanging out with their friends is being in a chat group or playing a game together. They play in a game lobby in know? a different two different houses. They're not face to face, you know. Your brain still knows that you're not with somebody, even though you're talking to them. You like, uh, what is it? Uh, facial features, dude. The, just the features you make when you're talking to someone. That's a whole nother conversation. That can lead you to be like, all right, this guy doesn't like talking to me. All right, this guy's actually very happy to see me, even though I'm not as happy to see them or whatever. Whatever. You know, and it just seems to be one of those things that, like, over time... Oh, yeah, we we can adjust all that. Oh, yeah. No worries. Just getting a little closer. Yeah. But it's just one of those things that seems like over time it's, um, it builds up. 
Yeah. And then you got these kids now that think that because they're in all these groups that support their thoughts or whatever, that now that they're old enough they have a voice, they see something they don't like, they're going to try and silence that voice, you know, instead of being like uh, taking it as a learning experience or trying to understand an angle of a certain whatever. It just seems like everything is tuned to be just you. You don't like a friend, well, now you can unfriend them. You might pass them in the hallway, but you don't hang out together anyway. I mean, kids still do hang out, but not like... Not like they used to. Not Yeah, not like when we not were like growing we did. up, man. Yeah, that was... <clears throat> Honestly, we were probably the last generation of... Because, uh, fuck, dude, when we were kids, at least when I was a kid, I don't remember the internet until, like, first grade. Like, when the school got internet, it was a huge thing. Yeah, dude. First grade for me was, like, 2001. I believe. Somewhere in there, yeah. That's a, that, no, that's, like, right after the internet started coming and being more popular. Yeah. I mean, I was born in 91. I can't remember, honestly, when I was in first grade. It might have been... The only reason I know that is because uh, 9-11... Oh, that's right. the only way I know that. That's a good point, man. That's a good point. Otherwise, I'd have to sit here with my fingers and count. Yeah. What, what do you approximately? What age are you when you're in first grade? Like seven? Somewhere around there, yeah. Because kindergarten's what five, six. Yeah. So I'd pro- it would probably would have been about ninety-eight for me. And I remember when it was like a big deal, dude. And I mean, it wasn't till like fourth or fifth grade when we would all file down to the computer lab and we started learning how to use the internet. Yeah. I still use my personal email from then. And oh, it's, it's so cluttered with spam, bro. <laughs> I still use the, same, the email I currently use is from high school. Holy when you got to turn all your assignments in. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's your... <laughs> yep. No need to get rid of it. You ever get your uh, old school flyers sent to you or... Like, you know, there'd be like the whatever of the week they'd put out in the email. Oh, yeah, yeah. All the the band boosters or whatever, like, hey, we're having this event. The little newsletter. Yeah, yeah the yeah, newsletters. Yeah. There you go. Okay, I was like, flyer. <laughs> yeah. I had to think about it for a second. You're not still on that newsletter list, are you? No. Hell yeah. No. <laughs> I don't want nothing to do with that fucking school. Good. I wasn't even like, you know how everybody, when you're in graduation, have all the pictures going up? Mm-hmm. Well, I was suspended so much in my high school, my senior year that I wasn't even in the slideshow. No I wasn't, shit. They didn't even put me in the fucking yearbook. You were never there for pictures, bro. <laughs> I bought the yearbook, but I was never in the motherfucker. I just got your name written in. Yep. <laughs> Not pictured. Jake Jackson. I was suspended three-fourths of my senior year. Holy shit. Yeah. Damn. What For what? Fighting. <laughs> Fighting, and then I had, like, I got caught with Chew a couple times, and... Uh, what was the other one? I had a knife on me one time, which I had a knife on me every day, but... Yeah. Yeah, dude. That's the norm. Well, well I, I guess maybe not in Saginaw. Merrill is a little school where if you're not, like, a big family name like the Silers or something mm-hmm. like that, they didn't give a fuck about you. No. That's the same where I went to school, man. Fulton. Oh, yeah, my brother went there. At least it felt like that. And then history has kind of seemed to show that for the most part. Yeah, for the most part. I mean, but it is what it is. You know what I mean? Didn't really bother me then, doesn't bother me now, but it's just something I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to ignore that that is a thing, you know. Whether it's families that are holding shit for the school or they're just financially 
contributing to the economics in that area or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's uh, knives were the regular at our school. I mean, I mean, it's a bunch of Merrill is a bunch of country boys. They all had them exactly. If you got caught with one, dude, there'd be times like, <clears throat> especially my junior and senior year, like, well, senior year especially, I'd I would sign myself out after elected. Like, uh, we go to Montcom. Mm-hmm. Fuck, dude. Come back, have my bow in the car. Be like, it's a good day to stalk. Windy, a little drizzly or whatever. Mm-hmm. Fucking sign out, drive out stalking, dude. I wouldn't even do that. I'd just walk out. <laughs> my mom my mom lived a quarter mile away from the school, so I'd just, I'd get bored in class. She'd be like, eh, fuck this class. Just walk right out, walk home. Yep. Like, fuck it. What are they going to do? <laughs> Suspend me? Okay, thanks. That's what I wanted anyway. You're going to grab me? Don't, don't <laughs> touch me. You know what I mean? We're all going down. Yeah, actually, uh, I spent the last almost half of my, <clears throat> oh yeah, almost half, my last half of senior year in in school suspension and shit. Uh, it's a long story, but basically, I had all my credits to graduate, and uh, except obviously senior credits, which I took those right off the bat. And then after we came back from winter break, dude, I was like, I'm done. They're like, you're, no, you're not. I'm like, I am. They're like, well, you got your classes. I'm like, yeah, but I don't need them. And then <laughs> just kind of trying to skate through the rest of the year. <laughs> yeah, dude. And then after like February, I got talked to. The counselor was like, I'm concerned on what's going on. Dude, and I was just having fun. I was like buying pills, staying up late, fucking. Get people buy me some fucking beers or some whiskeys. Right. Jim Beam was easy to get back then, dude. And it was like, not that it was easy, but everybody had it. So it'd be like, you got a pint of something, it was Jim Beam. You know what I mean? But anyway, dude, fucking. Jim Beam. Yeah. Good shit, bro. Not bad. I mean, I don't, I'm, I don't mind bourbon. That sour mash brings back memories, so. though. She sat me down and she was like, I just want you to be aware that. Just because you don't need these classes doesn't mean your GPA isn't going to take a dive. And I was like, doing the math in my head. And it, dude, it was sliding pretty good. I'm doing the math in my <laughs> head and I'm like, I need what to graduate? Okay, it's going down about this much. I should just barely be fine. And I was like, I'm, I'm willing to roll the dice. You know what I mean? I'm going to fucking roll the dice. They ended up uh, getting me out early, graduating early. They'd give me like Saturdays. In school suspension, if you went to a Saturday, it was one thing. You're there for like three hours from like 8 to 11 or some shit. It's like, fuck that. I'm having my Saturdays. And then if you didn't do that, you got two days in school suspension. (laughs) They took my sign-out privileges away. So I'd come to school and then just go straight to the fucking SDR room. Sitting there fucking (laughs) all day, dude. I I got cool with the guys that were in SDR. I got cool with all the guys and uh, ridiculous in school suspension. So I just sat there and was able to do whatever I wanted to. Yeah. Just... Normally you got to sit there quiet all day, do your word. <laughs> yeah, dude. No. Ah, uh, we were sitting there playing cards and shit. Exactly, <laughs> dude. Play cards. Fucking, I'd I'd give him like a song to play or like a playlist to play, and he'd be playing shit. And then somebody would get kicked out of a class and come down, and then he'd shut it off. <laughs> I'd even give the one guy. I'm not gonna say his name for obvious reasons, but I'd just give him smokes too. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> Here, go out and take a take a smoke break and. We'll sit here and eat some eat some sandwiches. I'm so glad you said that, dude, because that's something. I just need to get a notepad or something because it's hard to. 
My mind's just all over the place. You were talking about chew. Motherfuckers used to chew in class. I was one of them, yes. And it was like three times an issue. I remember, I'm not going to say her name. She was like two classes above me. And uh, she's walking in from lunch one day. <laughs> and the superintendent and the principal and everybody was standing by the, in the lunchroom. And there was a long hallway, you know. Lunchroom was off to like one wing. And then we're just standing watching everybody eat, having a conversation in front of the trophy case. And this bitch walks in, dude. Pack of cigarettes in her back pocket, right? She got she got stopped and taken into the office. And I think she got sent home for it or whatever. And then, uh, <laughs> like, it became a big thing because she was like, why Why were you guys looking at my ass? And I was like, that's actually va- that's a valid point. point. <laughs> but I was like, but you know. You know why they were looking at your ass. Don't. But, yeah, nothing really ever came of that. But it just then that ended up being a thing, like, no tobacco on the premises at all. Mm-hmm. So, like. They'd go out and look for cigarette butts around a vehicle or something for a while. Peek through your windows of your car. It's like, dude, come on. Yeah, you couldn't have visible tobacco. Like, I'd have chew cans fucking stacked up in my cup holder, bro. I'd have a log of chew. You know what I mean? Just sitting (laughs) on the passenger seat or whatever. I used to carry it in my back pocket and put it behind my wallet so it didn't leave the imprint on your pants. (laughs) The day I got caught, they were like, empty your pockets. I just so had happened to be able to slip it into behind my belt. Oh, no shit. But I took my wallet out and sat on the table and had the print of the grizzly on it. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, all right, where's it at? I don't got shit. You you can't pat me down, so what are you going to do? Bitch, where's what? I don't see anything. (laughs) I bought this wallet. It's leather stamp. It's a grizzly wallet. Yeah, it's stamped. What do you mean? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome, man. Slight of hand shit. Exactly. That's actually uh, clean. Not going to lie, that's clean to be... Right in front of them, and they're staring at you. Empty your pockets. <laughs> yeah, I still was able to do it. And you didn't sleeve it. Like no. that's that's a bold choice, man. Between the belt line and the body. Plus, I was eighteen at the time, so they couldn't give me an MIP or anything. No, they just if they really wanted to be douchebags, they could get you for distribution. For then intent. they would have. <laughs> yeah, being the, <laughs> the bitches that they had working there, they would have. <laughs> fucking stupid. Place was a fucking joke. Still is. We used to always have this running joke that God took a massive shit, carved it out, and there's Merrill High School. <laughs> hey, you know what? You know what they used to build this school? What God's shit? <laughs> <laughs> mm. Good times though. Did a lot of stupid shit. Oh yeah. So you have any uh, memories that pop up when you when you think of uh, good times? Going in the locker room and smoking weed. Hell yeah. <laughs> Not even open the doors, just right in the locker room. Just fucking box it. Bunch of teenage boys in that bitch. You know, it reeks like ass anyway. Yeah, dude. The yeah. weed made it, it smell better. You couldn't go in there and not smell ass, dude. That's Between ass and Axe body spray. <laughs> <laughs> Those were the days of Axe body spray, dude. Those were the golden years. Motherfuckers huffing it through socks and shit. Ugh. Fuck, I ain't never did none of that shit, or seen that shit. Oh, dude. Not that I know of. Dude, we had some, we had some characters, bro. For a while, <laughs> one of my buddies for a while was calling them Critters. And then he ended up nicknaming one person in particular Critter, which he didn't appreciate. But for a while, he would be like, dude, we got some Critters in here. And then, you know, you'd, you could tell they were getting into some shit. And, you know, I would be kind of judgy. Like, damn, dude, he's going a little hard on the pills or whatever, and then... I'm buying pills off him. <laughs> <laughs> two weeks later, here I am. Yeah, dude. 
<laughs> Fucking stupid. That's what that was my situation. They were all pill pill guys. Yeah. Everybody. Like, dude. We had dudes OD in the bathroom a couple times. Damn. Yeah, bro. Fuck, dude. Yeah. Um bars became a pretty big thing. Honestly. Zanny bars and Addies, bro. Back when you could get oxys too, like I remember being offered oxys a lot. And it was like always a hundred dollar bill. And it's like I can't afford that. Like no. I, I'm working and shit, but and hustling, flipping shit, but I can't can't be doing that. Not every time I need to get high. No, dude, yeah, <laughs> no. And then yeah, you know, you do a foily off a of fucking oxy or whatever, but it doesn't take much. The bitch would probably last you a week, but it's like you're not getting anything done. No. And I can't afford to be like have somebody text me and be like, Hey bro, can I meet you here for whatever? And it's like I can't even fucking text because I'm all fucking nodding out and shit. Can't do that. I wasn't really into the pills until I got older. Uh, shit, I didn't even start sm- smoke weed for the first time until I was like 16. Damn. Well, I did smoke weed when I was like nine, but <laughs> that's different. That's different. That's yeah. different. Yeah. You know, yeah, that, that is different. <laughs> your dad leave a, a joint in the ashtray. Curious. Think, you know, I just thought it was a cigarette. Oh, my dad sure. was a heavy smoker, so I was just like, yeah, I'm gonna pick up one of these stogies. One of these hand rolls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's gotta be better, dude. Put time into it. <laughs> I don't even know if I got high, to be honest with you, but I'm nine years old, I don't remember that. No. But I do remember my mom giving me a strict talking to. She found out? Nobody else was home. <laughs> well, my dad wasn't home, so it was like, who the fuck's smoking weed in my house? I got two kids here. I know it ain't the guy, I know it ain't my dad. <laughs> All right, yeah, that's uh <clears throat> open and closed case right there, dude. <laughs> I think I only took a couple puffs off it anyway. I was like, yeah, what's the big deal? Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. So when did you start smoking cigs? 15, 16. That seems about right. Not saying right. That's not <sighs> terrible worded. Sounds about normal. Sounds average, yeah. Yeah, when, there's this place in Saginaw we used to go to. They would sell to minors. What? Like buy the cigarette or buy the pack? Buy both. Mm. Which selling the singles was illegal at the time, but they didn't yep. give a fuck. They was already selling to minors. They didn't give a shit. Yeah, bro. There's there's still some places like in Lansing and shit. You Kept need... a box of money underneath the register. Mm-hmm. He had a gun down there and shit, but never. I mean, no cameras. Shoddy laid across the box. Yeah, but you go try to buy a little <laughs> tiny little single. Uh, Tall boy, and it's like, nope. Like the, the but, beer's better for me. But I'll you're gonna on. let me fucking get buy cigarettes and I'll tell you what? If dude, it's only one tall boy, you know, a couple cigarettes are a little more addicting than a couple tall boys, though. Absolutely, I can understand where he's marketing. He's like, oh, slowly, I'll take the dollar now, you know. But they had stings there constantly. They still sell to miners. Damn. Yeah, dude. Bill's party store. <laughs> <laughs> So if you're 14 and you're looking for... <laughs> Bro, I swear they would sell shit to like somebody under 10. I no shit. I don't, I don't know for a fact, but... You know, I do remember when I was a kid, man, there'd be stories. Kids would be coming to school and they'd be like, uh, Mom sent me up to the well, it's a gas station right there in Middleton. Mom sent me up to the gas station or even Curtis's, which... It was owned by a local family and I can kind of see it because they knew the kids and the families in the area. But they'd be like, Mom sent me up with a note on my back. Because, like, kindergarten, dude, you'd have your note taped you know. or pinned to your chest or whatever, you know, it was hilarious, or your backpack. A little sticky note or something. And that's always kind of what I imagine, like, probably third grade is when I quit hearing it as much, but 
Oh, yeah, don't worry about that. It'll happen. Kids would be like, uh, yeah, mom sent me up to the store yesterday, and, you know, they'd have, like, a candy bar or a bag of candy or something they were eating at school, and you'd be like, can I have a piece? And they'd be like, tell you the story and how they got it, dude. And a lot of times <laughs> it'd be they got sent to the store to buy a couple packs of cigarettes and, you know, maybe bring a couple tall boys home or just to grab a case of beer or whatever, and they'd literally have a note that says, let little Jimmy buy fucking... This whatever, that. you know, and then he'd have about the exact change every time, you know, with whatever's extra, go ahead and get yourself some candy or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like, can't do that now. <laughs> no. CPS no. is knocking on your door with coughs. I don't, I don't believe I've ever done that, but I bet you they would have let it, let it slide back then. Oh yeah. I mean, I've never done it, but from that's where just I'm from. stories I've heard, you know, I grew too far out, grew up too far out in the country to be walking to any fucking store, <laughs> dude. God damn. Yeah, man. So when uh, when did you start chewing? Because that's that's a little steeper of a step to take than smoking. I only chewed in high school. I quit right after. No shit. I wasn't really a fan of it. It's just like nicotine buzz back then. They didn't have the nicotine pouches like they do now. Yeah, it was probably a little easier to hide in class when you were fiending. You know, man, just take a little pinch. I enjoyed it. I still the smell of it. I fucking love it. Oh yeah, dude. But I couldn't. I don't know if I could muster up to actually sit there and take a dip nowadays. <laughs> and struggle through I don't see really... the spit and the sliding. Yeah. You know? Well, back in them, back in them days, I had such a tolerance to just swallow the shit. You gutted it? Yeah. Damn, bro. Sometimes. Especially when sitting there chewing in class, you don't have the opportunity to spit on the floor and then wipe it with your foot. <laughs> <laughs> I got, that's how I, that, I'm so glad you said that, dude. That's how I got caught with the chew the one time. The fucking, there was a puddle of them on the floor, and there he's like, you're chewing, aren't you? No, sir. Not me. Pull your lip down. Sure shit, they were chewing my teeth. Damn. <laughs> but after you swallowed it? That was the same day that I, they never found it. Damn. Yeah. After you hit the can? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Slick little fucker. I'm so glad you said spit on the floor and smearing it, because, dude, every day on the bus, like, you would always hear somebody... <laughs> just slide their feet like, oh, he just, he's got one in. <laughs> yeah, because he couldn't spit it out the window. And a lot of guys would buy, like, a bottle of pop or whatever out of the vending machines on their way out. Chug it as fast as they can. And it'd be like, yeah, it'd be like some people would spit in it or some people would chase it. So they'd take a swallow of the yeah, pop with their, yeah. you know, while they're gutting their chew. Fuck that, dude. I did a little bit of both. I of the spitting and the gutting it, but... Never heard it called gutting it before. No, no, no. First no. Time. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I tried. Sickest I've ever been. Actually, was uh, gutted a whole dip, dude. I just, I couldn't do that. I... Get sick as fuck. <laughs> Let me tell you the story, dude. It's fucking hilarious. Shitty. <laughs> <laughs> I was working with my uncle. <laughs> Shout out Matt, and uh, <clears throat> it was lunch. And he sent me to grab, actually, Charlie, one of the guys he was working with, shout out Chuck. He sent me to uh, <clears throat> grab a couple hot and ready's. And then I would always go to Wendy's. I'd get a number seven, large Dr. Pepper, no ice, right? I just got to know what the number seven is. Uh, chicken sandwich. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> got you. I don't know if it still is or not, but that was my thing Probably. every day for lunch, dude. So I got the pizzas. I take a dip. I'm like, I'll get the pizzas first. You know, and I'll enjoy this dip. I was trying not to chew around him. Not that he'd really care or anything, but 
Just out of respect. Yeah. Like, <laughs> in I, a way, I guess. Like, I would chew on the <laughs> I would chew on the roof and shit, and then he'd come up over, and I would try and tuck it under my tongue a little bit, and it would start burning so bad, dude. Yeah, that yeah. mouth just drooling, watering. Can't really say anything, just kind of nod, and yeah, you know. Try to open your mouth, and it's just drooling. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, <laughs> looking like a mastiff, you know what I mean? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I get in line at Wendy's, dude, and there's like six cars. And I'm not mad. I'm like, cool, you know? Get to enjoy this dip a little longer. Wait till I get back to the job site to eat with them, you know. And uh, I do not, I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden, I look in my rear view. I look back, and there's a cop behind me, and he's got his arm out the window, tapping on his car. And dude, I, my adrenaline just spiked. I just got paranoid as fuck, dude. And I'm like, he's gonna, I'm going to jail. <laughs> I'm sitting here chewing him. You know what I mean? I'm I'm working on a crew with my uncle. He's gonna fucking. He's going to interrogate me, find out who bought me chew or whatever, which was none of them, but. So I'm, I'm sitting in line and the line's barely moving, bro. And I'm like, fuck, dude. He's, he's just going to wait till I pull out of here and, and get me. Cause like, I left the microphone and like, he didn't even say anything in the microphone. Like, he might have got a frosty or something now that I think about it. But anyway, so I'm sitting there and then I'm just like, I got, I got to. I got to gut this, dude. <laughs> There's an, I can't throw it out the window. I don't have anything in here to spit it in. And uh, and that was the other thing, dude, is I was looking for a bottle when I pulled into, into Wendy's. Because usually I'd have like a Wendy's cup or something. So I swallow it. And like instantly, dude's stomach just sour as fuck. I'm like, God damn, dude. I'm not going to be able to make it out of the drive-thru, <laughs> dude. So I make it to the first window, pay sitting in between the two windows and my stomach's just and I'm holding down gags dude I get my food I had to be pale as fuck and I pull out of there and I just go straight to the job site which was only like five six blocks away and I pull in get up on the roof I take everything up get up on the roof give Chuck his pizzas and uh I had a, a gallon of water sitting on the chimney and my Dr. Pepper was like half gone, by the way. I'm like, I got to save some of it for, for food, you know, but I'm just like trying to settle my stomach down. It's making it worse, mm-hmm. dude. <laughs> anyway, I barely made it up the ladder, give him his pizzas. He's all happy. You know, he goes over to a spot to sit down and another guy that was working with us, Mike, he goes over to eat pizza and I, my uncle's nowhere in sight. And I just set my bag on the chimney, dude, and I just go to grab my water and the second I grab my gallon of water I just puke down this chimney (laughs) (laughs) and it was was a lot dude it was a lot and uh, it was a pretty nice house too well then probably about 20-25 minutes later dude I'm on the ground I'm picking up some shingles and this old guy could barely walk had a cane and he would like sit in his front room there was like a sunroom kind of thing you know and he just kind of sit in there while we were working, and I hear the door creak open, and he's like, hey, son, you uh, you got a minute? I was, like, oh, fuck. I, was like, I was like, yeah, man, what's up? He's like, I don't know, it sounds like there might be uh, a, a critter in my fireplace. I was like, fuck. And we were doing some work on the inside, too. Like, uh, there was a spot where, like, we had to patch the roof, so I had to actually go in his attic and do a bunch of cleaning up and stuff. And I was like, yeah, now's the perfect opportunity for me to get in there. And I had some other shit in there I had to get. And anyway, so I go in there, and I'm like, yeah, I can, I can check for you. 
And it was super nice fireplace. Had like the fire poker, the little log holder beside it, like the little glass windows. Yeah. They were all ashed over, but I opened it up, dude, and it's just just ash covered fucking puke, dude. It's just the nastiest fucking thing. And I didn't think any would make it to the bottom because I like kind of spit it on the side on the of the side chimney, of it, <laughs> hoping it would just dribble down. Dude, there was a lot down there, and I was like, no, all, all's clear. And then I just left it that. Go smell like mint next time he fires that thing up. Dude, literally, within a couple days, it was probably starting to really, really get rank in there, dude. But Especially being summer and shit. Dude. <laughs> Ain't nothing worse than chew spit and sitting in the middle of fucking hot. Dude, I feel so bad. You ever just take, a like, a can, and you know how you got the hole in the top of the can, just kind of force it bigger and spit in that? Yep. Something about that, dude, just... I can't believe I ever did that shit. How many times I must have cut my tongue and not known it? You know what I mean? Spitting in that can or... I used to just cut it with my pocket knife all the way around the top. <laughs> yeah. I never trusted that little tiny hole. No, dude, no. Well, I'd take my thumb and I'd push it open a little bit. Got caught a couple times, but you just kind of push down on yeah. it and make it a little bigger. But, dude, those got pretty rank, too. You forget about them. Sitting oh, yeah. in the cup holder, go to class, go to work, whatever, sitting in the sun all day, windows up, maybe cracked. You come out in the car and it's like... Who the fuck put worms in here? <laughs> Just like a giant cloud yeah. fucking punches you. Yeah, dude, gross. Yeah. So what was your chew of choice? Grizzly wintergreen. Wintergreen? Yeah. yeah. I tried that mint a couple times, but it was too sweet for me. See, that's... All right. I was going to say Cope Mint and uh, Cope Straight were my go-tos. At the time, it was wintergreen. Actually, Kodiak Ice is what I was chewing when... I, f- I fucked up that dude's chimney. <laughs> <laughs> See, yeah. I like Cope, too. But every now and then, I also enjoyed getting a skull. A pe- like a peach flavor yeah. or something, dude. Dude, yeah. You, now you're talking my language. Is that seasonal for you? Like, yeah, it was. Like, do you have it a time was. of year that you would prefer, like, a peach skull? Or like Probably a- during the fall, wintertime. Right there, bro. <laughs> you ever fuck with citrus? Yeah. Citrus skull? Oh, that was the other one I was going to say. Is that, like, a summertime? Yeah. <laughs> That, right that there again, bro. was good. It smells so good, too. Dude, oh my God. I got a buddy that still chews that shit. Every time he pops it open, it just, like, my mouth waters just want one. Bro, it's so fruity and citrusy. It's just fucking bomb. Uh, I wish I could still chew, man. I, I enjoy it. I love it. So do I. I just, I can't, uh, with my teeth and with the kids, it's like, is it really worth that, you know? Yeah, it's the thing. It's not. No. So why why did you ultimately quit? I know you said you only chewed in high school. I chewed for a couple years after high school, but I just got more into cigs, really. What's your cig of choice? Uh, Marlboro Light of some kind. Any kind, really. Fair, fair. I used to do reds, but that shit's too strong. I mean, not strong, but it's too bad on your lungs. Harsh, dude. I've got asthma, so smoking ain't really the best idea to begin with. No, dude. (laughs) I quit smoking for three years, dude. Then I started working at and then six months later, I was smoking again. Dude, that's all it takes. I went to vaping. Like, I build my own coils and shit. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I remember that. I just carry these guys because they're convenient. Rolling clouds. Do you still smoke the mods? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, I got one at home. What's your favorite juice? Favorite? I I don't know, man. I like the fruity shit, personally. But uh, like a cotton candy or a like a grape, strawberry. I got a couple grape. One. I got a grape one. The other one I got is called Big Melons. 
Oh, hell yeah. But it's Cajonas. like, it's got like cantaloupe, honeydew, watermelon. It's like three or four different melons all in one. It's like a melon twist type of deal. Damn. Big, that's, big saggies. That's a uh, specific to one vape shop, Kalamazoo. I don't know if you ever heard of them. Uh-uh. But there's one in Saginaw and it's a house blend. No shit. Yeah. Damn. Nowadays, they they used to mix it up in store when I first started buying it, so it's a lot stronger flavor. Yeah. Now that since the FDA regulated shit a couple years ago, they fucking mix it at a big spot and then send it out to all pre bottled like a, the supplier. <sighs> Still tastes the same, but the melon used to be a little more pungent and strong. But that's my that's my go to one. Big melons. Is that all year? Your your daily? I'll smoke that bitch all daily year. carry. Fuck yeah, yeah dude. <laughs> I've been buying a couple of random ones. Like every time I, I'll go to Wild Bills every now and then just for shits and giggles and pick something up. I've got like a stash of like forty different juices. Damn. Yeah. I kind of I wouldn't say I collect them, but I guess I kind of do. I, that's I mean I would say anything over ten is a collection. But I smoke. I smoke vape. I only smoke cigarettes when I'm at work. I'll smoke vape most of the night yep. because I don't like I don't smoke in the house, but I'll smoke vape in the house. Hundred percent. So it's like hundred percent, especially in the winter time. Who wants to go sit out in the garage or go sit out on the fucking porch and smoke stove just to get that little buzz real quick, bro? Listen, man. To me, there's not much better than coffee and a cigarette, bro. Absolutely. I don't know what it is, and wintertime smokes, bro. It would be worth brewing just, I mean, there'd be times with buddies, I'd brew a whole pot, and, like, we'd go out and smoke a couple cigarettes. You know, you'd gear up, put the boots on and everything, go smoke a couple cigarettes yeah, with your thermos. Yeah, there for but, 20 minutes, half hour, whatever. But, dude, yeah, exactly. In the wintertime, why suffer for that? I mean, there was a time when I would just, when the kids weren't here, I'd put the fan, the box fan in the window. Yeah. I'd sit, like, two foot away from that top, make sure I'm blowing smoke at it, set my cig in front of it. Just make you watch the trail, make sure it's going out the window. Right. But I don't know, man. It's just not good to have that shit in your house. No, it's not. I uh, all your, all your everything will smell like it. Your couch, the fucking curtains, everything gets stained. The carpet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You'd be washing the windows, and you're like, "Why the fuck are these bitches brown?" You know, or it's like you're sitting there and you're just enjoying life. Like a year and a half goes by, and you're like, what? "What's this fucking yellow drip on my wall?" Yeah, dude. Yeah, or you get so much tar that shit literally starts to just drip down like water, bro. Especially when it gets humid. Oh yeah, I didn't even think about that. Like in the bathroom, dude. Fuck. Yeah. The door's not closed, fans not on. You come out, there's little brown drips on the ceiling. You're like, "What the fuck are those, dude?" Why's my wall crying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> leaking. This bitch is leaking. Ridiculous. Yeah, man, I'm glad to hear you don't uh, smoke other than at work. For the most part, like, I mean, yeah, I don't really smoke, I don't smoke weed anymore, and I don't really drink that often. So it's like that; those are really the only times you really want the cigarette or yeah. the nicotine in general. Yeah, there's uh, there's something about a fucking I call it copper mouth after you have a couple beers and then you smoke a cigarette. It's yep. like there's it's second to coffee and a cigarette. Something about just hits right. Dude, it's just a perfect pairing. Yeah. As sad as it is, dude, it's just, I know it's not good for you, either of them, but. Well, everything in moderation, right? You're right. I guess, I mean, cigarettes aren't that good for you, but if you're going to have one, have one every now and then, not every fucking day. Yeah. Yeah. How okay. often do you go through a pack? 
uh, two and a half, three days. Like I, I don't, I quit going out on uh, the only time I go out at work is on first break and lunch break. That's fair. The rest of the afternoon, I don't even fucking. Sometimes I don't even go out on lunch break unless like I eat. Yeah. Which I don't always eat on lunch, but if I do, I'll go out and have one real quick. Yeah. No. Yes. <clears throat> That's the other thing, dude. What is it about food where you get full and you want to smoke a cigarette? It's because all the blood is rushed to your stomach, <laughs> yeah. and then you got to get a blood rush to your brain. That's why you smoked Stoke. Is it? I don't know. I mean, sounds that, good, dude. Though. That's fucking <laughs> solid theory, bro. Sounds good. Never thought of that. That's just off the top of the dome. Wow. See, I always thought maybe it's because, like, when you start to eat and you get full, like, have you ever just, like, ate fully energized and all of a sudden you're like, why am I so fucking tired? You know? Yeah. I just thought maybe your brain's putting out some sort of sleepy endorphin and naturally you just know that you can override it with nicotine. But I like your your theory better because that, that makes sense. I'm going to have to look into that after, <laughs> yeah, after we get out of this. I've I've always wondered. And everybody's got a little different idea, you know? But it seems to be... Pretty consistent. People that smoke after they eat, they want a cigarette, man. All around the board. Mm-hmm. Almost everybody I know that smokes does that. Yeah. Literally. It's crazy. All the blood's in your stomach, so it's got to go to your brain. Simple but logical, dude. I, That's I literally know. logical. I know the... Blood going to your stomach to digest the food is a true statement, but I don't know about if that's the reason why you want one. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're shifting resources to focus on digestion. That makes sense, dude. Maybe your body's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Brain's low on nicotine right now because all the blood's gone. So now you, you just feel like you got to put more nicotine in because your brain doing all those readings and it's like we're lower than we want to be. But on the other hand, I don't know if that makes sen- much sense either because when you smoke, you're... Uh, blood vessels constrict, like limiting the blood circulation around to the rest of your extremities and shit. So I don't know if that. Mm, now that I'm sitting here thinking about it, I don't know if it kind but, of makes sense. But is that everywhere? Or is that just in the lungs? I, I believe it's everywhere. Damn. That's why, like, smokers have cold hands, cold feet, and shit. Oh, okay. Usually, that makes a lot of sense. Now that you say that, it's. I think I don't know if it's the nicotine or the other chemicals or byproducts of the tobacco being burned from it but yeah your your blood vessels constrict when you smoke motherfucker huh well shit man you mind handed me a uh Obron? anytime i gotta i'm slowly upgrading the studio i want to get a mini fridge for the next one hell yeah just to put it right between us that way i don't have to because i've been asking the guest with Drew, I had it sitting out around the corner, and I was like, there's plenty of room in here. Three brothers, I'll have to put it under the table, but yeah. I was like, there's plenty of room in here. Even then, that's not much of an issue. No, but just ima- both of my brothers are bigger than me. Oh, yeah? Yeah, dude, I'm the smallest. So just imagine, like... Like bigger, like heavy-wise or height-wise? Both, dude. Oh, oh both. shit. Well... <laughs> You're a pretty tall guy already. M- my youngest brother, Brandon, he's like 6'1". No, no, I'd say he's six foot. Sorry, Brandon. You're only six foot. <laughs> and he is probably, if I had to guess right now, he's probably about a buck eighty. He used to be a bigger kid, but um, he boxes and stuff. and He's in the gym. He's focusing a lot on cal- caloric intake and all that shit, mm-hmm. his health. My middle brother, Greg, is the biggest one of us. He's 6'1", pushing 6'2", and he's probably... Two, maybe two ten, depending, depending on when you catch him. 
And then I, here I am, fucking five ten, buck sixty, the smallest. So imagine all three of us in here trying to right, <laughs> a little cramped. It's a little cramped, bro. So, but uh, have you listened to any of the three brothers? I listened to part of uh, one of them. I don't remember which one it was. Yeah. I'm weird with podcasts. I listen to half of it or a part of it, and then I'll bounce. I bounce back and forth. You're not alone. Just because, like, I'll, maybe I say I'll finish it, like, I'll, I'll start one, like, halfway through work or whatever, and or partway through work, and then work ends. Yeah. The next morning, start Maybe something. pick it up yeah, or yeah. something different. Yeah. I'm the same, man. <clears throat> Don't, uh... I've been trying to listen to shit more consistently and, like, stay through the whole podcast before I leave. Not just necessarily, like, like anyone. Yeah. No, I... The problem I have is, like, attention span, man. That's that's probably what it is with me. Like, I can get into it, listen to I'll catch, I'll take away a couple of key points from the conversations, but it's like the majority of the podcast, I got to listen to it 10 times before I can grasp the whole thing. Because I'll be listening and then my mind will be thinking about something else. Mm-hmm. And then it's like somebody says something or laughs or whatever. And it's like, oh, yeah, podcast. I'm I think my attention span for podcasts is about an hour and a half. That sounds about right. There's like only like three that I can consistently listen to all the way through out of the <laughs> dozen or so that I listen to on the regular. Give them a plug. What do you got uh, that keep that keep your attention? Bellied Up Podcast. What's that? I've never heard of that. It's a podcast for Midwestern people. It's where they... Bellied Up. They go to bars throughout the Midwest... And do a podcast in the bar, and they take callers and give Midwest or not necessarily Midwestern advice, but they give advice to people. No shit. And it's sometimes it's like I gotta add it. It's some weird shit, but it's like a lot of the calls they get are kind of weird, like questions or premises. But they're like, have you ever heard of You Betcha Radio? Or I've heard of it, but I've never listened to the it. two guys on the podcast. You, if you've seen if you see them in person, you'll know them. Yeah. Because they had viral videos on the fucking internet. Okay. But I didn't know that before I found the podcast. <laughs> but yeah, they're a couple of Midwestern dudes, and like, I can relate. Yeah. Fuck yeah we're dude. fucking in the middle of the Midwest. Dude. And, um, but it, they're just sitting there at the sitting there at the bar, getting fucking, having a couple of brews with their buds, <laughs> and then giving like shit. Most of it is pretty shitty advice, but it's. Dude, that's the best. <laughs> they're comedians, so I mean. That's the fucking best, dude. God damn. All right, bellied up. Yeah, them ones are like typically between an hour, hour and a half. So those ones are, that's pretty smooth sailing for me. Yeah, that's that's an attention keeper for sure. <clears throat> what else you got? Uh, shit. You know who Tom Segura is? Yes. Yeah, he's got his podcast, uh, Your Mom's House. Yeah, Your Mom's House, yeah. That one's fucking hilarious, bro. Yeah. I want to I want to see one of their live shows, man. He's got the dark humor like me, so he, he'll, sit, he'll sit there laughing at people getting fucked up in like, car accidents and shit, and that's like right up my alley. Dude, Segura is hilarious. That's right up my alley. Like him and Bert together? Him and Bert Kreischer together? Yeah. Fuck, They're pretty good. I mean, Bert, Bert gets annoying as fuck. Yeah, his laugh. I can't stand that sometimes, dude. Yeah, he gets. But that's the thing is, like, he plays into that for sure. For sure. But just like their uh, their rivalry, is hilarious. Like what? Like <laughs> there was uh, Bert and uh, Tom Segura went to uh, a brothel, I guess. 
Oh shit! And they wanted to, uh, <laughs> they wanted to get dominated, right? Ooh! So this bitch is making them do all sorts of shit, and then uh, <clears throat> she hooks their balls up to a shocker. <laughs> oh damn! Yeah, yeah. Depending on the level of the shock, though, I mean, I bet it might have something to it. <laughs> well, dude, that's what that's what she said. She was like, "Do you guys want me to get you off? Because I can turn this." Pitch right up, and they were they were just kind of like, should we? <laughs> and I guess uh, Bert had to call his wife or something, or Tom had to call his wife and be like, should we should we do this? <laughs> They're like, no. <laughs> but it's that type of shit, dude. Just like, and then their dynamic, like uh, their dance videos. Yeah. Like Bert tried to outdance Tom, and then Tom actually did a pretty fucking good job, and then Bert was like, I don't know if he took lessons or what. He I think it was like a month or two after. Tom's rebuttal. He had another rebuttal video, and it was that one. Is that the one where he was like dancing around? I was like, "Fuck Bert" or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah they're playing basketball yeah. and shit. Yeah, that one. Uh, and then Tom, Tom fucked his knee up or some shit because he went to try and dunk. He fucked his knee and, and his just, arm up. Yeah, he landed on his arm. Yeah, dude. That shit, man. My best, my favorite part, of, my favorite skit from them is not even a skit, but the uh, Tom buying Bert Hitler's teacup. What? Yeah. No shit. It's on one of the episodes of your mom's house or the two bears one cave where they have their one they're together. Yeah. For you know how for their birthdays they were like spending like extravagant amounts of money against each other. Yeah, trying to outdo each other. Or just buy the most outlandish fucking thing they could <laughs> yeah. find. Yeah. yeah, bro. He's like, I had to meet up with these skinheads and give them like twenty two grand in cash, and I got Hitler's teacup. Like <laughs> he said, he drank from this motherfucker. How do you know it was Hitler's teacup, though? You know what I mean? It's been passed down. There's pictures of him drinking with it. No, apparently. Sure. But I mean, it's not like there's a serial number on a teacup. But no, dude. But I'd love to have that. The maid of Hitler sold it to somebody, and it's so. Just kept getting sold, you know. Yeah, but yeah. So there's like a is there a paper trail of the sales or supposedly? Is it... Yeah. No shit. But yeah, he bought Hitler's teacup and gave it to Bert live on a podcast. Bro, I think it was it had to have been two bears where he gave it to him. Yeah, look it up. You'll find you fucking laugh. That's fucking amazing. <laughs> I drink coffee out of that every morning, dude. And Bert's sitting there like, I don't know if I should like destroy this thing or what. No, you use it, dude. Like, you, you keep use, that motherfucker. You use it for good. You hold on to it and sell it 20 years down the line. Ex- Maybe you'll get 25 for it. Exactly. Make some money. Treat it like a Pokemon card, dude. You know what happened with them? Fuck. That shit. If only I kept my fucking book of Pokemon cards that I had when I was younger. Bro. I know. Might have some some extra pocket money. <sighs> Be able to do whatever you wanted. If I you gave ha- mine all away, unfortunately. Just, like, here, take them. Same. Actually gave them to uh, uh, my grandma and grandpa used to, <clears throat> well, my grandma used to babysit, and uh, shout out DJ, in case you're listening, ended up giving them to him, and uh, I mean, he's like a grandson to him, kind of like a cousin to me, you know what I mean, he's a lot younger, but ended up giving them to him, and I don't know what he ever did with them, I hope he's got them, because I, I gave him a shit ton of magic cards, too. Oh yeah, Dude, fucking sad. So what? <clears throat> what would you do if, uh, like, what would be your dream career path if you had the funds to dump into it, start working for yourself? It would be in the welding business, absolutely. What? What it would be? I don't know. 
Hmm. I've just always wanted to be, I've just always wanted to weld, man. Like, well, do you think you would do weld art? Would you build a product? Probably a little bit of everything, you know? Repairs, fucking, you know, I I need this Mm -hmm. fence, I want a metal fence put up all around my property, okay? I'll do that. (laughs) Show up in your dually and just fuck his yard up, you know? Yeah, why not? You need it. Do some fucking weld art and, like, plasma cutter art, shit like that, man. Yeah, man. I just like fabricating and building shit. Give me knocks, I've always bro. been I've always been that kind of kid. Even growing up, like I would tear apart the old fucking radio clocks. That's what I was just gonna ask you, dude. Did you ever try and reverse engineer shit? Fuck yeah. That's dude. All right. Okay. I can vibe with that heavy. I took bro. a little them little uh rotary motors that like you find in stuff. I, I don't remember what I took it out of. You're speaking my language, bro. But I made took that built a little fan out of one of them. Fucking put a nine volt to it. Yep. Yeah, dude. You got a little my language, bro. Yeah, dude. I did all sorts of shit like that. I I actually went to school. Was I went to school to be a mechanical engineer? No shit. I'm like six credits shy of being above having my degree. So anytime I want to go back and do that, I can. But get that motherfucker, dude. My my biggest thing was I wanted to be a mechanical drafter, like drawing shit yep. out. Yep. I love that shit, dude. Give me knocks again, I'm good at it, too. Give me knocks again. Good at it. Dude, you're you're vibing with me right now hard. That's uh, that's all shit I also enjoy and grew up doing. Yeah, six credit shy is like a semester. Yeah. I got one semester I got to do, but then I found found welding part-time semester. I think a full-time semester is 16 if you're if you fill it with classes. So, I mean. Right. It just depends on where you're going and what you're doing. Yeah. I mean, fuck. Logically, probably three classes would do it for a semester. But I, I don't know. I just got into, I got into welding and fucking realized I got. Do I want to sit at my sit at a desk all day? Like, Bro. do this shit, type on a computer, and fucking emails and shit like that. Hear me out, man. <laughs> at that point, you have the power, right? You draft something, you build it. Yeah. You might spend. Two months working hard at something. I have your own little desk, little coffee maker, fucking Bluetooth speaker, you name it, dude. Set up your own little office, your man cave, your studio. Because it would be a studio at that point. Basically. And then you take it, you build a prototype. If you want to put it into manufacturing, dude, then you spend a little bit of time touring, doing some some hard pitches. You find a place to build it, or you just build a shop and start building them. Yeah. And then, guess what? Next evolution, you draft that. You take input, you make changes on the prototype, make some changes, go back to the drawing board, so they say, and then boom. Self-sufficient as fuck, dude. I can vibe with that heavy. also did a lot of CAD classes, too. That's AutoCAD. Valuable as fuck. It took three years of that. Damn. I even did Chief Architect. I don't know if you ever heard of it. I've heard of it, yeah, but yeah. I've never fucked with it. Oh, yeah. Damn. That's fun, too. I took an architecture class, uh, like, building houses and shit. Yeah. Like structural engineering yeah. type class? No yeah. shit. The guy drafted up my dream house. I still got the plans for it at the house. No shit. Yeah. Dude, that's vibing with me so hard, man. For real. I enjoy the shit out of that stuff, but I don't know. At the moment, for the time being, welding's where my heart's at, but who knows, maybe 10 years down the line, I might work my way back that way. You never know. We'll have to, uh, because I told you about how I wanted to build mini jets and 
airboats and all that stuff. And, uh, dude, I've got so much research into it. I started drafting up, like, hull plans and shit. And when I went to try and start lo- learning Fusion 360 in the CAD side, because I'd had some CAD classes in school, but they were, like, basically to program a CNC to do linear cuts and all this shit. So, like, designing something on the computer, like, literally taking my blueprints and putting them on the computer was such a fucking barrier for me. It still is. I mean, I can do basic shit, but, like, doing a bolt haul and getting the lofts right and everything, Yep. I just kind of, I didn't really give up on it, but I got frustrated enough to the point where I wasn't, um, I wasn't putting the quality in that I know, not that, that I'm just capable of, but that I needed to bring a product to fruition, you know, and then the kids started happening yeah. and it's like priorities. You see what we're doing right now, man, this is my current filler. Cause that's still my ultimate goal, but I'm hoping if this is big enough by then I can use this to help advertise that shit. So right. we got to do some talking afterwards, man. Cause there's some uh, kits out there talking about welding. There's definitely some opportunities to make money that I think you'd be interested in that I am well aware of. And with your knowledge and experience, I think there's definitely some opportunities where, you know, if you were looking to angle yourself even back into school here down the road, I think there's a way that you could make just as much money as you're making now, but for yourself. And it wouldn't take shit but a garage, bro. I'd make way more doing it on my own than I would be doing now. Well, right, right. But I'm just saying, like, you could literally work on two or three of these projects I have in mind a year and make what you're making now mm-hmm. and do it in your garage. I've got this home, I won't say home boy, but uh, it's kind of a, the a- hell's the word I'm Associate? Associate, but there like a, I did an externship through oh. school when I went, when I went to go get certified for welding. Yeah, yep. And he had his own business, and he was, like, the biggest guy in town down in Howell. Shout out Darian Teft. Damn. Yeah. Shout out Darian. He's no longer doing that. He got a different job doing cooler shit, but. (laughs) How much cooler? He built his own fucking motorcycle from scratch. Okay. Welded it all up, and he won first place in Sturgis in, like, 2003 or some shit like that. Damn. Yeah. And if you go down to the Baker... Baker College in Owasso at the diesel situation. Yep. It's posted up right in the fucking lobby. As soon as you walk in, there's his motorcycle. His actual bike? Yeah. Holy shit. He built everything. He built the gas tank. He he didn't, well, he, I don't know if he built the motor, but he built the frame. Fucking everything, bro. Dude, that's legit. And then he won first place in Sturgis. Like, that's pretty fucking badass. Max, I hope you're listening. I got a buddy that, uh, I haven't talked to him, honestly, in probably two years. Kind of fell off since high school, but Max Neubauer, shout out Max. He uh, he was building his own bikes and stuff, and he ended up getting a bike in a magazine when when we were in high school. That's uh, fucking killer. I was like, dude, you come on, no. You're a high schooler doing this. He was famous, fucking dude. Idiot. He was famous. <laughs> we were like, goddamn, we we know a fucking custom bike builder. It was, dude. It was awesome. But that's that's awesome as shit. Like, what's he doing now? Is he still building bikes? He's working for this thing. I believe it's called. DreamWorks Fab. What? They're based in Michigan. I'm not on Facebook anymore, but uh, if I... DreamWorks Fab. If I could fucking... One of these days, I'll, I'll log back on and show you some shit, but he's fucking building all sorts of... He's still doing welding on part of the jobs, like... 
you'll give this this company the idea you want for like say your backyard layout or maybe you want some fancy staircase in your multi-million dollar house yeah they'll f- build it from the ground up and so like he'll draft it and shit and then build it or yeah. does he have like another group of people kind of drafting well, it? well he's not the boss yeah he works for them now but yeah i don't i'm not qu- quite sure the how that how all that works out whether he has parts in drafting it i'm sure he has somewhat to do with it but he's at least contracted to and the, on the manufacturing side, yeah, the yeah, dude. fabrication like, side. It's called DreamWorks because you give them like your dream house or your dream project, and they fucking do it. They make it work. Bro. He posts the shit up on the internet, dude. And they do some pretty cool shit. Fuck. Yeah, man. That's um. And he made he, like he made he's made a bunch of sculptures like that were all around town, down working. He lives down in Howell area. That, he's got like sculptures down by like the. The center, I mean, the uh, community center and, like, the uh, courthouse and shit. <laughs> the, the, the school's down there. When I was in high school, Wilder, Wilding Magazine, I've still got a couple copies that really spoke to me. They um, they touched on people that were doing sculptures and making livings just building sculptures. And one person was building, like, wolves and stuff. And they'd make them out of, uh, like, a high-carbon steel, so... I mean, it looked pristine coming out of the shop, but I, they'd set them in the woods, and then after like a year or two, they'd start to get their rust patina, and yeah. dude, they looked like fucking red wolves. Like, it was just <laughs> fucking gorgeous, the shit they were doing. And then there was a guy they covered that built an eagle and um, a stainless steel dragon holding an orb. All That's out cool. of TIG, dude. He'd polish every piece of the scale, fucking weld it up, polish it up. Dude, it looked fucking amazing. And that, that spoke to me, because I was like, that's literally what I want to do is weld art, you know? I mean, I want to build products, but, like, fuck, dude, when the shop's running and you don't need to be on the floor all day, I want to take my expertise to the next level and do that. So that's awesome to hear that you know a guy that has done that, dude. I've got some weld art in my front yard I've made. No shit. Like, I've got a big cock yeah. right in the front yard, <laughs> a big old chicken I've made out of railroad spikes. Just a fucking... Just a big cock right in the front a yard. Big old cock. <laughs> I made some grasshoppers, butterflies, and dragonflies, and shit like that. You said you made the rooster out of ties. Yeah. What'd you make uh, the grasshoppers and butterflies out of? Ties and tick rod. No shit. And just like little random screws and fucking nails. No shit. Just random shit you find laying around in your, in your shop. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. Ever... he also does his other thing. Sorry to cut you off. No, you're good. But uh, he fucking they got this little. I don't know what they call it, but down there they got this little scrap thing. You go to the scrapyard, yep. pick up all the metal you want, make weld art out of it. What? Yeah, just whatever the fuck you want. Like he can just go pick up scrap? You pick up scrap at the scrapyard. It's like a contest they have every year down that way. I'm not quite sure where it's at. The Howell area, Brighton area, I think. Bro. One of the two. And they, last year, I mean, the last time that I kn- I've seen pictures, like, he made a fucking horse with a dude sitting on top holding reins and shit. What? <laughs> like, rebar reins or something? Yeah. And then he made a robot one year. Oh, my God. I'll have to log on Facebook after this and show you something. I I helped him make this fucking mailbox with an alien spaceship stuck in it. Took two those blades that are on the fucking... Dude, don't even say that, because I, I swear I've seen it, dude. I swear I've seen it. I'll fucking, I'll pull, I'll pull it up. Over by, uh, there's a guy that used to live out kind of by Langsburg, and he had a shop that had a mailbox with a UFO stuck in it. 
I'm logging on just to show you. <laughs> I haven't been on in like three or four months. He says I'm right now live. So uh, you ever do any plasma art or uh, anything uh, like that? Not really. I like working with the plasma gun, but never really Love. done, <laughs> never really done any art with it. Not yet, anyway. Give it time. The opportunities are there, man. How old are you? Twenty nine. Yeah, you got time. Yeah, you got time, bro. You just <laughs> you gotta, you know, do it. You can't just keep getting older. You know what I mean? You gotta. There's still plans in the works. Yeah, you gotta throw something together to get there. Other than having a plasma gun, you know what I mean, and some steel. But which I mean that alone, if you just had your plasma rig and some steel or whatever, I guess you could do plasma art. But like right. sitting down to the drawing board, you designing out what you want to do, where your cuts are going to be, all that. Coming shit, up dude. with something clever, not just like run of the mill shit. Right. You need something unique, original. Yeah, unique. Yeah, you can't just have the Times New Roman put on that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up fucking Times New Roman, dude. I mean, you could. It'd look good, but it, would. it wouldn't stand out as much as like... No. Dude, there's some badass plasma art out there. I've seen quite a bit of it. You ever seen the uh, Tig Stainless art? Where yeah, guy, dude. Guys will make like a stormtrooper or something, stormtrooper helmet or, or make whatever. a fish with scales. Yes. Them, them are fucking neat. Gorgeous, dude. And then they'll take their torch to it and put color in it or whatever. And got actually, it at like, the right heat. It's got the rainbow all through that, motherfucker. Yeah, or like the carp with the gold scales. Like Yellow. they'll heat it up to where it's just gold and move to the next scale. That nice amber color. Bro. Yeah. Those guys. I haven't done nothing like that. They're, That'd be fucking a good time, though. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. What are you working on? It's just a plate <laughs> for six hours, dude. What are you working on? Oh, it looks like a. Like a like a helmet of some sort, you know. <laughs> two days later, dude, you have Darth Vader sitting there. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Shouldn't you be working? I am. Fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. That's uh, that's good shit to hear, bro. That's good shit to hear. Got to be creative, man. What got to get them juices flowing? Well, what got you into welding? Because the creativity seems like you've always had it, especially tearing shit apart. Uh. First time I ever welded was 16 on a farm. Okay. I was working with the farmer, and uh, we had to fix a tractor. You remember what you welded up? It was the wheel hub. Oh, of no the shit. fucking tractor. No shit. Sitting there burning 6010. <laughs> All they ran was 6010 on the farm, man. Probably still greasy. Didn't do any brake clean prep or anything. Some dirt on that yeah, shit or mud. Paint. paint. <laughs> a little bit of everything. Yeah. But that was the first time I ever welded, and then just kind of I wouldn't say fell in love with it at the time but uh, I just was got interested in it and wanted to do more dude there's it's literally taking your tinkering to the next level yeah because I mean if you're stripping apart shit taking the nine fold out you're like okay I can build a battery I can hot glue this motor to that blah 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 maybe solder some wires to this and make this that's the next level where you're like your mind just explodes with possibilities you're like this is how they're fixing this, but I could make anything. Yeah. I'm just melting metal together. Putting shit together. Right. <laughs> yeah, man. Then the next time I was, wasn't quite, I hadn't decided to go get certified yet, but, uh, I was working at a car wash in Saginaw and one of the little tree arms swings around yep. with the fucking brushes on it. With the, 
It looks like fucking short-ass fuzzy tentacles. Yeah, yeah. It looks like a Christmas tree when it's spinning or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That motherfucker just plopped down and fell on a car. And like, well, we got to call the maintenance guy. He can't be here for three more hours. It's like, is the welder here? Yeah. I'll have us run it up in 20 minutes. Damn, <laughs> dude. If you got seven grand. Didn't, I was going to say, yeah, I didn't get a tip or nothing. Yeah, just got regular old minimum wage for that shit. But just imagine fucking welding on that shit. I don't. I think it's anodized. Yep. And or, or galvanized and soapy and fucking dirty as fuck. Probably galvanized. I think it's galvanized, to be honest with you. Just by looking at it yeah. back then. That was at 18, so it's been a couple years, but. And, bro, what's your experience with galvanized? How do you like it? I don't mind it. I don't want to breathe the shit in, but I don't mind it. Dude, I can't do it because, like, I catch one huff and something in my body's just like, pick your hood up and go puke. You know yep. what I mean? Like, instantly, dude, my body's like. I remember the first time that happened to me. Rejecting Fuck. it. Like that. And I can imagine the smell now. It's got that little bit of sweet to it. Yep. You but, can taste it. Yeah, dude. And then immediately it's like, go vomit somewhere. Fuck, dude. The first time that happened to me, I didn't prep. You know how you need to, on galvanize especially, you need to grind it a little. Oh, yeah, grind half it. Half inch around. I've even heard to burn it a little bit. Yep, take a blowtorch that fucker. Or mm-hmm. take your TIG torch and just Yep, run a quick it pass on yeah. it. It's only, because galvanize is usually only on the top layer. Yeah, yep. So once you get past that layer, you're, you're good. pretty good. But you miss a spot. You know, <laughs> yeah. it turns white instantly and fucking. You're running to go Ralph. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you said. <laughs> You got any good shop stories? A lot of fucking around. Hey, that's fine. Let me hear one. <laughs> oh, we used to fucking fill argon up in the balloons. Have you ever seen people do that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we yeah. used to do that all the time. And then we were cleaning this horse trailer. We were fixing a horse trailer one time. Had a hole in the fucking bottom. Um, I think the horse put his leg through it or whatever. It's got blood on it. Got fucking dirt and shit and hay. Mm-hmm. Sitting there fixing that motherfucker. We just used to take these wrenches and just throw them on the ground next to people's fucking hard as we could. <laughs> while they're them. welding. Yeah, while they're welding, and then they would, and then we would uh take another, another. We would have another guy sitting behind him and fucking. What's that called? Fucking ah shit. What Willie? Nah, you used to take your thumb and just like jam it up there, pretend to jam it up oh, there. Yeah, ass or, like, yeah, dude, yeah. hit him in the butt cheek or something. Yeah, dude, yeah, that or you give him the old the old sack tap. There's a lot of gay shit going on, but that's that's a bunch of dudes hanging around, dude. <laughs> yeah. It's not really gay, but yeah, it's just fuckery, dude. Is what it is. Horseplay, bullshit. We used to just main thing, man. Just a lot of sabotage, like not nothing major, just like fun sabotage, but bro. Sabotage was I, I got a story I'll tell you from the shop. This this horseplay is fuck. But um <laughs> we had do it okay, so <laughs> Oh, baby's hungry. Or what mad. Or mad. But um dude, okay, so <laughs> we we were fucking around with the settling one day. Excuse me, heavy. And uh my instructor was like, getting kind of out of hand, guys. <laughs> so he had a rep from Smith come in. And this bitch was scary as fuck, dude. She was cool. She might have been in her 40s. But she had seen some shit, you could tell. 
and she had some stories. And one of the stories she was telling us is she's like, you guys think acetylene is fun. Well, what happened is <clears throat> it started off by, um, it was my junior year, I believe. And I took welding as an elective, um, in my com. So you spend like a month or two in the classroom, just kind of learning the fundamentals before you even see the shop. Shout out Dave England. I hope you're doing good. He, uh, he was telling us some stories in the class, and he's one of the stories was like, there was they had this table when he was an instructor at high school or whatever, and uh, bro, he's, <laughs> he's like one end was a cutting cutting side that had a track track on it, settling track, and then the other side was like a MIG table. You do flux core and whatever else on it, mm -hmm. and uh, it was made out of square tube. Well, one of the square tubes ran from one side to the other. And uh, <laughs> I guess some asshole dude took his acetylene torch and uh, he was putting a new nozzle on it or whatever. And he just ends up filling one of the square tubes with fucking acetylene, dude. Yep. And there's a dude, like he's on one end, dude's on the other end, just flux corn away. <laughs> <laughs> and this dude's on the other side, just filling that little square tube with acetylene. And finally, dude, I don't know if he was welding on it and set it off or a spark hit it, but I guess it blew him back like 15 foot. Dude knocked his hood off him, fucking he went tumbling, and he was standing up. He went fucking flying. So he's telling us that, and we're like, oh, shit, you know. <laughs> well, then guys started fucking around out in the shop, dude. They'd feel like, because we'd get square tube or whatever, and then they'd just like weld one end shut, mm -hmm. and then weld another, like a little plate on the side of another, like we built throwing stars and shit. It was pretty cool. Yeah. He didn't say anything about that, but, and then they just leave like a little space in this tiny square tube for you to fill it with acetylene. And most of these guys were shitty welders anyway. So the plate they put on one end, they were trying to seal it. Mm -hmm. It wasn't quite airtight. So you'd have a leak, you know, but they'd fucking fill that with acetylene. And the reason I say that is they'd put the nozzle in the one end. They didn't quite close off intentionally. And there would be enough of a vent to fill that square tube. And some dude would be in welding on a coupon, and they would just kind of sneak in, open the curtains up, set that little bomb on his on his table, dude. And then all of a sudden you'd hear a boom, you know? <laughs> and dude would come out of there fucking just red faced, hot as fuck, pissed off. And uh, so he's like, "All right, guys, shit's getting a little out of hand." So he called the Smith rep in, and dude, she got everybody together, and she was telling us some stories. And like, dude, it got quiet, like. She was telling us about a story where these guys were out in the field. I can't remember what they were cutting. They were cutting down a big project, like some old factory or something. And dudes thought it'd be funny to fill garbage bags with acetylene. So they had this van with like five bags of garbage, garbage bags full of acetylene. Like, I'm thinking, okay, that's an entire tank of acetylene, you know. In the back of a van. Dude, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. dude. And uh, there were three of them. And uh, she's like, the job, the road out of the job site was pretty bumpy. It was like seven or eight miles before they hit pavement. And she's like, they made it just a mile shy of pavement where those bags were bumping together and rubbing. And some sort of static went off, dude. And all they found was like pieces of the frame. Like that fucking van disintegrated, oh, dude. Yeah. And we were, <laughs> dude, what if she told us that? Like, couple guys went oh, you know what i mean and like like literally dude i'm looking around like jesus christ like acetylene is like that you know what, what i mean motherfucker driving 
just that nobody nobody found them, dude. Like they oh, were just shit. disintegrated. Like think about it, dude. <laughs> you got guys strapping C four to themselves doing suicide bombs. That's one thing. You still find a piece of him, though. Yeah, but, <laughs> but most of that explosion, I guess, is kind of outward. Yeah. But, dude, in the back of the van, and literally they were just finding, like, pieces of frame. For I guess they did find one whole wheel, but just the way she was describing the scene, it, it looked like... She said it looked like somebody dropped a bomb on the van because, like, there was a blast zone. Like, the, the road was all fucked up. Like, I'm assuming a dirt road being bumpy and shit. But she said the road was all fucked up under where the van was. Like, Damn, dude. Yeah. So, like, she told us that, dude. And we were all like, all right, let's not fuck around with acetylene, you know. I made brass knuckles. Well, steel knuckles. <laughs> I'm so glad you said that. Half-inch steel. Fuck yeah. I made a fucking... Take them to the punch press, punch your finger holes out. Drill press. Oh, drilled them? Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Fucking jazzy has a pair. No shit. Yeah, I gave her one a couple a couple years back because she was having some shit going down. I was like, here, if you need these. Fucking... Yeah. I made them pointy, too. They weren't rounded. Yeah. Fuck yeah. If you fucking tear, like Wolverine tear that motherfucker. <laughs> I'm so glad to hear you say that, dude, because... I've still got a pair. That's pretty unanimous with uh, welding shops, I feel like. Throwing stars and brass knuckles, dude. It's the first thing fucking teenage boys start making. Next time I come around another half-inch plate, I'm making more. <laughs> yeah, dude. Because <laughs> I gave her my only one that was pointed. The other one I have is rounded. <clears throat> I, I like them them, them uh, pointy ones better. Did you harden them at all? No. No? Didn't need to. Yeah, that's that's something we would do is we would fucking... Just quench them, dude. We'd heat them up with the acetylene. Somebody would be brazen, and you'd walk over with vice grips and be like, hey, heat the knuckles on this really quick. It'd be Gladly, you know, they're heating them up bright red. You just run over to the dunk tank. Yep. It's like, hell yeah. <laughs> this is going to fuck somebody up. There, dude, And then that was a learning experience, too. It actually taught us a lot, because there'd be times where somebody would be like, they'd have it roughed. And then they'd get it hardened, and then they'd be wondering why they're fucking going through grinding wheels or right. fucking up the wire brush. Yeah. It's like, that's finish that, it first, you yeah. know. But yeah, that's good shit to hear, man. So you drill pressed them? Yeah, we didn't have a little uh, press, the punch press. Yeah, our punch was scary. Plus, I don't know if if they did have one, they probably wouldn't be able to do half inch. Ours actually did. Uh, I think half inch was the limit because we had a sheer, it had a punch on one side and then a sheer for flat stock, like four inch flat stock was the widest. And you could do, I think up to five eighths on the sheer, but the punch was half or maybe it was half on the punch and three or half on the sheer and three eighths on the punch. I know there were an eighth inch difference because we kept having talks about. How that you say that? We did have a little press. Because it was attached to the shear. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was on the other side of it. A little lever, yeah, just yeah. for the shear, whatever. I forgot about that. Yep, that shit was fun, man. Shit was fun. Good times, man. We made a lot of shit, and then I made a 45-pound hammer. What? Sledgehammer. Holy fuck. We used to have a dude that was a big scrapper, so he would always have, like, computers and TVs and printers <laughs> in his back of his truck. Yeah, dude. He's like, hey, you guys want to break this shit so I can get all the metal out of it? Fuck Yeah. Ask me again. <laughs> I brought it to work one year when we had, we went, we got permission. Well, we didn't get permission. They told us to go in the scrapyard and start picking shit up. Yeah. Well, big, you remember Larry? Yeah. And that motherfucker took this hammer. The first time he's ever t- 
touched it, swung it, and bent the handle. What? I had to cut the handle off and Put make a new handle one. On. <laughs> I do this thing has been swung like a couple hundred times, and then you, the first time you touch it, you fucking. <laughs> yeah. Put it like an elbow in that motherfucker. God damn, dude. What was he hitting? A Just what? a regular tube. Holy shit. He put a fucking nice size hole in it, though. Damn. He had bent that fucking thing right in half like a elbow macaroni, bro. Damn, <laughs> wow. I mean, I can see it. Shit, dude. That hammer's been through a lot. It's it's uh, fucking, it's dug wells. It's fucking put posts in. It's done all sorts of shit. And then he just picks it up to hit something soft. Yes. Soft and hollow when he fucks it up. My buddy Brad, he fucking, uh, him and his dad put in a 12 foot well with that bitch in like what? an hour. Holy Between the shit, two of them. Shit, dude. Take a couple swings and fucking pass it off to the next guy. Chug a Red Bull, trade it. Yeah. <laughs> trade hands. Fuck, dude. 12 foot? I believe so. They drove it 12 foot. Yeah, just a 12 foot. It's just for spigot, for water for their feet, for their animals. And they drove that bitch 12 foot in an hour? I think so. Holy an hour fuck. or so. <laughs> They're bigger dudes, though, so and then they got all the power behind them. But you swing that fucker three or four times, and you're like, here, I can't. I need, a, I need a second. Yeah, dude, but the first two feet, all right. But that last 10 foot, dude. There. Wow. It may be a 10 foot. I may be over overcompensating, but no, I believe bro. it's 10 or 12. That's incredible. That's the shit I like to hear, dude. Hell yeah. What else did you build that you used outside of class? Shit, dude. Built a lot. Uh, built a lawn roller. That's awesome. That's hey. awesome. I was trying to build one at work a couple years ago, and I didn't have we didn't have the time. No. We were working too much. Still don't, dude. Going an hour early, I guess, but fuck that. But yeah, I fucking took shit home from there. I paid for it, obviously, and fucking... Yep. Took it home and welded it all up and got this lawn roller I use every year. You have you got a bung on it to fill it? Both sides. Yeah, fuck yeah. I dude. got a fill and drain. One of them little the plastic plugs? Yeah. Yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> that bitch works good too, bro. I'll tell you what. Dude, yeah, I bet. Twenty seven? Yep. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. I gotta, gotta go twenty seven. Hundred percent, dude. Yeah, that's it's got fucking twenty seven baffles on each side and then I put a fucking metal I mean a what the hell was it? Inch and a half fucking pole through it yep. on each side. Welded yep. that. Centered, obviously. Yep. yep. Made a little cross section so you can put it to the back of your lawnmower. Yep. You go with pillow blocks. What's that? For the bearings. You put bearings on it or just Oh, it's up? just, no, it's just got a little fucking circular thing that. Oh, okay. okay yeah. And then it, it's welded at the front. So you put them on the sides and then you clamp, you get, you know, like those clamps you put for like. Uh, barbells. Yeah, yeah. I just got those on the side. Oh, no shit. <laughs> love it, dude. I love it. Yeah. That's legit. It works. And you can leave water in it. Just empty it half out. Leave water in it. It's not going to freeze enough to expand and crack it. No. Damn, dude. That fucker gets... I don't know how much it holds, but it's, uh, I think it's like a five-foot fucking section. Son of a bitch. Yeah, bitch is heavy. Yeah. Most lawn rollers are like, <laughs> what, three foot? You got a five, three or four. You got a five footer. Dude. Yeah, dude, I went all out. I'm like, if I'm gonna fucking do this, I'm gonna do it right. I'm only making six passes in my yard. Yep, dude. I'm not going over this same spot more than once. Wow, dude, that's that's good shit to hear. That's good shit to hear. Yeah, I, mean, I haven't I haven't really made much more than that. Besides, like, just like stupid little shit, like little 
fucking clamps. I haven't, like, made a gas tank or nothing like that. No, I mean, yeah, I fucked around and made a lot of that little shit. Just for a project here or there. But, like, I noticed you were looking at the wagon earlier. I'll walk you out there and show you. It's uh, just a wagon. I put a cooler on the front, you know, a little high yeah. schooler. Just something to take the kids out. Yeah, just a little shit like that, dude. That's good to hear that you make stuff that you use, because, like, that's... Fuck yeah. That's What's the, the point of making it? Exactly. Unless you're just gonna... I mean, lawn art's a different story, but... Well, I mean, still, you use it. It gets used, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's all year, dude. But you might as well... I mean, you might as well make something that's gonna get use out of it every time you can. Better than having a junked-out car in the yard. Uh, I mean, some people, that is yard art, but... I got one right now. My old Jeep. Okay, but yeah, but is it like stripped out with the seats laying next to oh, it no, and it's all not that, that hood's propped up? Fucking, I'm gonna fix it eventually. It just out. <laughs> the body shop I go to, they've been so fucking busy lately. I haven't, had, they haven't been able to get it in. But it's all right. Is same, it, same. But that's the thing, dude. Like when you got like a fucking '78 Camaro parked out there and it's yeah. all rusted to fuck, hoods propped, the seats laying next to it, trunks popped. You know what I mean? No, nothing like that for me. Yeah, that's not really yard art, you know what I mean? And no, it surprised me, though. A couple of weeks ago, I was just chilling. I think it was a Sunday morning. It's like 9 o'clock in the morning. I'm just sitting there drinking my coffee and shit. Some random motherfucker comes up to my house and knocks on the door. I'm like, Can I help you? This is, not to be rude, but like this isn't really like your territory or like your neighborhood. You yeah. shouldn't be here. <laughs> like, what do you think? I almost like grabbed a fucking shotgun. I was like, "Hey, what the fuck are you doing here?" But he had his woman with him, and they wanted to buy my old Jeep. And like, no, no, dude, no. I got like, I only got a couple grand to fix it. I got the money to fix it. I just don't have the time. But right. You, what are you planning with it? Trailing or just gonna keep it as a daily? Just gonna keep it. I don't know what I'm gonna do with it. But I like that one better than the one I have now. Really. Absolutely. I got a, that, the one I, I hit a deer with it, like literally like an eighth of a mile away from my house. Damn, bro. On my way home from work one day, bro. Damn, bro. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I mean, that's a good spot to happen because it fucking took the radiator and all the coolant drained out of it. Damn. So you but made it like, home. Yeah. Coast? No, Coast home? No, I'm just, it's still going. It Damn. still started up and shit. Didn't have a check engine light on until like two weeks ago. Because I go out there and start it up every now and then just to... Keep everything Keep going. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. But dude. I made it home. I mean, yeah. But uh, gonna get it fixed up. I, I like it better. The one I got out there in the driveway right now is a 2011. So what do you like better? What's your other one? 07? 2010. Oh no shit! It's the older body styles before they changed the body style on it. Uh so what do you like better about the uh, the old style? It's a smoother ride. The seats are a little stiff, but I mean, shit can change. You can swap seats out and shit, but yeah, it's got heated seats. It's, uh, it's yeah. a little, it's a little more higher Lux. package. Yeah, yeah. Does, it, does that come with the uh, tow package, rehitch, everything installed? Or no, I had to put the hitch on the hitch receiver on myself. No shit. Yeah, you bolted or welded? Bolted it. Yep. Torque wrench that motherfucker down. Fucking like 120 pounds. <laughs> I think it was only rated for like 75. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. Yeah, that's just my sarcasm. Just exaggerating. Should weld that bitch on. That's what I did with my old one. Bolted it up and then uh, put stitch welds on it. Just because I figured if anything, dude, like at that Better time be I was. safe and sorry. Yeah. Well, I was tooling the bow fishing boat a lot. I figured if anything, like 
Especially going to Saginaw Bay. Some of those back roads are really bumpy. Oh, yeah. I figured you start racking out some of those bolts. They get loose. That boat's going to exaggerate all the torque on those bolts. I'd rather not have a bolt get loose and then break. Yeah. So I figured just a couple little stitches I could grind out or whatever. No big deal. But That was my thing. It probably should. It would be better to weld it because I, I just, I get paranoid about it. Just like every, like, I don't know, every couple dozen times, every dozen times or so I use it, I want to fuck. The first time after I... I Hold, I cranked it back down. I torqued it again. No shit. Didn't trust it. <laughs> but were they still? I trust, a... <laughs> I trust my abilities to use a torque wrench, but I just like, it's brand new. I just put it on. Yep. Got hauled for fucking 45 miles. Were they still in spec when you went to retorque? Yeah. Okay. But I was just like, they don't, I'm paranoid. That's the thing, dude. That's, that's, if you're not comfortable with it. I've seen too many videos of motherfuckers having shit fall off their car, towing shit. Dude. Usually it has to do with the clasp of actually, of actually on the ball, but <laughs> yeah. I don't know. If, I don't know. Man. I, just, I just was paranoid about it. Or people taking corners too damn quick. Plus, it was the first time I installed one. Like, you know, it was like. The, yeah, that's, that's another thing, I guess. Yeah, if you're not 100% confident, then yeah, there's going to be that paranoia. Plus, I was using a uh, first time after I used it, I had a U-Haul full of all my shit. All my shit. Like uh, one of the box trailers? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I, yeah, it was moving, and then I fucking had it all, all my shit stacked in this thing. So I was like, I don't know how much all that weighs, really, but. More than I wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> no, not even that. It's just like, I don't know what the fuck's on them. I don't know. I just wanted to make sure everything, that all these bolts are on there safe. 45. I don't know how much that, that fucking trailer was weighed after I had all my shit in it. <laughs> 45 miles later, you're like, God damn, I'm glad I made it. <laughs> yeah. Nah, she did fine. Yeah, fuck Then yeah, they man. were all torqued still, but, you know. Yeah, but, <clears throat> I mean, I'm glad you at least didn't just pass it off as, eh, it should be okay. Because, again, dude. You never know. Right. Especially being brand new, first torque. They always say, like, after, what is it, 20 miles or whatever, you get tire rotation or whatever, you take your tires off, yep. retorque your lugs, because exactly. they'll work loose. So. That was, I think that was another thing that played with it, with it, because I had just had my tires done, and that shit was the same thing. <laughs> while I'm out here, he says. Yeah, while I'm out here, I've fucking already got the wrench out, might as well do it again. Yeah, climb under takes, there. It's only four bolts, fucking might as well climb under. You're going to say five minutes tops. Wipe yeah. some dust off it, get some dust in the eye, roll over and knock that shit out. You know, <laughs> just the basics. The basics. The best part yeah. about working on it. Yeah. Yeah, there's something about working on a, a chassis that's dirty, dude. They're all dirty, but something that's got, like, mud that you don't see falling. And then next thing you know, it's hitting you in the face. And yep. it's just, like, eyes closed, roll over so it falls off your face. Even you know. if you wear glasses or safety glasses, it still it fucking gets you every time. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. And it's almost like it's got all that road fluid sucked up in it, all the oils off the road. Or Salt. Fucking, yeah, dude. <laughs> it's like something about that shit just bothers you ten times worse than, like, you get dust in the eye just yep. being outside, you know. Something about that road dirt. Yeah, you get under the car, <laughs> dude, you get that road dirt. It's like, fuck, man. So, yeah, what uh, what other jobs have you had other than welding? Oh, I really haven't had many. Uh, worked on the farm for like a year and a half. I was driving trucks without a CDO. No shit. Yeah, we, well, we only drove like two miles down the road on the back roads. Still. 
That's sitting fine. there in the field while the the combine would sit there and dump it in. Mm-hmm. Just drive, just sitting there chilling for an hour, letting them fill it up. Drive two miles down to the road, let them suck it all up. Yep. Let them fucking suck it into the grain bin, the dryer. Oh, shit. I even got to drive a combine once, too. That was bad fucking ass. That is legit. Did it have GPS or was it one of the old school? Oh, it was one of them ones. All you got to do is just touch the button and you don't have to, you can let go of the wheel. Yeah. Yeah. And that fucker just drives itself. Surprisingly, fucking farm equipment's been pretty sophisticated for quite a while now. When you think about it, dude, that's probably next to military. Leading edge. I mean, society runs on food, you know, Mm -hmm. cities need agricultural resources. So it's like, where's the money going to go? Well, the farmers are demanding this for. Not even that they're demanding, but, you know, they're saying that they could increase efficiency with this, which would save the money to put back in this, which would actually get you more resources the next year. And the science in it, as far as, like, crop rotations and turnover and shit. Yeah, dude. It's there. People just don't think about it. I saw this meme one time where there was, like, probably 20 chicks in bikinis on a combine. And uh, they were all taking a group photo with some fucking... Farmer kid looked like he might have been 20 in uh, <laughs> dirty ass pants, you know, just typical farmer kid, you know. And the caption on it was, uh, they found out my combine cost more than a Ferrari or whatever. And I was like, yeah, it that, does. Is that the one with all the strippers and shit sitting on it? Or it might the be, ones with yeah. chicks in bikinis yeah. laying all over it? <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like, yeah, but they finally found out my, my combine costs more than a Ferrari. It's like, okay, you know, but it does. Sketchiest job I ever did for them was, uh, we went from the, the farm I worked on was in Freeland. We went all the way to Pinconning to pick up a truck that's been sitting there for like 10 years. Didn't even start. Damn. Tried, tried the old break, uh, starting fluid on the. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Fucking, I bet you the gas was bone dry. They hooked a chain up to it. Damn. And this little dude, uh, what the hell is that? Them cars, some little tiny, they're not even like a, they're not an S10, but they're not a full size, but it's a Ford. Oh, the Rangers? I don't think, it, I don't think it was a Ranger. It's a little bit fancier than that. But, uh, yeah, he tied up a fucking chain to this dump truck. Not a big one, but just like a mid-sized dump truck <laughs> driving all the way back from Pinconning to fuck. It's like a half or 45 minute drive. Yeah. The only thing I got is brakes. <laughs> Holy shit. And you were in the dump truck? Yeah. <laughs> Steering this motherfucker. <laughs> I'm just sitting there ripping cigarettes. I'm like, yeah, fuck, dude. Stressing, dude. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even sure if the brakes fucking work. Hopefully the brakes work because if not, the dude in front of me is he's going to be buying a new truck. Holy fuck. We had a good time, though. That's was, like I said, I was just sitting there ripping cigs, fucking, didn't even have radio, it didn't even have radio or nothing, like, battery was dead. Was it an F-150? It might have been, like, a smaller, like, not, yeah. not like, not, like, today's, but, like, the older versions, but they're a lot smaller. Yeah. yeah. Probably, I think so. It's <laughs> fucked, dude. Had a brush guard on the front. God damn, man. It was tan, it had some, like, tribal fucking flames on the sides. <laughs> He's like, I got, look at, look, look at old reliable <laughs> over there, dude. <laughs> Hey, that fucking thing took it. I've actually seen some of those old photos where guys have got had like two trailers. They're pulling doubles full of logs, and then their beds full of logs. It's like, 
Those old trucks work, bro. I got some balls doing that, though. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not saying I don't I don't think it was capable, but it's just sketchy as fuck that you're in a dump truck with possibly no or limited brakes. When I was told we were going to pick up a truck, I was thinking it was like one of them, like, ones you see the charter using with, like, the toolboxes oh, yeah. on the back. I was thinking it was something, like, not a little bit bigger than a normal truck. <laughs> Like a work truck. Yeah, like a utility <laughs> truck, but not like a fucking dump truck. I mean, I guess it is a work truck, but holy shit. But yeah, after the farm, man, I I worked at the farm. I <laughs> worked at a vape shop for a little while. Mm. That was like when you could walk in and the people behind the counter could make the coils for you and they could you could test the juice and all that shit like back in the good times i actually i'm glad you brought that back because i wanted to bring that up when you were talking about vaping you remember juice bars yeah you used to work at absolutely one. yeah dude juice bars were the best they were the best what they were the best when you can go vape shops all around were the best when you can go in the shop and they'll mix the juice right in front of you yeah you're like oh by the way can you give me an extra pump of flavor yeah or like i want this vanilla a little less nicotine or yeah can you put some of that in there you know one of my favorites was uh i can't remember if it was vanilla or not it was like a jackfruit plum and something else something sweet i don't think it was vanilla might have been like a like a cream of some sort but bro the creams are my favorite the best like when it comes best. to like the big mods, anything with a, like a custard or a cream. Oh. But they quit doing the custard as much because, well, they didn't quit doing it. They had to change the ingredients because the custards and the creams were causing health issues. I don't quite remember exactly what it was. No shit. Yeah, they were, it was like, I don't know if it had to do with cancer or fucking what. But they had to switch the formula. Uh. Now they don't taste as good. But I remember sitting there hitting this strawberries, strawberry custard. Bro, so fucking creamy, so creamy. Oh my god! Yeah, I do. I do miss those old creams, man. There was something about them. There was one that was, uh, it was like a raspberry cream. I couldn't get enough of that one. Dude. Those are good too. I could not get enough of that one. It was like sour and creamy. It was just like literally take a big old rip, like. <laughs> You know, you take a big enough rip that your voice is just muffled. Yeah. You know, you sound you're like you're talking through a pillow. Out. Yeah, dude. Yeah, exactly. Or talking through a cloud. And it's, yeah, through a cloud, like, dude, exactly. And the whole time, it's just like you're holding it in as long as you can and trying to low exhale because that flavor was just like... On point. The best, dude. I have a weakness when it comes to, like, the creams. There's bro, something that, about that's them. That's always been mine. Nuts, Doesn't matter bro. what it is, bro. <laughs> They had this bomb ass like raspberry cream, uh, with like uh, it wasn't called raspberry cream pie or whatever, but it was like you could taste the crust of the pie, like like a graham cracker type fucking yeah. damn bomb, dude. Dude, yeah, that's, that's probably what it was called. It was raspberry cream bomb. Just <laughs> <laughs> a sock in the face of cream yeah, pie. Dude, yeah. Fuck Thanksgiving, you show up with that. Like, what'd you bring? This. Everybody take a puff. Yeah, dude, I'm handing this around for dessert. They used to have this one in, it was in Saginaw, and uh, it was in the Tri-City area. It was called Vapor House. I've heard of Vapor House. I've never been there, but. Yeah, dude, you know, like, you know, you go to the coffee store or, or, or 7-Eleven, they got them pumps with the fucking. Yes. That's a, that's what their flavor was in. It looked just like you're at a coffee shop. They're pumping their fucking, they fill your juice up like three-fourths of the way of the, the VG, PG mix. Yeah. And then they would. 
pump the fucking flavors in there. No shit. It looked just like if you had a coffee bar. It was fancy as fuck. <sighs> then I went. The, what happened to them? They've the they shut down. They that, once the once, once the FDA got in. I think it was 2018 is when that happened. It was it was in August. Fuck. And they fucking they shut down because they were strictly an in-house mix vendor. Yeah. Yeah, and all the regulations on that shit. Oh, excuse me. All those regulations were kind of bullshit because, like, all these things you hear about popcorn lung happening from vaping, that's not to do with vaping at all. Dude, the... I mean, it, it is to do with vaping, but it's to do with illegitimate companies. Yeah, it's the contaminants within the vape. And even the companies that were legit, like the ones that I go to, like Kalamazoo, they've been legit all this, this whole time. They had to change their shit for stuff that wasn't even proven. And, like, I, I vaped their shit for fucking six years and never had an issue. That's the thing, dude. I remember going to the, to the juice bars, and I'd sample everything. They'd give you a fucking tank. You know, it'd have the little silicone thing on it. Yeah. Fucking, you sample 40 different flavors. You pick what you want. They're patient as fuck. You're sitting there with 10 other guys. Like, literally, it was two or three people's job to keep you. It was literally like being at the bar. They were bartenders. Yeah, basically. And then, fucking, you'd be like, all right, you know, they'd give you a little notepad if you wanted, or like a little sticky note, and then you'd write down whatever you wanted, or you'd like. And they'd bring keep you tabs. back a couple flavors. Yeah, you know, like, what are you interested in? Oh, you know, I really like the Snickers and whatever else, dude. And like, you'd keep your little notes, then you'd literally be looking at it and you'd be like, what if I mixed kiwi and vanilla? And it'd be like, we can do that. It's like, we can do it bring it over. You know what I mean? Fucking. I remember those days, man. I used to, because I build my own coils, so like, you only got to, I, I, I do the drip tank. Yep. I don't have the ones where they have liquid. Yeah. Yeah. So you put like five or six drops on there, you take three, four hits, and you got to redrop. Yep. That's the way to do it, though. So I'd walk in there, and they just drop it until my cotton was full, and then I'd just. And did you build your own mods? Uh, no, I never built my own mods. I bought a kit one time with that came unassembled. And I had okay. to hot glue all the wires in and shit. Yeah, yeah. So technically, I did. I mean, it was a kit, but I also added stuff from my own collection into it to make it more powerful than it was originally supposed to be. <laughs> yeah, because once I once I built my my preferred coil and put it on, it wasn't firing hot enough. So I added an extra wire in there to have more current go from the batteries. Was that more ohms or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, I remember uh, I bought a a Snow Wolf. I only had it for probably four, three, four weeks. I'm familiar with Snow Wolf. And then a buddy ended up wanting to buy it off me. And uh, I never got back into it. I actually went into to talk to a guy at the store one day and he had this fucking mod probably about as tall as this beer bottle just straight copper fucking it was copper yeah. too like the outside was it's like copper. a c- cylinder one yeah dude. those are the best huge and i was like what's it gonna take to build that and he started breaking it down and i was like they're pricey to build i just sold my snow wolf for like a third of what you've got into that you know what i mean and the whole time he's taking rips and filling it and talking to me and shit i went to build one one time and they fucking they're they're a process, man. Uh, the what the one that I got, I've got three different, uh, four different mods at my house. My big one has four batteries in that motherfucker. Yeah, dude, it's three hundred watt. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> yeah, imagine vaping it. My my sweet spot is eighty eight. Yeah, I dude, I think the Snow Wolf was a one fifty, the one I had, and yeah, yep. I'd, I'd vape that bitch at like seventy two. They've got the one fifties, and now they got a two thirty. The the Snow Wolf does. What? Yeah. The 230 one's nice. 
I don't own one. I've never owned one, but they're nice. Dude, they are. They're heavy. It's quality, too. It's like glass. Well, shit, man. Uh, if you don't mind, I'm going to run upstairs and check on... Uh, I'm trying not to call her the old lady because she doesn't like it. I'm going to check on my beautiful fiance, future wife, and it's the kids. It's not a derogatory term at all. No, but she's just, she immediately thinks of old lady. But no, uh, not at all. She said the kids are being assholes, so I'm going to run upstairs for a second, make sure everything's cool. If you got to pee, now's a good time. I will. All right, hell Absolutely. yeah. We'll be right back. All right, so we're back. Well, you just showed me some uh, amazing pictures, man. The uh, What's his name? Darian Tuft. Darian, yep. Showed me some pictures of his Shout bike. Out. Shout out Darian Tuft. Showed me some pictures of his bike and uh, a couple projects. That UFO mailbox you worked on, which is fucking awesome, dude. It was fun, man. Seriously, dude. It's awesome. Seeing the final pictures, too, was was like the final nail. It was like, damn, that was fucking cool. Once you see it's completed, painted, fucking hanging on a post. And I bet you the welds that I had on that little UFO all the way around... Not a single hole. No. Not a pinhole. Guaranteed. Even though they were painting the ass to weld. His mail is dry to this day. <laughs> swear to God, dude. Swear to God, leak free. Yeah, man. That's awesome. Got a lot of compliments on that, too. That guy does. Oh, on his mailbox? Yeah. Every time he gets a new post guy coming through, they take a picture <laughs> of it. Obviously, they, they cross out the letter, the numbers, but they're like, yeah. look at this fucking mailbox. Yeah, look at this shit, dude. <laughs> it's like the mailbox guy. that uh, There's a mailbox in Saginaw where this motherfucker... He has two. He has a mailbox at ground level, then he has one like thirty feet in the air, regular, and then bills. <laughs> yeah, dude, I've seen that. There's one right over there in Saginaw, bro. <laughs> Fucking hilarious. Funny as hell. <laughs> Fucking hilarious, dude. <laughs> How funny would it be if one day like that box is propped open and it's like, fuck, fuck, I gotta Con- get a ladder. Out. Consumers came in. <laughs> get one of them ladders. Oh man, amazing, amazing. Well, how was your uh, smoke break and piss? Decent. Good. Needed? Yeah. Much needed? Hell yeah. Yeah, man, all you got to do, like, if that heater's too much, I brought a heater down because it wasn't getting cold, but there was a little bit of a chill cooling off outside, so I figured better safe than sorry. If it gets too hot, just let me know. I'll reach over and either unplug it or turn it off. Yeah, sorry. Whatever. You need a piss break, smoke break, whatever. I'm We're good. At- I'm good at taking care of all that. Well, I haven't even... I mean, I looked at him, but I haven't asked an interview question in, fuck, I don't know, hour and a half. So. <laughs> good hour, yeah. <laughs> so let me ask you uh, Shoot away. a couple things, man. Just, uh, just really, dude, this is just for practice. Like uh, like I said, man, I got to thank you because you, you know, you're oh, the one yeah. that kind of kicked it off. And ever since I've been kind of doing these podcasts, man, like a couple people I've opened up with some interview questions, and then it's like we get so far away from it. You know, I've had a couple of people, I wish I would have been more with the interview questions because I felt like I was rambling more just to try and keep things going without the interview questions, and it's nice to have them, so. But you're also trying to get to know people, too. Yeah, 100%. On a deeper level than just. Yeah, where'd you go to school? Yeah, What yeah. do you do now for work? That type shit. But let me ask, man, because um, we're sitting here drinking beers, I know uh, you don't drink very often, so I hope I'm not. Negative influence on you bringing some beers over, but not at all. About but, every six months, and I figured, what better time than to sit here and hang out with you, bro? S- s- thank you, thank you. Record a podcast. Fuck yeah. Drink a couple brews. Relax. Especially since neither one of us smoke no more. Hundred percent, dude. And that's actually what my cu- question was going to be: is uh, vices slash addictions. Like uh, you already went over the age you first tried marijuana. What about alcohol? 
I never drank alcohol. Oh, okay. I I drank one time when I was like 14 or 15. We were down visiting family in Indiana. We stole a beer from my aunt's fridge. Mm-hmm. A bush light. <laughs> the bastard. And then we it sat outside because we, we would, uh, the, it was a small house. And so my mom and her cousin would sit in the house and they would sleep in the house. Yeah. Me and my brother would pitch a tent outside. Yep. Hell yeah. It was like dinner time, five o'clock, six o'clock. We stole that beer out of the fridge, but nobody was paying attention. <laughs> then after dark, like let's say eight, nine o'clock in the middle of summer, so like yeah. nine o'clock. Hot, warm, fall beer. Piss warm beer. <laughs> yeah. It's the first time we ever, we, we split a beer. I was like, nah, not for me. Then I honestly didn't start drinking until I was like 20. No shit. Everybody else was at the parties drinking and shit. I was either smoking or sober. So what got you back into uh, drinking? I honestly don't have an answer for that. I just picked it up one day and fucking drank my (laughs) ass off. Just kept going. (laughs) Drank my ass off from like 20 to 25. Yeah. So what was your drink of choice? Budweiser. Budweiser? Yes, sir. You ever fuck with uh, hard liquor? Every now and then. For a while there, yeah. I was like buying this cheap-ass black velvet. Yeah. Yeah. What? So uh, is that technically whiskey? Yeah. Black Canadian whiskey. Yep, Canadian. That's right. But I mean, for a while there, I mean, like going out to a bar, yeah. I'd, we'd get shots at like Jim Beam or... Yeah. Not much of a Daniels fan. No? Nah, I don't, not, not a fan of that sour mash. That sour of a sour mash. Like a Jim Beam sour mash is yeah. different. Yeah. I um, <clears throat> I actually almost brought down. I got a fifth of Honey Jack upstairs. I almost brought that down. And then I saw you had beers, and I was like, I'll leave it in the freezer. You know what I mean? I mean, I'll go grab it if you want. Say you could. Yeah. It ain't, ain't going to hurt my feelings. I ain't scared. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't scared. Ain't gonna hurt my feelings. But yeah, that's one of my weaknesses, man, is uh cracking rum, honey jack. When I was a younger man and Oh, you said cracking. Yeah. Uh, okay. I love yeah. me some cracking, bro. That spiced rum. Plus it's like what, ninety one percent? Uh ninety one proof. Yeah, it's like uh or actually maybe oh, yeah, maybe yeah, more. Proof. It's like forty five or fifty percent. It's maybe forty eight and a half proof. When that first came out, bro. Percent? When that first came out, that's all I drank for a couple months. Dude, that shit is good. Dude, I love it. the the captain the the captain brand of the spice the black spice rum ain't bad either. No, that's that's good too. But once you've had Kraken, you can't go to. <laughs> it's like you, no. you compare Captain to Kraken, which unless you're in a pinch and you need to save them a couple bucks. Yeah, or I but mean, even then you might as well like hold off on a couple of fucking sodas or whatever and <laughs> grab you some crack. Get that Kraken, dude. <laughs> or if you go somewhere and they don't have fucking cracking but they got spiced rum capped and it's like yeah i don't want to keep shopping you know i want to get drinking <laughs> but yeah dude that's that's my weakness i'm a whiskey guy i like i like whiskey uh so do I. have you ever had the toasted caramel black velvet i believe i tried it back in the day when it came out but i couldn't tell you for sure that was my uh that shellback, dude. I think it was a little too sweet. It's it's sweet. But it's also not trying to talk shit about B V, but it's not as top tier as like a Jack Daniels. No which fuck, isn't no. as j- top tier as like You could buy a pint Johnny for like Walker. Under know. under six bucks. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, and get the job done. Yeah, you know it'll get the job done, but you buy something else a little bit more flavorful, it'll get the job done with a more enjoyable experience. Exactly. It's more enjoyable along the journey. You know, it's a rocky road versus a fucking freshly paved road. You know? And that's the point of drink. Uh, as you get older, that's the point of drinking is to enjoy it, not just to get fucked up. Yeah. When I was young, dude, Bacardi's were the thing. Like, uh, or ice. I had a buddy that would ice me. <laughs> he would just run up. Fuck, I remember those days. <laughs> just be like, here, man, you got iced. And it's like, what? The first time he iced me, I was like, what the fuck does that mean? He's like, you gotta chuck it as fast as you can. I was like, fucking, he didn't even have to fucking sell me on it, dude. He's like, it's a new thing. I iced you. It's like, I'm in. Any excuse, dude. My favorite whiskey, though, has gotta be wild turkey. Wild turkey's good. I like wild turkey 101. You fuck with honey? Wild turkey yes. honey or you do the cherry? Yeah, I like the honey. I've never had the cherry. Uh, I can't remember if it's black cherry. It's something cherry. It's got to be newer. Yeah, it is. It's um I'm actually half tempted to look it up right now. I'm actually going to wild turkey. It's cherry something. <laughs> um actually my stepdad had it first time I ever tried it. The honey one though. Fucking phenomenal. For a whiskey, for a high proof whiskey, uh, yeah, and it's it's honestly like you throw that bitch in the freezer and it's syrupy enough that it's just like perfect. All this popping up is spiced. Maybe it wasn't wild turkey. Yeah, I put in cherry. All that's popping up is spiced. He had a cherry something. Yeah, I didn't know. I thought wild it was. turkey had a cherry. It's the first I'm hearing. I thought it was wild turkey. Maybe not. But I haven't been the market for whiskey in a minute. Um, he's usually a captain guy, which is, I mean, he knows what he likes. You know what I mean? I can't do captain no more. No. Why is that? It's that one alcohol that everybody has. You drink too much of it, you get too fucked up. Evan Williams cherry is what I was thinking of. It's an Evan Williams. Evan Williams ain't bad. No. They're good. Yep. It's like, it's not cheap, but it's not expensive. It's mid-range. Yep. That's... But they, they make a decent decent whiskey. The flavor. The flavors are like... Isn't that a sour mash, too? <sighs> I may be out of pocket on that. But... No, no, I think you're right. I think you're right. But while I have it popped up before I just spit an answer out, I can't remember if it's whiskey... Or if it's like a sour mash bourbon. I, I think know. it's a bourbon of no. some kind. No, I gotta find it. Sour mash? I, I don't know. I don't know that much about that shit. Besides Jack Daniels, a sour mash. We'll find out right now. Evan <laughs> Williams Cherry. Let me just uh, actually Google that. I do know that I don't mind an Evan Williams every now and then. No, no. And I mean, if you need a chaser, dude, you know what I mean? That's one thing, but like... A lot of bourbons, like Jim Beam. Well, first off, let me ask you, how do you drink your uh, straight whiskey or sour mash? On the rocks. Okay, that's a good man. That's a good man. Yeah, it, it is bourbon. Yep. Yeah, bourbon whiskey. Yeah, that's something I was gonna I was gonna bring up too when uh, you were talking about black velvet. That's something I always had to chase until I tried the toasted caramel. And then I could just, because I like, maybe I will pause this and go get some Honey Jack, because the more I talk about it, dude, like, I'll just drink it straight. I'm all right with that, bro. All right. All right, I'll be right back. 
Well, actually, let me finish this beer. <laughs> but literally, dude, I could literally um, just straight. And that's yeah. probably how I'm going to drink it tonight. I bought a... Especially if it's out of the freezer. You don't... When it's super cold like that, you don't really need anything. It goes down too smooth. Bro, it's the best. The only time you really need a chaser for any kind of like whiskey or something like that or a bourbon is when it's piss warm. Yeah. Piss warm or like... It just hits the throat different. I om- I would almost say also if you haven't ate anything. That too. Like you almost want... You need that extra barrier. Yeah, you want a little something to dilute it going yeah. in, but... Other than that, dude, like, flavor is pretty easy for me to get over for the most part. I've drank, like, warm pop-off. That's just not bad. Have you ever had uh, the spearmint arrow or, like, schnapps, peppermint schnapps? Yeah, fuck yeah. Growing up, that's that's what my dad drank. <laughs> dude, I I drink that shit straight. But, uh... It's so syrupy. I mean, it's sweet. You don't best. really need much to... If you're going to chase anything with that, you want something light like a Sprite. I'm going to throw something at you right now, but i got to ask you this question first. Is that seasonal for you, or could you just drink that whenever? That's more of a like winter thing. <laughs> Dude, right there, bro. <laughs> that mint. That mint. Just The last time I had fucking peppermint schnapps, we were at a house party. This dude was, I don't know, he was in his early 20s, and we were a bunch of 17-year-olds. Mm-hmm. We were just fucking two-fifths of fucking peppermint schnapps. That's what we showed up with. Going ham, dude. <laughs> 50%. I think there was four of us. Them bottles was gone. The cops showed up. and My one, my lady friend fucking fell in the ditch. Trying to run. It was a big ditch, too. Not like a big, big one, but like a medium-sized ditch. Like, <laughs> enough where you got to grab the grass to, clock, to crawl oh, yeah, out. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. You can't, you're standing in the bottom and you can't see out either side. Yeah. yeah. So you got to grab a <laughs> big old handful of grass and pull yourself up like a fucking... Like your rock climbing. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, well, here's what I was going to throw at you. I used to know a chick that would drink it with chocolate milk. And, bro. That sounds disgusting. <laughs> bro, <laughs> listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> Just imagine puking that up. It was only disgusting because of the texture. Because it's 50% alcohol, dude. The second the alcohol hit it, shit would start to separate and curdle. Yeah, so. And, like, the Ugh. top half would be foamy. But I swear to God, dude, it tasted like um, like one of those mocha fucking hot chocolates, like like a peppermint hot chocolate. I could see that. But you had to get over the texture. But that's what she would do is do she'd have a thermos and then you'd see her shaking it and then take a sip and then she'd have like <laughs> like a little Hitler stash of fucking cho- <laughs> chocolate foam. Dude. Sounds like drinking an Irish car bomb if you wait a little too long. Yeah, it foams up and then it's like you're fighting the foam. Yeah, dude. No good. No. No good. But I want to bring that up because that's kind of what, it didn't turn me off to mixing it, but it definitely turned me off to mixing it because like. (laughs) That's hard to get past. I was like, yeah, I'll share one of those with you. And she made it a little too stiff, which you'd think would be better because it would dilute the milk a little more. Probably just curdle faster, huh? Dude, yeah, it was bad. And it'd be like, I would burp and I would just burp up foam. Like, you wouldn't even feel like you had anything to burp up. you just burp up and then fucking mouthful of foam. And it was like, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> but I did, I did help her finish her thermos, but it was just rough, bro. <laughs> rough, well, of course you're going to finish it. But... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I you're mean, gonna str- you're going to struggle your way through. <laughs> yeah, dude, thumbs the rules. You, 
You wanted the game, dude. Especially You're play as a it. youngin like that, you don't give a fuck. Just trying to get, just trying to get a little buzz. Yeah, and I mean, her brother would buy us shit all the time, which was cool, because he had like just turned twenty one, and uh, we were like seventeen, sixteen, seventeen, and he'd be like, "You guys need anything from the store?" And we'd be like, "Oh, hold on," you know what I mean? <laughs> be like, see how much money we we'll got. Scrape up some money real yeah, quick. Dude. Get a pack of cigarettes and like a pint of pint of whatever, you know. But yeah. Going back to the pop-off, the first time I ever fucking blacked out on pop-off, I was watching The Hangover number one. <laughs> Black piss out drunk. No better place to be, bro. Just sitting in the living room <laughs> with a fucking DVD from the family video. No shit. Yeah. Back when family video was alive. <laughs> yup. Shout out family video, RIP. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they all turn to dollar stores now. Bro, they... uh. And it's funny because when you see a dollar store or whatever, like a tax place, and you see that pillar, yep. you're like, you bitch, you used to be a family. Don't, don't you're, lie to me. You're in the shell <laughs> of a fucking family video. You can't, you can't bullshit me. Yeah, dude. Have you ever been in one like this? Been converted? I don't know if I have, dude. <laughs> I know I drive by one every time I go into Saginaw. There's one in St. John's, and I'm pretty sure it's uh, Wild Bills now. But you go in there, and there's, like, you know how you'd always have that entrance that, you'd like, you'd walk in, and then you'd have to go through, like, another door Double to doors. get in there? yeah. It's, like, it just brings back nostalgia, because I'd go in there, and I would just shop for videos. I'd be walking the fucking aisles up and down. They'd have the previews playing, you know? And then you'd have that big, long counter. Nobody in there. And it'd be like, all right, cool. You know, those big ass, remember those big-ass gummy bears? Yeah, dude, them, they're pound. the pounders. Yeah, yes, dude. <laughs> I bought one one time, and that bitch was stale as shit. Dude, yeah. <laughs> Just sitting in the sun, you know what I mean? Just Wasted $10 on a stale-ass gummy bear. Dude. It's like chewing on a fucking shoe. <laughs> Quick. I was so excited, too. Dude. I was like, this is going to be the best gummy bear experience I've had in a long time. Three days of gummy, dude. dude. <laughs> family dollar just brings back, or family video just brings back that fucking... Gummy bear memory, dude. Nobody bought those things. No, that's they why they were around st- for fucking ever. <laughs> that's why they were stale, bro. You need to check the expiration date on that fucker before you buy it. Remember those five foot pixie sticks? Yeah, you get those big ass pixie yeah. sticks. Oh my god, fucked up, dude. Too much sugar. <laughs> Not <laughs> even just... that. It's just too much. <laughs> no. Five five foot. Foot. We wonder why all these kids have diabetes in their fucking teens. It's like, yeah, no shit. <laughs> dial it back, dude. What happened? Mommy, can I have this? Mommy, can I have that? What happened? Family video. <laughs> <laughs> Family video is at the core of our diabetes epidemic, dude. <laughs> they fucking got us with that aisle candy. Dude, that's probably why they went out. Yeah. For real. Lawsuits, bro. They're not selling enough videos or renting them out enough to... Or fucking, you'd never return a video. Hey, this is whoever, whoever calling from Family Video. Like, your bill is $73. Bloop. Fucking hang you up. Know. I'm not paying that shit. $73 for... They went bankrupt for all the fucking lawsuits for insulin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're paying lawyers and fucking $2 billion settlement. Got a fucking hundred, $100,000 in videos sitting there and nobody's... Oh, everybody's only watching three of them. <laughs> yeah, dude. Literally, dude, and it's people that are getting fucking VHSs because their DVD player took a shit. Oh, man, good days. Yeah. Good days. So, yeah, man, what, uh... <laughs> we went off on a tangent, I'm sorry. 
Nah. But yeah, you're talking. You were talking about uh, drinking, drinking a little bit. How you started, and so let me ask: pills, pharmaceuticals, ever an issue, or do you ever fuck with any heavy or just like dabble? They were an issue for a while, but I didn't like go out of my way to buy them. I had a script. Okay, perfect. But I definitely did not use that script to the <laughs> to the protocol that was written on the bottle. Yeah, to the prescribed or the recommendations following Doctor Rex. Well, I was working at the second car wash that I worked at. I fucked my back up, and I had muscle spasms, and they bent. I was bent over, like as an L. Damn. In a fuck in the parking lot one day. They gave me tramadol and some type of muscle relaxer. I can't think of the name of it off the top of my head. Like a Flexerol? Or... Flexerol. There Hell it yeah, is. Dude. Yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah, bro. 10 milligram Flexerol, 50 milligram Tramadols. I was taking six Tramadols at a time. Damn. Bro. And I was taking muscle relaxer, like two of those at the same time. <laughs> 20 mags, dude. <laughs> bro, I was sitting there like a fucking heroin addict. I'm... Yeah. Couldn't tell you how many times I burnt holes and shit smoking a cigarette and nodding off on that stuff. Uh, I can guess. I really enjoyed it at the time. <laughs> <laughs> but looking back, it's pretty fucking sad. The sunny days were always a little sunnier, bro. That lasted for two years, and technically, by law, a doctor isn't supposed to subscribe, uh, prescribe you tramadol for more than a year at a time. What? I didn't know that. Because of how addictive it is. I didn't know that. Dude, you can buy tram tramadols are like fucking ten bucks a piece on the street nowadays. Yeah, they're highly sought after. You can make some money on Xanax now too, bro. Like a lot back in the day, Xanax was a problem. Yeah, oh for yeah. me too. I don't. I, I always say I don't like pills, but I did have my stints with them, but they never lasted long. Ah, uh, de- define long. I got a DUI I mean, on you, Xanax. You're young. You're twenty nine. So. We're talking like five year span. Yeah, no, not even. I've, the Xanax was like a six month span. Oh, okay. uh, but I got a DUI with it. How so. how'd that happen? <laughs> Fucking this this is this is a story, bro. All right, I'm listening. All right, we went out. <laughs> me and a buddy went out on a opener walleye mm. in the boat. This motherfucker, unbeknownst to me. Put a different plate on his truck. So Damn. when they looked up, the, when the police looked up the plate, just like in the parking lot, like you know, DNR does. Yeah, yeah. Just fucking, it's opener. Everybody's everybody's they're check, out there, dude. Yeah, they're checking everybody. They run his plate. It's not for the car that it's on. It's for a sedan, and he's in a fucking a Ford Ranger. <laughs> so it's not like, even close. It's like this, this is a fucking stolen car. So we. Pull up to the bank after our first fucking, we get out, we get out there at like what, five, six o'clock in the morning. Yep. We roll up about nine, ten o'clock. After that the early truck, bite. Grab some fucking couple of zannies out of the truck. <laughs> A sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> the but, necessities. Uh, we get in the car. He's breaking out the Xanax to fucking crush him up. And here comes the DNR knocking on the fucking window. Damn. And this dude's such a piece of shit that before the 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 night before we had went to Northwoods in Pinconning. Yeah, yep. I love Northwoods. Shout out Northwoods. He bought two fucking lures. 
I come back out to the car. This motherfucker has 20, 30 fucking lures sitting in his front seat, brand fucking new, with Northwoods on them. Just stole them? He fucking stole them. Damn, dude. It's like, dude, I'm getting in a car with you after you just stole $200 worth of fucking... <laughs> yeah, dude, easy. If not more. It's like, <sighs> okay, so... And you're not going to say shit like, hey, dude, I'm going to go in here and... Like, yeah, dude, go in there on your own, I guess. No, we went. We walked in together. We went our separate ways, obviously, oh, okay. like you do. Yeah. Because yeah. you're inter- interested in something different than somebody else's. Or you're going to shop at a different speed. Yeah. Or yeah. I was just interested in different lures and different equipment than he was. He went in there and stole fucking Rapalas, Hot and Tots, you know what I mean? Fucking all, all crankbaits. Damn, dude, Rapalas, damn near 10 bucks a pop. Well, back in this, this was probably fucking... I don't know, fucking five years ago, six years, um, probably four or five years ago, but still, even still, then, yeah. at Northwoods, they were like five, six bucks a pop at the time. Yeah. But he easily stole $200 worth of lures and shit, and he got back out to the truck first, and here I come with my happy ass with my, like, five lures I bought. <laughs> yeah. I bought with my with money, <laughs> like, not in pocket of shit. Yeah. And it's just a fucking smorgasbord of shit sitting there, and I didn't say nothing, like, whatever, you know what? I didn't steal the shit. Right. But I'm a accomplice, I guess you could say. But. Yeah, you, yeah. I guess if you saw it and didn't say... If you see something and don't say something, then... Uh, even even better. The story gets better. Okay. I'm listening. So the next day, we're out on the fucking river. After all this shit... After uh, we go fishing, come back to the DNR, sit knocking on the fucking window. Through the fishing trip for the first couple hours, like I'd have been pocketing these things and putting them in my fucking... Damn. Like, dude, you're going to fucking get me. You got, you almost got me arrested yeah. from the DNR. I'm I'm taking some of these fucking lures. You know what else I did? I took his fucking fish. Oh, damn, dude. He had to he had to walk home. I called a buddy that we, a co-worker that we work with. I called him because I knew him and his buddy were fishing two miles down the road. I'm like, yo, come pick me up. Scoop I'm, me. Come pick me up, bro. <laughs> so I took my fish and his fish. We only caught one that day, and I fucking took... I, I fucking jacked half of his lures. It's like, yeah. dude, you almost got me arrested by the DNR, bro. Dude, that's... You have fucking 60 Xanax in this car without a script. I'm not taking the I'm not taking the rap for the fucking Xannies. I'm not taking the rap for fucking stolen vehicle. I'm taking your fish because you're walking. And you, ain't, you can't carry this fish. You're yeah. fucking 30 miles away from home. Yeah, by the time <laughs> you get home, dude, fucking it's going to be a skeleton. Holy shit. That's the cost of doing business. I'll put a couple of these in my pocket, and you're not gonna say shit. And the other thing is, I had fucking he had been he had been giving me zannies all day. They were bars, bro. Yeah. Oh shit. Bars. I had he had been just been throwing them at me, and I wasn't taking them. Yeah. Like sell them. I'm fucked up. I don't need more. No, I didn't sell them. I kept it for myself. Oh hell yeah. <laughs> that was a couple months supply, bro. Yeah, for real, dude. Yeah. I I, I literally walked away with twenty. Did you break them up into singles, or did you take the whole bar? I just crushed them. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Yeah, I'd pop straight them. To the, straight to the dome. I'd pop the whole bars, bro. No, I, w- I snorted them. Yeah. I had a pill crusher. That, and it, that it was like two days later, three days later, I picked up the same co-worker that picked me up and fucking... From the fishing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I picked him up. But it was a couple of days later. I was like, "Hey, what do you you want to go fishing?" Blah blah blah. We, I picked him up from his house. So we went all the way over to St. Charles to go do a little bass fishing and fucking. 
he was telling me like, dude, you were fucked up. What happened? Like, dude, I got, a, I just got out of jail like an hour ago. <laughs> I got arrested on my way home from fucking dropping you off. I got a fucking DUI. What? Damn. Yeah, bro. And he's telling you you're fucked up. <laughs> the, yeah, he was like, dude, you were fucked up the other night. What the hell happened to you? I was like, well, I went out to party with this guy and fucking on my way home, I got fucking pulled over, got arrested, got a DUI. <laughs> they never tested the powder neither. They were like, is this cocaine? I'm like, no, it's not fucking cocaine. I lied to him. I was like, it's tramadol. Here's my script right here. Dude, that's the best. That's the best when they're so ignorant. They're like, all right, yeah, he's probably telling the truth. <laughs> yeah, well, you got a bottle with pills in it that has your name and your your script on it, and you're just like, here's a pill crusher. You're like, yeah, that's, that's actually fine. trams are pretty close to the same color too. Depen- they are depending They're- on if you had the greens or the pinks or the orange or sandies. I had the whites. Yeah. Also, you had the uh, what were those? Four, four the, tr- the tramadols were white, and then the fucking the five milligram Xanax bars were. Fuck, dude! I I was actually partying partying with your neighbor's uh, grandkid. No shit. Hey, you know who I'm talking <laughs> yeah. about. I ain't gotta say names. <laughs> no, bro. <laughs> That's amazing. I left their house. I left when he was living with the, uh, another coworker of ours at the time out there, and that down that way. Yeah. I, okay. I, I left their fucking place and ended up in. I woke up with my truck. Parked in the middle of somebody's front yard. Damn. I'm, it was literally a mile away from their house. Like, I fucking left their Damn. house. <laughs> I left their house, and then I woke up in this dude's yard with somebody, uh, another car parked, uh, knocking on my window like, Hey, you're in this fucking guy's front yard. What are you doing? You're like, you're stuck. I was like, you got some toe straps? Dude, <laughs> my bad. I'm fucking blacked out on Xanax. I'm like, hey, you got some toe straps? <laughs> Fuck, dude. Uh, it was a good time, though. While wow, it lasted. Fuck yeah, man. You ever fuck with Klonopin? Nah. Straight tranks, dude. I know. All right. Never had one. I had a buddy give me one and then sneak me another. I'll tell you this story really quick. I was having a really bad night. So he pops up in my mom's house. I was staying with my mom at the time. And, uh... He's like, we're going to go see uh, another buddy. Lives up the road about a mile and a half from my mom. He's having a fire. I'm like, all right, cool. And he had like a like an old tool shed. It was like about the size of a chicken coop, but it was a tool shed. Like you'd walk up. It had an elevated floor and shit. It was maybe 15 by 20. So it was almost a perfect square, but it was a little longer than wide. And, uh, I, dude, I go in there and, like, it's popping. Like, I'm seeing friends I haven't seen in a minute, dude. And I'm immediately like, fuck yeah, dude, thank you, you know. And he's like, after a couple minutes, dude, we're smoking hookah, and we would mix weed with hookah. Like, oh, yeah. like we'd, we'd take the, was it shisha, the tobacco, yep. and we'd put all the fucking, we'd all pool you know what I mean? Put like a gram each on top, so there'd be like an eighth right under the foil. Yeah. And then you'd go two fucking coals, bro. And dude, it was the best fucking. God damn, it was so good. And like that nicotine, just the way it mixed, bro. So anyway, we're ripping on that, passing the hose around. And it starts to get harsh. And uh, one of my buddies is like, "You guys want to pitch in on another bowl?" And I'm like. 
I was like, dude, just stir that shit up. Go in the house, grab a couple toothpicks, stir that shit up. He was like, you go in the house, grab a couple toothpicks. And I'm like, all right, dude. And we, like, we were drinking beers and shit. I stood up and like, it hit me when I stood up. I was like, whoa. <laughs> you know what I mean? I have to sit down for a second. Then I had to pee. And I was like, just going through this battle in my head. Should I piss? Because if I get up, I'm going to have to go get <laughs> this toothpick and shit. And, like, there, there's other conversations going on. Like, motherfuckers forgot about this hookah, right? <laughs> but I'm still focused on it because the coals are good. And I'm like, ah, I got this. So I'll go piss. So I went out to pee, stepped around the corner, pissed. Going in the house, and the buddy that drove me over grabs me on the shoulder, and he's like, hey, I got you something. I was like, what'd you get me? And he just hands me this fucking tiny ass little blue pill and he's like trust me i'm like fuck it dude not that time in my life i was just popping you know what i mean whatever you can get so i was like fuck yeah dude so ingest right chase it with a beer go in the house get some toothpicks i come back out and everybody had forgot about the fucking bowl so i'm sitting there peel the foil i'm stirring this bowl up and i go to ask another buddy i'm like where's the foil at and he's like what did you just say I'm like, where's the foil at? He's like, the fuck? Are you all right? And I'm like, yeah, dude, where's the foil? Like, I'm just trying to keep this hookah going. <laughs> and he's like, sit down, dude, sit down. I'm like, all right. Well, I start fading quick, dude, like quick as fuck. Like within 15 minutes, dude, I'm like barely conscious. And then I just remember him being like, here, man, take this. Another, the same buddy that handed me the first Klonopin, he's like, take this, and it's a half. And I'm like, what is it? He's like, just trust me. <laughs> I'm, like, Dude. I'm like, all right. <laughs> so I pop it. And then he's like, that go down good? I'm like, yeah. And then he hands me the other half. I'm like, I'm already this deep, dude, so I pop it. Might as well keep trekking. And, dude, the next thing I remember, <laughs> I swear to God, dude, I remember chasing him down and, like, setting my beer down. The next thing I remember, I'm waking up in his living room. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Where am I? Like, I didn't recognize anything at first. And then I'm kind of coming to. And I had a sweatshirt on. My mom had just bought me a Michigan State sweatshirt, dude. It was my favorite sweatshirt. She just bought it for me. Gone. I'm like, okay, I'm not dressed like I was when I I blanked out, you know? And then I start looking for my phone. I'm panicking. But then I find my phone and it's dead. I'm like, what the fuck? And I was, I knew whose house I was at at this point. So I get up and I'm like going through the house and I find him. And he's zogged out on the couch. It's like literally four in the afternoon. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck's going on? Like, what happened? Like, I, I wake him up. I'm like, what happened? And he's like, oh, dude, give me a minute. Give me a minute. I'm like, all right, dude. So I go back into where I was at, sitting on the couch, and I'm like, all right, there's got to be a hint somewhere. Like, my phone's fucking dead. And I'm just kind of sitting there, and then I hear him get up, and he's walking. Walks out, and he's like, I want to show you something. I'm like, all right. He's like, like, you want a cigarette? I'm like, I would love a cigarette, dude. So he gives me a cigarette. We walk outside. And he's like, I want you to go look at my car. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I walk around his car, dude, and I'm I'm looking at it, and I see the driver's side. I'm like, 
looks fine. He's like, no, no, walk, walk around it. I walk around it, dude. And on the passenger side, from the passenger side door all the way to the rear corner panel, damn near the fucking taillight, covered in puke, dude. Yeah, I knew that was I'm coming. like, dude, what happened? And he's like, it gets better, dude. He's, he's like, open it. I'm like, I'm not touching it. He's like, open it. I'm like, all right. So I open the fucking door, dude. And like that little spot where you put your hand in the door, that's full of puke. Everything on the inside's full of puke. Like nothing on the window, but like the floorboards covered in puke. Little spot on the seat between my legs where I was sitting was covered in puke. He's like, "You remember anything about last night?" It's like, "No, dude, not a fucking thing." He's like, <laughs> "He's like, dude, you just you blacked out." I was like, "What'd you give me?" And he was like, "Dude." <laughs> I gave you two of my mom's clonopin. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, dude. And his mom's the bigger lady. I'm like, why did you... two of them? I'm like, two of them. He's yeah. like, he's like, you don't remember me giving you that that first half? I was like, you gave me a whole one first. He was like, yeah, but then I gave you a half. <laughs> Trying to justify it. I'm like, dude, this is your fault. He's like, listen, my dad is irate. And he told me to have this car cleaned by the time he comes home. And he's he's got his watch on, and he's like, he'll be home in like half an hour. I'm like, Jesus. dude, you're fucked, because this, <laughs> this is not getting clean in a half hour, dude. This team is of like, us can't clean No, that. dude. <laughs> but yeah, dude, he was like, you don't remember me giving you that, that first half? I'm like, dude, no, you gave me a whole one. Don't even try that shit. And you dude. gave me another whole one. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Over time, but you gave me two. Don't even try that. You don't remember me giving you a half a pill, dude. You dosed me. <laughs> why didn't you take any? Why don't you remember the fuck? Why didn't you puke everywhere? Because he had to drive, dude. That was his whole thing. Fuck. I was mad at him for like a week. I was actually mad at him until uh he called me one day and he's like, Jarrell. Jarrell, I'm shaking. I was like What's up? You know what I mean? Like, and he's like, uh, it's like fucking 11 o'clock at night, dude. And he's like, it's hard to explain, but I was a little more intoxicated than I should have been. And I took my car off the road. I was like, you're not intoxicated now? Like, when did this happen? He's like, well, the adrenaline, dude, I'm sober now. I was like, that's not going to fly, dude. That's you not how you it can't works. call right. I'm like, that's not going to fly, dude, especially in court. <laughs> and he's like, so he's explaining to me, he's like, I went off this little patch of woods and he has this little Buick. He's like, I thought I could get back on the road, dude. And he drove a log, like a tree fell and the ass end was sticking up, right? He drove a log through his windshield into the passenger seat, like 10 minutes after he dropped his girlfriend off. Fuck. Yeah, and like it went, dude. It smashed the fucking headrest, like fuck, obliterated it, fucked it up, dude. And Luckily, he, there wasn't a girlfriend in the passenger seat, dude. And yeah, that's that's what he was saying because he was like, we were just gonna drive around and smoke, and sh- she just really wanted to go home for whatever reason. And he's like, I just need you right now because he's like, I don't know what I'm gonna tell her. I don't know what I'm gonna tell my dad. <laughs> I'm like, dude, just be thankful that. That's not your head that was there, cause, dude, it was bad. And like the could pic- have easily been so, bro. And the pictures were just fucking, dude. It was bad. Like seeing it in person was like, you should have died because like that log, dude. Probably a twenty-four inch diameter log, but the way it came through, it just kind of grazed that um 
Uh, what's that called there that goes up on the windshield, the sidewall there? You know what I'm talking oh, about? The, that the frame? Yeah, it kind of grazed the frame there. <clears throat> it's like, dude, eight more inches? And that eclipsed your Would face, dude. You. And like just the way the windshield caved in around it. Shout out to the engineers building windshields, dude, because it literally looked like he just poked a hole through a piece of cheese. Like, yeah. Like, it didn't shatter the entire windshield or anything. I was like, how fast were you fucking going? And I've, from what I can tell, he's cleaned up a lot, but just. I had a buddy do something similar, but it was a telephone pole. Fuck. He fucking smacked that bitch, and then it jumped up over top and was sitting on top, and then it punctured partway through the floor of his fucking car what so he was just sitting there like trying to back out and <laughs> yeah <laughs> just locked oh, he, was, he was fucking hammered fuck dude that happened right in uh town in hemlock damn dude and can you imagine being like he was a block away from home too he's like bitch i drove i walked home and they come up and showed up my house and fucking dragged me out of my house like yeah, yeah of course dude, they did of course dude. of course they did <laughs> what did you expect you fuck yeah, dude. That time, I mean, I had fun, but that time was definitely a time in my life where uh, my cousin, shout out Zam, I know you're listening. Hell yeah. <laughs> he came, Thanks for listening, bud. Dude, <laughs> this is one of my favorite stories of Zam, dude. He fucking, he's coming out to my grandma's to pick me up. We were going to go party. And uh, he had this cutlass, and, like, the cutlass, I don't know if you've ever been in one or had one, but, like, you could pull the heater vent out. It would oh, just, yeah. like, clip right out. Same with my Jeep Cherokee. I had a 99 Cherokee. Same thing. I'd hide my cigarettes, my weed in there. Yep. Just make sure the vents are closed and not on. You're good. Side note, I stole my one of my buddies' fucking cutlass. We were at a party. I <laughs> hopped in his fucking cutlass, and we drove, like, around the block a couple of times. We were out in the country. It just... Hopped in Bond, and fucking dude. drove off. <laughs> we come back. He's like, "What the fuck?" Anyway, it's on empty. You know, you left the keys in the ignition. What did you expect? Yeah, dude, you know who we are. Bunch of drinkers around here. <laughs> Got twenty fucking teenage kids getting fucked up. You're the irresponsible one, dude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. He uh, so he gets to my grandma's and he's like, "Dude, you'll never believe what just happened." I'm like, "What, dude?" And uh. He got bored, like two miles away from my grandma's, and this cop comes up to the window and and he had like a quarter ounce of weed, dude, stashed in his fucking dash. And the cop walks up and he's like, uh, "You been smoking, son?" He's like, "No, no, I swear to God." <laughs> and the officer's like, "It really smells like weed in here. You got any weed in here?" And he's like, "No, I swear to God." And then uh, dude takes his license and stuff and he's talking. And he's like, just be honest with me. He's like, I can smell the weed. I'm not an idiot. He's like, I know you have weed in here. And Zam's like, sorry, I swear to God, like, look at the clothes I'm wearing. (laughs) And the the cop, like, looked him up and down and just kind of gave him the nod, I guess, and was like, fair enough. Dude went back, ran his shit. He was clean. He's like, have a good night or drive safe or whatever and fucking gave him his shit back. And he was good to go. Look at the clothes. If only that ever worked for me. Dude, look at the clothes I'm wearing. I can't imagine it. I've never been that lucky. No, me neither. I got lucky one time, but not not like that, dude. Like, no. I still ended up going to jail. I got out. Actually, my buddy had a card, and he ended up staying in jail over Easter, bro. 
I didn't have a card, and I got to leave, which is still to this day never made sense to me. No. I got arrested while I had a card. What? For less than a gram. Why? Why happened? Tell me that. (sighs) Fuck. Fucking cunts, dude. Saginaw County. Back in the day. So it was was subjective, right? In a lot of counties, it was subjective whether or not. It's different. It's different per county. Yeah. When it comes to card holders. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, uh. This was like, I don't know, what was it, 2018, 2017, I was going to pick up some coke. (laughs) Bro, literally, I was on on the corner by the hot dog shop, I take a left, half a block, two houses down was this dude's house. I got pulled over at the stop sign before you take that left. Damn. Damn. I had booze in the car, but it was in the back of my truck in the toolbox. So, but yeah, yeah that's fine. But I had a Out fucking little tiny jar. Like it was about, literally about fucking two inches in diameter and height. I had like point eight of a gram. What? They're like, we're just gonna confiscate this, and you don't gotta worry about it. Fucking month later, I get a fucking subpoena. I'm like, yeah, you gotta come to court for this possession charge. What possession charge? Like, I've got a card, and it was less than a gram. You can't really give me a yeah. possession charge unless it's over... A gram even or more, right? Is what uh, I thought for, it was. For a card holder, you, you can't have more than two and a half ounces. Oh, that's true. Yeah, you card holder, yeah. Yeah. And now that recreational is around, that's the same deal. You can have yeah. two and a half ounces. But it was in, it was within reach, and I had papers. So they got uh, me on paraphernalia. But I went to the courtroom... And dropped all charges. No shit. Yeah, it's like, you're just, just, just this, fucking this with police me. officer is wasting my fucking time. Just fucking with you, dude. <laughs> but it's like, you don't even gotta, he's like, we're just, we're just gonna, uh, confiscate it. You didn't gotta worry about it. No. No, you should I, I should have called and been like, hey, blah, 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 but. They confiscated they, my weed. They told me I was good. I just figured like, hey, he's gonna confiscate it and smoke it on his way back to the patrol. Yeah, I'm not going to ask any questions. No, I don't give a fuck. I'm easy. I'm going to grab my coat. Get out of here. And it was perf. It was all purple. It was this. It was called Purple Berry. Damn. Beautiful. So I was like, he's seen some weed he hasn't seen before. So yeah. He's going to take that. <laughs> yeah. He's going to go smoke it and see what the hell is up. Yeah, dude. The first time I got pinched, my roommates turned me in, which is a whole fucking story. But when I went to the jail, they were opening the, the jars when I was getting booked. And they were handing the jar around. They were like they cracked the jar. I had some LA cheese, some AK forty eight, and some lemon skunk. Oh shit! And dude, they cracked the LA cheese jar, and I was just like, dude, that's one of my favorite strains. I was just like keyed in. I'm like, who's got my fucking weed? You know what I mean? (laughs) And they're and I I always had these uh, Italia jars, just beautiful fucking jars. Just so anyway, I see him open these jars, and they're handing this weed around, and. They're chuckling and woo, making faces and shit. And then uh, he closes my L.A. cheese jar, and then I immediately smelled the lemon skunk. The dank, some of the dankest dank, dude. Yeah. And I was like, these mother, I'm good. Like they're impressed with my weed. You know what I mean? Shout out, shout out Mac, <laughs> hella, <laughs> hella grower, dude. And uh, I'm like, they're impressed with my fucking weed. I'm good. And uh. So I'm standing there and I'm watching them pass these jars around and 
dude walks up to the fucking booking window, interrupts the bitch that's booking me, and he's like, uh, where'd you get this weed? I was like, fuck you, dude. What do you mean, where'd I get this weed? I found it. <laughs> and he's like, I tell you what, you tell us where you got this, and uh, I'm sure we can work something out. I'm like, no. I'm like, I'm, no, I'm not going to rat on anybody. I'm like, I literally found it. He's like, you did not find weed this good. I'm like, how do you think I got it? I had to find it somewhere. You know, yeah. I found it, dude. Found it. I may have paid for it, but I still found it. <laughs> yeah, dude. So, <laughs> so, so he just kind of slowly backs up, just kind of rolls his eyes or whatever, slowly backs up. And then uh, the bitch gets done booking me, and then... So they, they, well, they put me in the drunk tank for a little bit, and I'm in there with this guy. He actually introduced me to Hobson, like back when Hobson was underground as fuck. That's when I started listening to him. That's fucking crazy that you say Hobson. Dude, well, I'm talking to this guy, and, uh, like, we ended up talking because I was on Hot New Hip Hop all day, every day when I was home. So anyway, I'm sitting in the drunk tank with this guy waiting to get a cell, and uh, we're just talking shit, and he's like, Telling me some story. I don't know if it's bullshit or not, but he was telling me some story about his brother had hung himself in that jail like six months previous. And I was like, oh no shit. He was like, yeah, he called my mom, told her to come get him. She wouldn't come get him, and he ended up killing himself. Well, then he's pointing out these cameras, and he was like, you know why there's three sets of cameras here, one facing one each way, but there's another one facing sideways in the drunk tank so you can see underneath the cameras. I'm like, couldn't tell you. He's like, when you do get out of here, get on YouTube. He's like, there's this video of this guy that was in here like three months ago. And, uh, dude gets put in the drunk tank and he goes to call his fiance or whatever and he's like telling him where he's at to come get him. And he keeps telling him, Eaton County. I'm in the Eaton County Jail. And there's this dude on the floor trying to sleep. He's got his hoodie on. And he's like, no, you're in Ingham. And the guy just kind of blows him off the first time. Guy on the phone. He's like, yeah, I'm in Eaton. Come get me. He's like, no, bro, you're in Ingham. Like, being nice as hell, just telling him, like, where where he's at, you know? And the dude's like, hold on a second, and drops the phone and walks up to this dude that's sitting on the floor and gets in his face, and he's like, what the fuck did you say? What the fuck did you say? He's like, I said you're in Ingham, bro. And then he just starts beating the fuck out of him, dude. And then cops come in with a taser and tase them both. I'm like, what? I'm like, dude, no. I'm like, what, you're telling me some bullshit. He's like, when you get out of here, dude, look it up. And then he's like, while you're looking that up, look up this by Hobson and that by Hobson. I'm like, all right, cool. Well, I got out, dude, and I looked up that video crazy some fucking big old gorilla of a motherfucker and some skinny little dude like me dude just sitting there telling him hey no you're in ingham and he just gets the fuck smacked out of him dude i'm like god damn so maybe this dude's telling the truth maybe his brother did hang himself i don't know but right i just thought it was fucking awesome that they were handing my weed around like it was fucking candy <laughs> dude like check this out you know that's crazy some crazy shit man so you had purple perp purple yeah. perp like, we talking, like, plum perp or, like... Like, purple. <laughs> purple, bro. I love me some perp, man. Ugh, I'm gonna stop you there. I gotta take a piss on me. Yeah, no worries. Hey, no worries. fucking stop you right in the middle. All right, man. Well, fuck, bro. Back from, uh... Another break. N- nice piss break. Uh, gonna say to you, lady, but... Oh, you got your some gum on you. 
I don't know how that. I sat it there. Oh, okay. Eat yeah. that pussy roll. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, pulse cigarette gum. Yeah. Yeah, same, dude. I used to do the same thing. Or I'd brush my teeth. I, I went through a spot where I was really anal. I brushed my teeth, but. Yep, we're back. Uh, beautiful fiance, future wife, hooked us up with some uh, fruit shoes. Bunch of mungies. The Tootsie Pops, yep. And uh, sitting here with a nice shot of Honey Jack to sip to, to round this bitch out. Yes, sir. We crossed three, bro. How's the heat doing? You good with it? Too hot? No, it's comfy out here. Okay, perfect. Good. It's cooling off outside. Yeah, yes it is. A little chilly outside, but it's comfy in here. Good. Thank you. Thank you. I try and make it cozy. You know, <laughs> honestly, that white light's kind of what I'm, the least cozy thing about it. I'd like to go yellow, but it's like. Oh, it's LED. Yes, it's so LED. So it don't even get really that warm. It's LED, and the downside of that is I can't change the bulbs or the spectrum of it. Like, I wouldn't mind, like, a golden light, especially in here. I feel like I'm in a fucking surgery room, like an operating room. Every time I flick the lights on, it's like, ah. See, I don't think it's that bad. It'd be different if it'd be nice if you had one if you could find one that could dim a little bit. Yeah. Like a grow light or whatever, but I thought about black light in this bitch too. It's honestly not bad. Thank you. Thank you. Well shit, man. Especially uh, with it being inset like that. Yeah. Yeah. That helps too. Had to inset it a little bit and then put towels around to kinda of help with as much echo mitigation as I could, because above that's just the fucking uh, OSB and then the floor is on top of that and when I was doing test recordings in here doing everything it would sound great through my headphones or whatever and then I'd listen back to it and it was just echoey as fuck and I'd, I was fucking with all my knobs I'm like oh I can fix this <laughs> bro I couldn't fix it well from the pods that I've listened to so far though it's really not that bad thank you it's no different than just sitting here with the headphones on thank you a couple of them I've been kind of Kind of iffy about, dude, because I, I edit them, and then I listen back to them. I put them on my phone and listen to them, and they sound great on my phone because I upload them straight from my computer to my phone. But then I'll listen to them every now and then on Spotify or CastBox or wherever they upload to. Mm-hmm. I don't listen to everyone because I'm not trying to skew my stats, but I'll listen to them every now and then, and like the last three I listened to were my solo, Drew, and then my cousins that uploaded today and every single one of them as it uploads it's distorted like it, my s's are a lot more whistly it seems like there's a lot higher pitch in it not just in the s's but just in the talking you know and i don't know how to fix that so i'm gonna try and dig into that a little bit this weekend see that's what just i'm doing the way you on. talk though yeah but that's what i'm saying is like when it's just on my phone it sounds great there's nice bass to it <clears throat> the treble's good, but it almost seems like it's too high peak a treble when it uploads. I don't know if it distorts somehow when it's uploading or what, but it's just really... It very sound, well could. Yeah, it sounds a lot... Like, on the computer, it sounds just like us talking now. Yeah. But when I upload... Maybe it's also my Spotify or my earbuds I'm listening in. Just lost in transition. Yeah, because the earbuds <laughs> I have, they've been dropped and beat up a little bit. But, but anyway, man, we were talking... Uh, we poured up these little drinks to sip on, and we were talking about uh, you quitting smoking. So walk me walk me through that, because that was going to be one of the next questions, honestly, was uh, let me open them up here. I've got vices, addictions, sobriety. So I was going to ask how you're doing with sobriety outside of alcohol, because I know you don't drink very often. We're drinking tonight, which I appreciate you drinking with me. But um, 
the marijuana, man. I know you quit smoking that. So give us a little walk through about how long you've been off the marijuana, the Mary Jane, the devil's lettuce, and then uh, kind of the things you went through with it. Well, I quit uh, in January. It was more of just like a personal thing. I wasn't like over abusing it or having symptoms of how like a lot of people get symptoms of having like allergic reactions to it after like years of using. Mm-hmm. It was just more of a personal thing. Like I felt like it was a vice or like you said in your most recent solo podcast is that it's just a time suck. Yeah. It takes up a lot of time. You got to sit there and break the weed up. You got to roll it up and you got to smoke it up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, break it up, break it up. And then for me, it was like I was just smoking to go to work and then to, to get through your to, day. I was smoking to go to work and then I would smoke after work. It's like, so it's like at th- that point, that's it, a stress mitigator kind of, or just something to for do. For the longest that. time, I felt like it was just me because I've been smoking since I was like 16. Yep. And it, like on a regular daily basis mm-hmm. since the day I was 16, not going to say the day I was 16, but since uh, around that time, it's like 13 years. <clears throat> I got sober from alcohol in 2020 during the pandemic while everybody else was drinking. Getting more. into it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I decided to quit drinking in the pandemic. And I love hearing that. I was sitting there thinking to myself one day. Just like, what's the point of this? What's the point of weed? In, in in a way, weed's no different than alcohol. It alters your state of mind, alters your feelings in your body. It, yeah, it makes a big impact on your body. To be honest with you, and uh, yeah, <clears throat> people say alcohol's hard on the liver, but they overlook that weed's hard on the lungs. If you're more prone to paranoid schizophrenia or whatever that's more prone to trigger it it's also fucks up your sinuses because of depending on the chemicals used to grow the marijuana Mm -hmm. and if they're not flushed out properly and you have an asthma that's amplified don't get me wrong i fucking love weed i love marijuana bro (laughs) dude same bro i'm still growing it are you yeah i'm still growing it but i'm gonna do an outdoor grow this year too i'm gonna do an outdoor. I haven't done outdoor grow in like five years. I'm gonna do one, dude. I just I like being around it, but I can't. <clears throat> I can't smoke it. But anyway, I don't mean to interrupt. No, you're good. But you, Not you, you're still gonna grow it. I'm still growing it. Uh, about to flip the flower here in a couple of weeks. That's exciting. Yeah, that's exciting. Just topped them, but uh, I don't know, man. Uh, I really just needed a break from it. I've been smoking for. 13 years straight, basically on an everyday basis. Well, when, <laughs> I, was, when I was younger, not so much. But as yeah. you get older and hold a steady job, yep. it's an everyday basis. Yeah, you hold a steady job. You don't have as many friends that you're trying to smoke down. Or but then once you start growing it, you got an endless supply. Damn near, yeah. Yeah, I could, I could smoke for fucking three months and never run out if it's just me. So was that an excuse that you would kind of use too? Too because I, I don't have my notes with me on that episode, but 
I had a bunch of notes, and that's one of the things I put down was like smoke buddies. I'd have buddies that, and if any of you were listening, I still love you, but we all love you. Yeah, but is that something that you kind of noticed too? Was like maybe as an excuse, people would be like, "Dude, you got more than you need. Just smoke me down, or just hook me up." You know. Well, yeah, but I was also like hitting, letting people know, like people that I was aware that were smokers and this and that. I was always like, "Hey, if you ever need anything, let me know." Yep, hundred percent. I'm like, here. I got it on the low. Yep. It, depending on who you are, if you're a friend, the lower. <laughs> if you're a friend, <laughs> yeah, or like a family member, if that I like, <laughs> I got you. I yeah. got you. I got but you. If not, <laughs> if not, you paying you paying regular price. So even though even regular price for me is still cheap. Cheap, dude. Yeah, especially now you, in today's market. You hit up a grower, you're not gonna pay fucking recreational prices. It used to be a hundred dollars an ounce. Now it's probably like. I've heard of people getting ounces for 50, but it's like, yeah, but at what quality? Shake. Because I know I'm putting out quality ounces that you're asking 50 for, and it's like. No way. There's no way, dude. No fucking way. I can't take that loss, you know. I've never sold an ounce under 150. That's good. And I won't, because I know what I grow. Yep. I grow some pretty dank fucking weed. Yeah. (laughs) You do, dude. I do. While we're on this topic, I don't want to get too sidebarred, but dude, your oils. I gave you a shout out. Can't remember what episode. Gave you a shout out. I listened to it. I remember Did you hear it. it? Did I, you hear I've it? heard both the shout outs, bro. <laughs> Good, bro. Thank you. I told you I listened to this shit. Thank you. Yeah, I gave you a. I supported, bro. I didn't name you, but I. Uh, one of them you said Jake, but I, you can name my. You can name my name. I did say Jake in one of them. You know how many? You, you know how many Jake Jacksons there are? If you look up on the internet, or Jacob Jacksons, probably a one. lot, bro. Tons of them. <laughs> It ain't me. <laughs> you gotta add that. You gotta add that last name. That's true. That's true, dude. That's a good point. I'm just gonna post this as Jake Jackson too. So. There is other ones that, by the way, I thought I was the only one that that had my full With the name. Hyphen? Yeah. There's one other one. What's he like? He's you? in Germany, and I'm German. <laughs> no shit, dude. Yeah. <laughs> full circle. I was like, no fucking way, bro. Full circle. <laughs> but they ain't got the middle name. Mm. Yeah, bro. Anyway, back to the, the oils. Yeah, it was just, those oils, dude, were so dank. Like, I think I was talking, it might have been in my solo that I gave you that shout out on the oils, but I just remember, uh, I was getting to the point where I could, like, I could literally, because I would make my own oils too, you know, mm-hmm. and dude, I could put them in brownies. Like, for example, I made a batch of cookies, and it might have been two dozen cookies with my oil. And they were dang, like, because I make them heavy, or I made them heavy just because of my tolerance, you know, to the point where Brie couldn't eat them. <clears throat> but there was still some sort of disconnect, because a couple times I would decarb it in the oven, and then a couple times I would just leave it in the slow cooker for 24 hours. I'm like, that'll decarb it while it's in the oil. Fucking coconut oil. Which I've done both. There's something about your oils, dude, where, like, what I'm getting at is I ate. Probably six cookies I had smoked, and I was on a munch spree. Of yours? Yeah. Dude, I didn't even notice. And, like, the next day after everything was, like, danker because it was nice and cool. Dude, I went through, like, a, like a tall glass of milk. <laughs> Fucking six <laughs> cookies, dude. And I'm just thinking, because it was a weekend, too, and I'm just thinking, this is going to be a good night. Like, I'm going to sleep great. I'm going to have some bomb dreams. And on my way there, I'm going to be fucking... 
like feeling it. Like we're going to watch a movie. And then like I started to sober up. I'm like, whoa. I should not be sobering up right now. Like I ate six cookies. Too early. Right. And I kind of realized like I went to sleep. I was fine. I woke up. I was fine. I was like, those six cookies didn't do shit. <laughs> like literally, dude, two weeks later, you made some muffins and you gave me a muffin. Was that them blueberry ones? Yes. Hell yeah. And I was like, okay, I'll have a muffin. It's not going to affect me at all, you know? And you were like, be careful with the muffins. I was like, fuck, dude. And I didn't tell you. I think I might have told you because I made pumpkin cookies like a couple days before. I don't know exactly what you told me, but you know, you told me that you had just recently made some. And... <laughs> yeah, no, it's yeah. Fine. Well, I eat this fucking, I eat half a muffin. I'm like, all right, I'll give it a half. <clears throat> like, I trust Jake. I'll give it a half. Bro. Like, an hour later, I was like, why am I... Why do I feel high? <laughs> and then I was like, oh, my God. I ate a muffin. I'm like, I ate half a muffin. Right. Compared to my fucking almost two dozen cookies the last two days. And that half a muffin got me, bro. Like, I ate the second half a muffin, and I was like, dude, I was coasting. Like, I couldn't. Yeah. Not that I couldn't function, but Hell I was yeah. like, like stone stoned. Like, I don't know what this guy did different, but there's something about your oil, dude. So what's what's kind of the process you go through to make it? Because it's... I get a lot of compliments on my on my oils. Dude, it got me with my high tolerance. Half a muffin. I can't imagine somebody with a low tolerance eating a quarter of that muffin. Like, we got a girl at work. You've heard her story. She left her fucking shopping cart in the middle of a store. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> just walked out, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Well, man, really, my... <laughs> yeah. My, like, holy shit, what am I doing right now? <laughs> there's, like, a full cart of shit. Yeah. Grocery shopping for the week. Just, Gone. like, nope, I'm out. She's like, it's not worth this. <laughs> but, no, nah, man, my process is super fucking simple. I uh put my weed into the, I, I get a bunch of butter. Yep. Unsalted. Yep. Throw a hat, like, a little bit of water in there, maybe a cup or two, depending on how big your slow cooker is. Mm-hmm. Then you take all your weed, grind it up, and honestly, most of the time I use fan leaf. Yeah, yep. And then, like, every now and then, not all the time, I'll throw some popcorn buds in there and shit. Mm-hmm. Usually, I'm the I'm the kind of guy that'll sit there and trim my popcorn buds. I don't give a fuck. I'm the only one smoking on it. Usually, I would give those away, to be honest. I'd be like, hey, just know what it's going to be. It's going to be bud covered in shake, basically. Leaf, yep. you know. Yeah. If, if, if anything, you just don't trim it. Just, yeah, just grind just it up. chop it off the branch and fucking throw it in the bag. So it's like, I'm not really too picky on that, but I do like, there's a lot of batches where like, I'll, I'll, I'll have a bunch of fan leaf, and then I'll like go through my old bags that have been sitting there for a minute. Yep. I'll throw all that shit in there. <laughs> like, I'm never going to get to this, dude. Oil it. I never decarb it. I just throw no. it all in the slow cooker. The only time I've ever decarbed is when I made tincture. To make RSO. Oh, yeah, to put her in the freezer with some alcohol. What'd you run? Didn't even put it in the freezer. No? Don't, don't need to. Just throw that bitch in the cupboard. Let it sit there for six months to a year. With, uh, run like Everclear or? Everclear or they got that other one that's called Diesel. Yep, Diesel's so, bomb. Or you can also buy Everclear 191 through an online service. What? Yeah. It comes from Indiana. What? Yep. 
Holy fuck. You have to have somebody at 21 years or older to sign for it, but as long as you're home or you got a significant other or somebody that can sign for it to pick it up, boom. That 191 would be the way to go, dude. That it would break th- down everything. I've got two I've got two syringes left of RSO at home that I made with the 191. No shit. Yeah. I had like bro, I had like I took two I took two quart jars full of decarbed weed and then just threw some Everclear in it. Yep. Took it took like a bottle and a half of 191. How much weed are we talking? <sighs> shit, that was like an ounce. No. They're quart jars, bro. That was like six ounces of weed, if not more. Oh, quart jars. Okay, yeah. yeah. I'm I'm thinking the smaller pints. Yeah. Okay. No, yeah, yeah. It was about. I think it was about seven or eight ounces. I can't Holy recall, shit. recall exactly, but I'm pretty. I know for a fact there was six, but there was more than six. Yeah. You shake it down a little bit. Yeah. So there's between <laughs> six and seven ounces between the two jars. Wow. And then I had like thirty, forty grams of fucking RSO. Okay. Yes. Or syringes, five mil syringes. I had like thirty of them. What? I made gummies out of them. I still got gummies in my freezer. Bro. The worst part is I don't even fucking consume it no more. Man, I got all this <laughs> weed laying around, and it's not. Even, it's not even like I've got a clientele to sell weed to. I just enjoy growing it. Well, so that- I'm just <clears throat> growing it to grow it. That that's one of the things I was going to tie into it is you're a grower, like whether it's your garden or your I just, marijuana. I just garden. got a green thumb, man. Right, and I just like growing shit. And that's nuts. That's another vibe, dude. Like I just love growing shit, and I think that's kind of why I enjoy. Like we're sitting in my old bedroom right now. One of them. I have two bedrooms down here, and then a flower room. Well, you've seen my flower room in the yep. back. So it's um. I mean, I'm not going to say it's obviously the next evolution because I know a lot of people that grow and they don't get into oils, RSOs, edibles, anything like that. My thing is, but I you, don't like to waste a fucking thing. That's what I was going to say is if you have a passion and a respect for the plant that's above most others, that's where it's going to go to. And I mean, you can tell in your product, dude, because did you ever use cheesecloth? Cheesecloth? Yep, okay. Yeah, see, so I did damn near the exact same thing, dude, and I was just smashing cookies, no problem. And then your product is like, and it's not like I didn't have dank blood, dude. Like, I'd have buddies come over, I'd fucking literally have three joints rolled. Two for me, one for them. You know, you smoke one, you pass it around, you share it up, and then they're waving you off like, dude, I'm good. you grow some pretty decent shit yourself, so for two joints of that, for you to get something... Yeah. Damn, bro. Dude, it was up there. Like like I said, it got to the point where... That, like you said, that LA cheese is some fire. Dude. If you got any seeds of that shit laying around, I'll throw you some fucking cash only. Bro, dude, I, no, I'll just give them to you, bro. I got seeds. <laughs> I got seeds. I got seeds. Of, yeah, I'll have to show you my library before we get out of here. Like, I don't know if you remember Thug Pug. Um, Strain or grower? The grower. Uh, Never well, heard. Okay, so do you know who Gage Green Genetics is? Yes. They they uh, yeah. did the Mendel breath and all that shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> like five, six hundred dollars for a pack of their seeds on the cheap end. For like a three pack. Yeah, like three <laughs> or six feminized <laughs> yeah. seeds, dude. Ridiculous. And then uh, Thug Pug did a collab with them. For he got a breath 
I think it was a Man- Mendo breath. And then he started kicking out shit like garlic breath, fucking Sophie's breath, yep. Tangy breath, or Tang breath. Just a bunch of shit. Dude, and it's all dank as fuck. Mm-hmm. Well, those OG garlic breaths, about impossible to find. But they're bomb. Dude, <laughs> some fantastic. of the dankest weed, dude. I've got a, I've got some garlic breath. Dude, good. G- good. Dude. One, of my, one of my favorites, to be honest with you. Yeah, 100%, dude. And that's one of the ones where I could crack the jar not even break the seal on the lid, and then re- smelling it, dude. No, I, my face would just start pouring sweat, and it was one of my favorite strains of smoking, dude. It broke my heart because when I started having that extreme allergy, like when people, the closest thing I can relate it is when people eat something that's too hot and their face breaks out in a sweat. Imagine that times ten. Like I'll have to have Bree on here because <laughs> there'd be times after I I had quit smoking the first time to kind of give myself some tolerance break. She'd just be fucking, like, I could be outside, dude, and she'd crack the jar, take a couple buds out, grind them up inside in front of the fan, got the box fan, just keeping air going outside, yep. and then she'd come outside to smoke, but she'd be grinding in the house. Yep. I could be outside, just dude. Just aromas on her. Down in the yard, and fucking, all of a sudden, my face is sweating. Can't even smell the weed, but my face is sweating. And then I would come in the house, and I'd be like, really? In front of the fan? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's actually a really common symptom. Is it? Yeah, it happens to it happens to everybody that it happens to a lot of people that smoke, whether they're long time or short time users. Probably it's when a, they're smoking too much. It's very common. Take a Google search. I'm serious. It's, I, it's super common. I've googled it, but I haven't googled like anything like that on how common it is. But from what I can tell, it's called hyperhidrosis. Yep. And. uh but yeah, dude, that garlic breath. So I've got garlic breath 2.0s when he got demanded to bring that back. But the story I was going with Thug Pug, he got paralyzed. Or like borderline paralyzed. He had a really hard time getting around, so he quit growing. Well, dude, I had ordered some uh, Tang breath, Sophie's breath, and garlic breath 2.0s right before all that happened. And like he's he's got his personal garden and he's given out cuts for other people to breed right now. So he's kind of back on the scene, but it's not him doing as much work from my knowledge. I could be wrong, but, um, dude, for a while I was looking up like the Sophie's breath or those Tang breaths. And there were packs going for $2,500 where I got them for like 200 bucks. Yeah. I'm like, I should put these bitches in auction. I should put these bitches in auction, dude. I did. I probably could have made 15 grand. Like that first year of COVID, when people were just staying home growing, I literally could have probably auctioned half my garden, limited run seeds or fucking single run seeds, 15 grand. Could be a fucking bank. You could have bought a new boat, could have done whatever, <laughs> bought a shit ton of guns, whatever, dude. New car, but. Brand new car, not a couple year old car. Brand, brand new, new car. Dude, yeah. Two of them. But you know what got me thinking was Pokemon cards, dude, when I was a kid. Full circle. Yeah. We were just talking about that. You'd buy a pack for fucking $3, you'd get a badass card. Now that card's worth 350 bucks. It's like, I'll hold on to them for about 10 more years until those growers that are starting now because of these strains and they want to do their own breeding and then they're established and now they maybe 5% succeed and actually have a large grow. Mm-hmm. When those guys are looking for these seeds, they're, they'll pay 20 grand just to, just to have them. Easily. And it's like, why? Well, because I'm going to grow a thousand plants this cycle, and they're all going to be, you know, this strain or that strain, or maybe a mix of two strains. 
And this is the strain that got me growing, so it's nostalgic. Like those LHEs, bro. I have no problem sending money overseas and then just hoping that my shit comes to me because those LHEs are literally one of my favorites, dude. Blue cheese, too. Big Buddha. I've always been a fan of blue cheese. Oh, bro. Yeah. What is it, dude? Why does it smell berry-y and cheesy? I know, right? Well, what is it? <laughs> it's got to be something. It's got to be something, bro. In my collection, I've got fucking like 700 seeds right now. Mm. I've like, got I've got them all in like 10 package. Oh. 10 in each bag. Personal. That was all me. I bought 10 here, 10 there. No shit. Yeah, that way I know what's what and I don't have to just like guesstimate. So have you done any breeding? A little bit. It's been a while. It's been a couple years because fucking I don't really have the space for it. You mm-hmm. need you need two different rooms. Yeah. And at I, least. <laughs> the only other room I have besides my grow room is the garage. And mm-hmm. I got mice out there, so it's like, eh. And it's hard to really maintain temps, dude, even with the tent. Yeah, especially in the garage. Well, when it comes to summertime, it'll be a lot fucking easier. Yeah. I got the dehumidifier that drains right out the window so i don't even gotta fucking empty it i guess go days without worrying about that motherfucker fucking bomb dude bomb it took me three trips to the hardware store to get the correct parts to make sure it drains correctly like you know all the connect connections and shit in the back yep to get it to go up and out yeah but it's fucking perfect bro i used it uh last fall in my garage i had that bitch on the floor it's like a Three or four foot tall window, so it went oh, yeah. straight up. The pump was strong enough. Boom, right out the window. Sit there and drip. Dude, I uh, <clears throat> I did all my clones out there. I don't want to lose my train of thought, but that just made me think. I'm going to lose my train of thought. That's just the symptom of ADD, dude. I just got to let it go, you know. But what you were talking about, that pump, reminds me. I saw this guy. He had a bilge pump with the float. You know, yeah. they've got the auto pumps or whatever. He somehow tapped that into a 12-volt converter that was on his <clears throat> excuse me, on his dehumidifier. And he still had his tray, but he had just had a hose hooked up to the bilge that would... I can't remember if... It, so, a water softener? Something. But he had that going into a sup pump or some sort of drain field or something. Right back into the plant, huh? Yeah, dude. Where li- literally it would suck water out. Could have would... been a distiller or a softener. Dude, the float would go and then it would just fucking boom. So he was just using literally dehumidified water and putting it into his system. Yeah. Like, and if I remember right, he was doing one of those, um, like a dirt grow. So it was kind of like a, where he was putting like castings in it fucking compost in it just doing like a fully green no yeah. uh like a live soil type deal yeah no pesticides or anything just straight but it's like dude that's genius just to be thinking like i can use the water out of the air instead of just dumping it somewhere you can but it also depletes the oxygen or it doesn't no it doesn't it depletes the the natural things in the water like you could have to add tons of nutrients to that water. Not, I don't know how smart it is. It depends on the situation of where the grow room is at, what's in the grow room, this and that. 
pH balance too is that's be a big off. it's a big one yeah especially because distilled water is usually really high yep so and you gotta fucking you get your lockout and all that shit yeah uh, distilled water is better I, I I prefer to work with distilled water versus drinking water is that what you flush with distilled or no I just I use purified drinking water but I obviously add nutrients to it yep. or like cow mag and then i'd ph it oh i'm talking about like at the end of your cycle do you do a flush at all Just not really Just what i it? do is uh see right now i'm moving the flower so i'm still using yeah. my grow nutrients but i just slowly introducing my uh your flower, flower nutrients, nutrients. Just because they're starting to have them little brown speckles on them, and like say, "Hey, I want some fucking flower nutrients. Right. I'm ready. I'm ready to flower." I want a little bit of extra phosphorus or whatever. So I use this uh, Sensi thing. I don't know the name of it off the top of my head, but it's made by Advanced Nutrients. I'm using a two part. I know what you're talking Sensi about. Sensi Grow Sensi and Grow. Sensi That's, Flower, or whatever yeah. the fuck it is. It's yeah. black bottles. And then I've got this powder nutrient that's called flower fuel. I've heard of that. Never used it. It's fucking phenomenal. That's what I've used for years, and it does me wonders. Every time you have a little issue with like your your leaves turning yellow while you're in grow, take that little quarter teaspoon, like fill it like a, even a third of the way up. Just boom, throw it. It has other stuff like phosphorus, other shit that's not in your grow nutrient. That's it. Like boom. a third of a. Quarter teaspoon? Yeah. Because it's got the the tablespoon, and then it's got the little uh, quarter teaspoon on the side. Yeah. So I just... Because all I'm using right now is Pro Mix. I was growing cocoa, straight cocoa. That's and tough, And I man. was having fucking problems. That's tough, dude. It doesn't hold nutrients. Well, two or three years ago, with all them bomb-ass fucking oils I was making shit, I was straight up cocoa. The last couple of years, I've been having issues, but I've noticed that my well water has changed pH. Mm, yeah, coming straight out of the out of the well. It used to be straight, straight out of the well. It was perfect. Yeah, so now you got to balance it. Now and... I got to balance it every fucking time. And there's a lot of times I'm trying to water before I go to work in the morning. Who's got the fucking time for that? <laughs> no, I got a shower. I got to get my fucking bag ready. Like, yeah. no, fuck <laughs> no. that. No, dude. No. So they've been getting neglected for the last couple months, but they, they I mean, uh, these last like three or four months since I started this and just grow here, I've been pretty fucking on it. And I've been, That's the good only to hear, issue man. I've had is the fact that my, I had a couple of the big fan leaves turn yellow. Yep. Which is natural. It's natural. On the lowers or? Lowers and mid. Yep. Yeah, that's fine. Just pluck it's, them. It's normal. I pluck them, but. They also started to turn some brown spots, but that's only because I kept up on there for so long while they were yellow. Yeah. They were on there for like a week and a half. I was going to say, that to me, I would I would probably say that that's just the nitrogen fully depleted out of the leaf. I don't really think that's a health issue, but... I think it has to do with the phosphorus, to be honest with you. Or even Calmag. Depending. Oh, they get... They get the, my normal feeding is three mils per gallon. With Calmag? Yeah. Okay. I bumped it up to four. Okay. I just watered them like two days ago. We'll see how they go. I have, I meant to look at them last night, but I got sidetracked. Life gets hectic, dude. 
Not for me. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> not for me. The only thing I got going on is dogs and my garden. Which, speaking of the dogs, dude, uh, give us a rundown of your dogs. I got a couple more questions I want to hit you with, but oh, hit me up. Well, I want. I want to. I want. What about run, the dogs, though? I want to run down of the dogs, though, because uh, well, what have you got? You've got three, right? I've got three pit bulls. Yep. Well, my, I've got a mom and a dad, mm-hmm. and they had a litter, and I've got one of. The, I've got the runt of the litter, the only litter they've had. The dad is a boxer and pit mix. Adorable. But I'm not sure the combination of the mix, but he's definitely a red nose. Yep. The mom is 100% blue nose. She's a blue gaudy, razor's edge. <laughs> and, um. You're describing beautiful dogs, by the way. Shit, she's a, she's got another mix in her. She's, no, a blue gaudy and a blue razor's edge. They're two different breeds, my bad. Yep. yep. Two different bloodlines of the breed. Damn, okay. And then I got the baby. My big old Bruno, he's a fucking eighty nine pound fucking monster. And he's the runt? He was he was the runt of the litter. What's he leaning toward? Blue nose, razor? Uh combination of the both, but in the face he's more of shit. In the it's weird. He's it's broken down. In the snout it's a red nose. Yep. In the block of the head, it's uh Blue, blue, yeah, <laughs> and in the fucking chest, it's a blue, and then in the back, he's kind of more razor. Lean. He's more lean in the back. Damn, I bro! I got pictures. I'll show you. Hell the yeah. listeners can't see you. They don't get that. They don't get privy that information. No, but. that's all right. Not until we go fucking. Not unless this shit grows and I can go video. It'll get there, dude. I'm gonna stay committed to it. I think you're actually you episode better. 20. You better, man. I'm going to You already started in how many? This is. I know you've only got, like, what, 17 or something posted? Yeah, I think this might be 20 because I've how got... How many you got backlogged? I've got you and Jace right now. I'm going to get with my grandpa next week on Monday, probably, if not this weekend. And then, so that'll be three in the backlog. I wanted to get with Jameson, but he's leaving to go on his hunt tomorrow. I thought I thought I had another week. I was yeah, going to schedule going him next hunting, week. he's going bear hunting, bro. Yeah. I wanted to get a breakdown of him and his plan beforehand, kind of things he was looking forward to, things he was looking to try. And then when he came back, I wanted to have him back on as a two-parter. Yep. And then kind of get like how it went, what went wrong with his plans or right with his plans or what he had to change and why, that type of shit, you know. But I'll just he, get him when he comes back. He promised me some jerky when he, if he gets one. Dude. He hopefully he gets two. I ain't never had a bear. Had bear. He's like, what? You ain't never had bear before? I'm like, nah. Like, You've I'll never you had bear, dude. Nah. I hear it's fucking great, dude. Steve Ranella describes it the best. It's like I think it's Steve Ranella. Shout out Steve Ranella. Sorry heard, if it's I've not. I've heard. I've heard about it. He describes it as like a deer fucked a pig. I hear it's really good. Dude. It's greasy, but it's good. <laughs> it's listen if you. You, I, from what I've heard, it's greasy like a pig, but lean like a deer. Yes, it, well, exactly, dude. Have you ever had a raccoon? When I was younger, yeah. Okay, it reminds me a lot of raccoon, but a lot more piggy. Like, the grease is there, the leanness is there, just like in raccoon. It's got a nice layer of fat, but it's not marbled like a Like beef. a fucking beef ribeye would be. Exactly. Yeah. So, like, you can render the fat down and do all that shit, but it's like they layer their fat. They're not, 
it's not ingrained in the muscle. You know what I mean? Because, mm-hmm. I mean, think about it. They're working animals, you know? They're yeah, climbing. they're constantly moving. I mean, I'm sure, like, a bull, like a bull steer or whatever, he's probably pretty lean. But for the most part, a ribeye is pretty marbled, you know? Dude, they're just... But you got to cook them. You got to cook them to temp because trigonosis, man. Trigonosis is a thing. This is my baby girl. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, dude. Look at that fucking head, dude. She's she's a pretty... Uh, yeah, she's pretty, dude. <laughs> Looks like she this likes her car rides. the baby. What? Dude, shut up, dude. You just, you, wait, wait, I can't, dude. Wait till I show you the dad, because you're going to shit your pants, because he's the smallest of the bunch. What? Yeah. He's the run. <laughs> oh, my God. Look at that face, dude. <laughs> so fucking happy. Dude, happy as fuck, dude. Oh, my God. And he's got, like, the perfect build for being, like, a, like an all-terrain dog. You know what I mean? I've got, like, a video of him. Dude, she is gorgeous. She's my baby. Dude, he's fucking gorgeous. He looks black, but all, like, his belly and his head, brown underlay. It's, like, brown at the bottom and then a black on top. Fuck, dude. God damn. Yeah, you got some beautiful dogs, man. They just went to the vet. Uh, the two of them, the two males just went to the vet. And the fucking vet was, like, fucking ecstatic. Love them, she's dude. Like, <laughs> this is the, she's like, I got a pit at home, and he, she, he's not even as beautiful as he is. I was like, he's a mutt, but fucking <laughs> thanks. Hell yeah, lady. Dude, you'll appreciate this. So you've, obviously, you've met our two dogs. Oh, yeah. Athena and Daisy. You've met them a few times, but we'll take Athena and Daisy out anywhere. Mm-hmm. Who do you think gets the compliments? Probably Daisy. Daisy, dude. Daisy. It doesn't matter. And It's I, because of the color scheme. Dude, the color scheme, she looks like a pig and a cow. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we just, we, I feel, I've started to feel bad for Athena. I never really did. But Thine, she's a rescue, and she's always been kind of timid. Like, Bree rescued her. She was about a year old when she got her, and then we got together. Now, she's what? Is she straight pit? Yeah, 100% pit terrier. Okay, yeah. Yep. So, she's the OG pit. OG, dude, yeah. yeah like the... And, dude, I think she's beautiful. Like, not only her color, but just, like, her ears, the way they <laughs> perk up, you know. She's in the brindle. In the brindle. I'm, I'm a fucking sucker for pin, for brindles. My female's a brindle, and I'm fucking... What is it about brindle, dude? Because I see a brindle dog. It doesn't matter if they're a pit or whatever, and I'm just like, I gotta pet your dog. Like, I gotta get to know your dog. Bro, I had this brindle bulldog one time. She was brindle. The only thing that was white was her feet. Oh, the best. The three of her feet. Little not socks. Not all four. Yeah, little socks. And then <laughs> she had, like, part of her face was white, and she was the prettiest fucking dog I've ever seen. Dude. There's Brindles some... are, there's something else. It, it's like something in their genes that like was passed down from a, it was like skipped a generation. Dude, for real. And like, <clears throat> that's what I was going to get at. Like, we'll take Thena out for a walk, Thena and Daisy, and people stop us to pet Daisy. Like some people get scared, which is <laughs> still funny to me because you've seen her, dude. She's, She's just a big baby. No, people stop us and be like, oh, my God, I just love your dog. I just love your dog. Can I pet your dog? And it's like, which one? Well, 
that one. It's like, Daisy? It's like, we have two dogs, bitch. You can't just ignore the other dog because now you're going to hurt her feelings even right. more. She's she's already kind of timid as it is with rescue, but like, I think Daisy's cute, but I think Athena's beautiful. Well, as long as you approach Athena in the right way, you know. Oh, yeah. And Back of the hand. Exactly. Well, people don't know how to approach dogs, though. They're just like, oh, I can't. The worst is they don't even ask, like, can I pet your dog? They just, like, walk up, put their hand out, and then you're like, whoa, 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 bitch, you can't pet my dog without asking first. And not just that. They're not aggressive, but you still need to ask. When you're towering over them, too. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, if you go... You're threatening them. Exactly. In their their eyes. If you get down to her (laughs) eye level... She's, Nothing but kisses. She's all tongue, dude. Yep. She's all tongue. <laughs> all tongue. But the second you stand up, she's kind of, like, you're standing over her, she's kind of standoffish. And I think that's a little bit of her past, because she's, again, rescue. But, no, that's what I was going to say, dude. It's like, like, you know, when you see her standing in the yard, dude, her stance, like, her ears, her chest, just everything is, like, flawless in a dog. Kind of like a pointer. Yes, exactly, dude. Just flawless in a dog. Even to me, like her traits, like you were saying earlier, you know, she's she'll hold that ball all day. Mm-hmm. Dude, if there's a guest, she's the first one to, like, grab a toy and show it off. But Daisy, dude, she's just all cute. She thinks she's a cat. She'll rub up on you, you know what I mean? She's just, she she grunts. She's sitting down, she'll climb up on your lap. <laughs> yeah, dude. And then lick you a bunch. Attention whore. She grunts when she's smelling you, which makes her the pig, you know? But that's the thing, dude, is, like, your dogs are gorgeous, dude. And, like, that brindle, there's something about that brindle on her face. Like, her structure is just, like... She's stocky as hell. Yeah, dude. I love that. I, I love that. pull the picture back up, but I don't know if you can tell, but she has an underbite. Oh, and no it's shit. the fucking cutest thing you can ever have in a dog, bro. <laughs> dude, I know. Dude. I know. I know, dude. I, I showed agree. you this picture before. I'm not going to name who else is in the picture. Oh, yeah, yeah, you have. Yeah, but look at that big motherfucker. Stud, dude. Fucking stud. But, uh, yeah, she's got the, she got a little bit of an underbite, and it's so fucking cute. And what is it about that? Just the floppy jaw, bro. <laughs> yeah, you you can tell in the picture. <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah. You, you know how you know how when they get their fucking lips all stuck in their teeth and yeah. their teeth are all showing? You see her bottom teeth? You see her bottom teeth and it's like an eighth inch. <laughs> I don't know why, but it's just so fucking... It's adorable. It's dude. adorable for a fucking dog to have an underbite. Dude, I love it. I love it, it so much. It reminds me of having that bulldog I used to have back in the day. Dude, their underbites are something else. I used to have this pure white... Old English bulldog, bro, that he was like nine, he was like 85 or 90 pounds. I don't remember quite off the top of my head. He was Fuck. a big motherfucker. Like, he stood about this tall. He stood taller than my female pit bull does. What? Yeah. As a bulldog? As a bulldog, bro. Like, he was, in, like, he was like an anomaly. Straight stud. All chest. And they studded him all for like 12, like, this is $200, 12, uh, $2,000 a pop. What? Yeah, just to get just a bang in their other dog. Like, you're gonna pay me two thousand dollars to make my dog feel good, dude. That's easy money. Where you want to meet the park, your backyard? What's up? You know what I mean, dude. He was fucking huge, and he was nothing but muscle. He was like typical bulldog, like yeah, everything everything you would ever ask of, besides like the fucking snorting and yeah, shit like that. Yeah, the, the sad, the hard shit. breathing. Yeah, it, it gets sad after a while. Like you can't breathe, bro. It does, dude. 
like so much chest that their front paws are turned in a little bit like they're pigeon toed. You know? yeah. <laughs> <Dude. laughs> I love that, man. They're fucking cool dogs, though. Yeah, I just, I, just, I want to. As long you to, as you take care of them. Well, I wanted you to talk about your dogs a little bit because I know you love your dogs and I know, you know, we're dog people and I feel like we'd be remiss if we didn't at least mention your babies. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, those are my babies. I don't have kids. Those are my babies. Yeah, dude. And that's huge. Well, and I treat them like so. They're spoiled little fucks. <laughs> dude, you can tell from the pictures, dude. Every picture they're looking at you, they're like, what's up, man? <laughs> like, every time I go take my females to the fucking vet, they're like, yeah, she's overweight. I was like, well, I can't help but give her a little treat here and there. <laughs> is she, though? Because She's not. I don't think she is, dude. She looks like she's built like she's supposed to be, dude. She's a little bit. She could lose, like, maybe 5, 10 pounds, but... You know what I call her? I don't know. Call man. her my little sausage. Because <laughs> she fucking looks like a, like a fucking breakfast sausage. For real? After you fry it up in the pan and it's a little fat on the ends and skinny in the middle. Dude, you're so right. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome, man. More so, like a brat. What's your favorite thing to feed her for like a... Oh, what's her favorite thing, I should say? What's her favorite snack or treat? They get a lot of pig ears. Mm-hmm. I like to buy them the big old fat pig ears from uh, either Smitty's Party Store in Breckenridge or I go to the Redbird right there. Redbird, bro. Bomb. They're kind of iffy, though, because I can buy the same fucking, the pig ears for the same price at uh, Smitty's Party Store, but I get fucking twice the size of pig ears. No shit. They're like a farmer store. They get a lot of fucking feed from the farmers and shit like they get salt licks and shit i didn't even know that bro <laughs> yeah you get the you get the pig ears at the smitties with hair still on the ears no shit dude that's bomb that's yeah. the way to do it a dollar yeah. 99 a piece and then like you go to smitties and you buy 10 for 23 dollars yeah that's the way to do it dude which don't get me wrong i'm not worried about three bucks but no i'm gonna take that bargain where i can get it and it's twice as big so really you're saving what seventeen dollars if you're going by mass? But it's not always the same thing, though. It's like you can go there one day, and the very next day, it's like, eh, they're all little. I'll sit there and pick through all of them. I don't give a fuck. I'll yeah. sit there for five minutes. Yeah, dude. Yeah. That was. I was gonna guess though. Uh, femurs. I was gonna guess femurs. Like, femurs. like, like your girl looks like she'd like a nice smoked fucking femur, dude. See, I also we used to have the silers there. Mm-hmm. And they used to do the the smoked femurs, but they were like cut the down to like no, they were femurs, but they were cut down to like that. Oh no shit! So they were like six inches long, and then the with the the collagen still in or the fat, the, the, marrow. the marrow in the middle. Oh dude, they would fucking love that. I bet they do. But those bones last for a fucking year. Yeah. But they they're only interested in for like two days, if that a week or so <laughs> until until they've licked on the inside of the marrow and they can't reach it no more. That's our lady's favorite treat. Like when I make pulled pork, Daisy and Thena love the the shoulder bone, but Daisy's got a weak stomach. I don't know what it is, dude. She's got a little weak stomach, so like she'll eat, she'll devour the fucking shoulder bone, but then she's puking. Like within an hour, dude, she's puking everywhere. Like even even right now, dude, she'll eat too much and go out, and you'll see her in the yard. That's another reason we call her Moo Moot. Yep, it's because she's eating grass, dude. You look out, and she's just grazing. 
I've got some pictures where she's, because she'll eat dandelions too, but I got some pictures where she's like smelling dandelions to figure out which one she eats. Just looks like she's smelling flowers. You know, it's cute. But yeah, the femurs, man. We'll give them a femur, and the only thing that'll be left is the knuckle within like a day. Mm-hmm. And then you'll see them out running around chasing each other, and it's that knuckle, dude. Dean will throw the knuckle up, Daisy will grab it, then they'll be fighting over the knuckle. And whoever gets the knuckle will be running around the yard, you know what I mean? Playing Toss tag. Toss it back and, up and <laughs> yeah, just playing <laughs> ball. It's like, what the fuck? And then you hit it with the mower. It's like, fuck. <laughs> I gotta stop doing that. I feed mine a lot of raw shit, but. As you should. The only one, uh, Odin, the dad of the of the pub, he 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 doesn't like raw nothing. Really? But like I'll will feed my dogs like raw chicken. He looks like he'd be more into the raw than the other one. He doesn't like raw nothing. Like I'll, uh, the other day I was sitting there carving up that beef jerky and I was carving all the fat off and feeding it to him and yep. he don't want nothing to do with it. <laughs> He's like, give me that fucking that smoked bone that you got in the cupboard. Dude. Yeah, dude, I can smell that fuck. I've been smelling that fucker for weeks. <laughs> <laughs> give me that pig ear. <laughs> yeah, that's that's quirky as fuck. But he's skinny. He's a, he's a little thin. He's a rail of a dog. But he looks like a runner or a jumper. He's a jumper, bro. Is bro, he? I got I've got these outdoor kennels in my backyard that are six foot tall. This motherfucker. This was like I don't know four years ago. This mother. <laughs> I, I, I walked in the house because I was barbecuing, so I had them in the kennel because I was barbecuing and yeah. I was going in and out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I walked back outside. With a plate full of fucking chicken, and this dude is sitting there, elbows in the corner of the fucking kennel, it's over like, top. Yeah, at the top. <laughs> I think they're six, six or seven foot tall, bro. This dude's just sitting there, elbows in the corner, like, "What's up, homie?" Just flexing, <laughs> like he's peeking on a pool party. <laughs> dude, I swear to God, this guy can fucking jump six foot straight from a like a, a fucking what's the just standing? Yeah, standing jump. Just six foot straight up. I swear to fucking God. That's a throat grabber, bro. That's why I have a an eight foot fence on one side of the <laughs> eight, yard. Eight foot now, dude. Give him six months of working out, dude. He'll figure it out. <laughs> Leg day, you see him out there just doing push ups. You're like, what's up, bro? He's like, give me give me two weeks. I'll show you. <laughs> the thing is, he's not he's not he's not the aggressive one. No, no. He's, he's being the dad. He's chill as fuck. I mean, he's he's food aggressive. Okay, yeah, yeah, I can see. That. Other than that, he don't. He don't. What happens is, I'll sit there. I'll, I'll throw food down for him in their kennels in the house, and he'll just sit there in his kennel while he's eating, like in between, in between chomps. He's like, "Harp," and spitting <laughs> food out. He starts barking, spitting food out, and he looks over at the other the other male, and he's like, "Harp, you see me over here eating?" Like I'm. It's like. I just fed you all at the same time. We know you're eating. <laughs> yeah, Shut the fuck up. We're well aware, bro. <laughs> and then the yeah the the fucking the, the, the no, dude, you're good. The young male is the one that's he's not aggressive. Well, we've got this border collie at the neighbor's house. I've got a border collie at my neighbor's house. Yep. And that motherfucker, you know border collies. Oh yeah, they don't stop fucking barking, dude. They're roamers and barkers. My dog is my all three of my dogs are chill as fuck and they listen to me and Bruno the the big boy as soon as that neighbor dog starts barking he's fucking full protection mode 
He's like, my neighbor, yeah. my neighbor could be walking in her backyard without her dog. No problem. He'd look over and be like, whatever. You're cool. As soon as that dog comes out, bro, I tell you, I had to fucking, I had to punch him one time. <laughs> <laughs> When you got pit bulls, <laughs> yeah, just shut up and don't tell me no otherwise, listeners. It's either you got to do it every now and then, but a punch or a fucking rake or a two by four, or something, dude. It takes. He it. was fucking full on chomped on this neighbor dog's nose on the snout. Yeah, but the dog had stuck his nose through my fence and was sitting there with his nose in the fence, barking and barking and barking. Yeah, can't do that. This uh, fence is the line. You Especially it. when I'm the one out here with my dogs for the last 20 minutes, and then you just decide to let your dog out without looking to make sure my dogs are out. Because my dogs are quiet if there's not a neighbor dog out. They don't give a fuck. Yeah. That's... They're, they're, they're playing with each other. They don't give a shit about what's going on next door. Then you let a border collie out, <laughs> yip, and yip. it's just yip, 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 yeah, yip, dude. yip, yip. And my dog takes that as a threat towards me. Yeah. So he's going to protect me. That's it. Well, they can speak the language. I can't, so I just have to trust the translator. He's exactly. talking shit, Dad. You know what I mean? That's I mean, and I've I've got they've got shock collars, but only because of that. Yeah, I don't ever need to use it unless there's a neighbor dog out. Never once. Yeah, and no. it's only that fucking border border collie. <laughs> My neighbor two houses down has they got three beagles. My dogs don't give a fuck. Hounds, bro. Hounds are another level. Noise. Another noise level. I can relate, though, because the neighbor dog, German Shepherd, all he does is fucking bark. And it took a minute to get Daisy, mainly Daisy. Thena's, she doesn't care. If you're not in her yard, she doesn't care. If you're in her yard, she cares a little bit, but she's more apt. It's funny because, like, when she smells other dogs, dude, like, you've seen her. She looks aggressive. And, like... Like I said, dude, there's something so beautiful about her. Her ears, her nose, her fucking layout, everything. But, like, another dog, dude, she'll run right up to him and, get like, nose him. She'll touch him with her nose, and then, like, she's flexed. You know what I mean? Just ears up, fucking. She looks like she's going to attack, but she's just attentive. That's all it is. Checking the situation. Right. And she'll literally be bumping him with her fucking nose, and people get scared. It's like, oh, my God. It's like... Bitch, if you knew the dogs, like, you should be scared of Daisy. Because, like, Daisy, she's like a linebacker, dude. She'll come out of nowhere and just, she just wants to hit you, you know? You can tell by looking at her, too. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> she's going to trample you over. Yeah, she's just a bulldozer. But, uh, neighbor dog, dude, all all they do is bark. Well, they got a couple of them, but the German Shepherd especially, all day. He'll hear you in the backyard. Burr, 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 burr. Can't even see you. Can't even see you. Just Still barking. He- here's you do something. Here's you open the door. And he's like, burr, 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 for fucking hours, dude. The birds will be at the bird feeders chirping, barking. Literally. And, like, it took a while. Daisy still isn't 100% there, but she's, like, 95. You let her out. He'll be barking. His name is Odin. And he'll be barking over there. And, like, if you leave her outside alone, I think what it is is she gets annoyed. Because after, like, a half an hour, you'll hear her, burr, burr. Start yelling. Like, start up, exactly, dude. Not not an aggressive bark, but just like yelling at him, like shut the fuck up, dude. I'm just trying to chill out here. But, I'm trying to sniff some grass. But it's still like I'm I'm almost there with keeping her quiet because at first, dude, she would be like at the fence barking at him, nose in the fence, and he'd be nose in his fence. So they're like barking at each other, pushing the fence back and forth. But uh, yeah, man, there's just something about those dogs, dude. That like 
Like my cousin, she's got a Rottweiler she just got. And I haven't met him yet, but I hadn't even seen him. And I was, she was like, I don't know why I got him. I'm like, I know why you got him. Like, I haven't seen his face, but I know why you got him. And then she showed me a picture. I'm like, that's why. That's why you fucking cute as fuck. She's like, she's so fucking cute, though. <laughs> and I mean, well, a Rottweiler's all, no joke, but. In all reality, all puppies are fucking cute. I don't care what breed they, except unless you're like getting to like little dogs. Well, I think he's, I think she said he's five or six. But he's still adorable, dude. Like, you see his face, it's like Daisy. Just that short, fucking fat, muscly face, dude. Like your girl. Just Very, that short, fat, muscly face, a little bit of underbite. It's like... They just pull at them heartstrings. I just love you. <laughs> yeah, you're probably going to kill me in my sleep, but I just fucking love you. But yeah, no, man. They're going to sit over there and hover over you and protect you in your sleep, and they ain't going to hurt you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that's it the may, thing. It may, if they're a rescue, it may take them a little while to get used to you, but they're going to fucking love you by the end of it. Well, that's the thing, too, is, like, we haven't been able to have them sleep upstairs and stuff since we've had the babies, you know, because right. they take up half the bed, and then the babies take up the other half. It's like, there's no room for us, so it's like, they've been sleeping upstairs. I made them a bunk bed and stuff, but, yeah, dude, there's just something about that face. It doesn't matter what type of dog it is, bulldog, fucking pit bull, mastiff, that's just that short, fat, fucking muscly face, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, those jaws could snap my femur in a second, but. Love it. <laughs> as soon as they wanted to. Yeah, soon the second they wanted. I just want to be on the good side with them. So let me wrap it up with a couple uh, quick questions here for you. I'm not gonna. Right. I'm not gonna rush you through your beer. You enjoy that, but uh, no, no. Have you ever played a musical instrument? Yes. What you um, play? I play guitar for a minute. Okay. I still know how to play. Okay. But I haven't played in a while. I haven't picked it up. What? How long did you play for? <laughs> About a year and a half. So what was the uh, what was the initial turn on to it? What made you want to pick it up and start playing? I just come from a musical standpoint. Like my brother played sax. Okay. Alto sax. Uh, he Impressive. Play, he also played violin. Damn. Uh, my grandma. Wow. She used to play the cello, I believe. I believe it was a big bass. No shit. Yeah. Damn. Okay. So and then my mom was always interested. My mom wasn't really an intr- instrument player, but she was a big singer. Still okay. is. Yeah. So that sings a lot. That's still musical. I'd still say that's pretty musical. And then I, I mean, just, the voices. And then I just grew up with my dad. I, I mean, we weren't super close as I got older, but he was the fucking metalhead. Yeah. So I always wanted to. Shred some, <laughs> shred some licks like ACDC year or whatever it was back in the day, you know. Dude, yeah, I was just gonna ask, what what did he mainly listen to? Well, he was born in 1960, so he listened to a lot of Zeppelin. Damn, yeah. Pink Floyd, ACDC was a big one. Black Sabbath was. Mm-hmm. It was probably number one was ACDC that I remember was ACDC and then number two was Black Sabbath. Okay. I can respect the fuck out of that. And Black Sabbath has always been a fucking big pillar in my life. I love Black Sabbath. But then as I grew older, like my number one band, I I, I usually listen to a lot of like heavy, heavy metal. Like a lot of, most people would consider it screamo. (laughs) Yeah. But it's not. Yeah, yeah. But uh, my number one in is Pantera. Give me knocks. I love Pantera. Number two, 
I love Pantera. Lamb of God. Lamb of God, too, dude. Lamb of God, too. Favorite album of all time, Lamb of God, is Philadelphia, which is a full-length live album where they played in Philadelphia. I'm going to have to listen to it. I don't know if I've ever heard a, a single song off it, dude. You have. Okay. If, if you know Lamb of God, you know they play like Omerta, Pariah, mm-hmm. Late to Rest, dude. but it's all live. Bro, check it out. Okay. All right. And it's, it's, Quit it's, twisting my arm. Dude. It's that album that you have to listen from front to beginning without skipping anything. No shit. Front because, to back, no like, skips. It's the whole thing, like the whole concert, like interaction with the audience and everything. Yep, the performance. All in one. Okay. Philadelphia. The, ver- the very first, al- the very first uh, song on that album is an intro, which is a bunch of Indian music playing. And then they just, it's about 30, I think it's about a minute long, and then it just goes straight into Laid to Rest. No shit. So it's like a bunch of like uh, religious, like Indian humming and symphonizing. Dude, you've sold me. And then it goes straight into (laughs) Laid to Rest. Dude, you've sold me. Oh my God. Is Pariah on there? Yes. Do they play Pariah? Okay. It's track 11. (laughs) He says it's uh, (laughs) track 11 after the interlude three. That's my favorite fucking Lamb of God. It, it's my favorite Lamb of God album ever. It's not like a brand new album, but like I said, no, it's yeah. a live concert. They've been around a minute, dude. They've been a going minute. for... Before I'm, I'm before they years. were Lamb of God. No, longer than that. Longer? Before, I believe they started in the late 80s. 87 or 89. As Lamb of God? No. Okay. They started as Burn the Priest. They put out one album as Burn the Priest, and then they changed your name to Lamb of God. No shit. Yeah. Fuck, dude. So what's uh, what's your favorite pant? Well, first off, what's your favorite Lamb of God song? I mean, you can give me top three if you want. I know it, but I'm I can't think of the fuck. I I know the track number on the fucking album. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, top three. Pariah's got to be one of them. In no particular order. Pariah. Shit. I just listened to this album fucking Monday. Hell yeah. He says, I'll pull it up. Track six. No, it's track 13. 13? I know it is. I just listened to the motherfucker. So, Pariah. Pariah's a fucking kick-ass song. Um, Omerta. It's a good one. I don't think it's one of my favorites. Um, there we go. Old Maritime Nine. Vigil. Vigil. Vigil? Yes. I feel like I've heard it. I feel it like I've heard it. It starts out with a piano. Mm-hmm. And then it fucking just goes into some slam shit. It's kind of got that, uh, the intro that feels almost... Religiousy. Vigil's fucking good. Uh, Omerta. Pariah. As the palace is burned. Yeah, I don't know. That whole fucking album is good. I <laughs> I can't pick three. Okay. I All can't right. pick three, bro. That's fine, bro. How about Pantera? Top three. <sighs> a new level. Number one. I love a new level. A new I love level. a new level. That's, dude, there's one. so much energy in that. 
That's the fucking song that will get my blood boiling, and I will start swinging. A number one? You know when you go to, uh, like, a, a metal concert, you see them motherfuckers just, like, Mashing. swinging? Oh, yeah, yeah, just swinging, dancing? Yeah, Bro, dude. That song, that song <laughs> starts playing, I'm doing that shit at work. <laughs> like, I go over to somewhere where I don't like motherfuckers and just start swinging. Yeah. <laughs> I know, love all. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Oh, Other two? Contractor's a good one. That is a good one. That's not a fucking name of a Pantera song. What am I thinking? No, I uh, not Contract. I know what you're thinking of. It's, uh... I've had two tree beers over here. Is it Drag... Not Drag the Waters. Drag the Waters is badass. I, I was I, on a fucking video with Drag the Waters playing while I was sitting there welding. No shit. Yeah. <laughs> Do I, was it No Scone Build? No shit. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, somebody, somebody at work pointed it out to me. He was like... You know, you're on that new, uh, the new video that they put up online. You're, you're listening to Drag the Waters. Drag the water some more. <laughs> yeah. Come on. <laughs> no, it's not contract. I know, I know what you're talking of because it's, uh, it's another high energy song of theirs too. But when it comes to Pantera, bro, I can't pick any song to be a number one really. Besides, New Level is number one. But other than that, I can't like stack anything else because Pantera is like the fucking bomb. Phenomenal, dude. Something about Dimebag Daryl's guitar, dude. Just fucking. Uh, it was it was like a year and a half, two years ago, I got a, a notification from Spotify saying I was within the number one percentile of Pantera fans. No shit. So, because I listened to it that Spotify? much. God damn, dude. That's amazing. I'm so glad you said that. Um... It's funny because I get made fun of because every Friday for me is Prince Friday, right? I listen to Prince, Prince all day on Friday. Prince is the fucking bomb. Who don't like Prince, bro? Motherfuckers. I grew up f- listening to that shit. Dude, listen. That guy has got so many hits and like what people would consider deep cuts. I'm just like, how is this not like so more, so much more? How do people not know about this song? But like you hear like Raspberry Beret or fucking When Doves Cry. It's like, those are good songs. When Doves Cry, bro. It's like, those are good songs, Shit. but it's nothing like Boom or When I Lay My Hands on You or anything like that. But yeah, so Pantera, dude, I'd have to. I can't. I'm right there with you, dude. It's hard to pick three because it's like hard to pick three from Prince. They're constantly revolving. Did you know Pantera had an album before they became Pan- like. The real Pantera. You know that they were hair metal before? Yeah, yeah. And then they had uh, Dimebags went off and made another band. I can't remember what the Damage name Plan. Is. Damage Plan, there it is. And the, they've got some bomb songs, too. They do. And then wow. Vinny, Vinny went off and made another band. I knew Vinny went off, but I, I, I don't, I'm not really familiar with any of their, any of their stuff. Pretty good? Good shit. Bro. Is it? Everything, everything that has to do with the original, Rex Brown, the bass player. Mm-hmm. Bro, he, he did went, he go with Vinny on? He went with another band. No, uh, Damage Plan was Vinny Paul, Dimebag Daryl. I don't remember the name of the singer, and the bass player was somebody else too. I don't remember their name either. But Damage Plan's fucking kick ass. They've uh, got a lot. There, a couple of their songs actually went pretty popular. I do. I like Damage Plan. I mean, I couldn't tell you a, a single track off the top of my head, but like when I, I'll go through my Pantera playlist and when I get done with it, it's like, you know, recommended for you. And it's like, oh yeah, damage plan. And it's just, you just click it, dude. And you just run it. I'm pretty sure about this. I may not be right, but I'm like, like 
99% sure. Then he, Paul, went to play for Hell Yeah before he died. What? And then that's where Hell Yeah came from. And then fucking... No shit. I don't want to lie to the viewers, so I want to make sure. Damn, bro. But I'm pretty sure Vinnie Paul played for uh, Hell Yeah. Put his hands on Hell Yeah, huh? Fuck, dude. Yeah, he played for he played for fucking Hell Yeah. Right here. Formed in 2006. Yeah, he definitely played for... Yeah, he, he must have went from Damage Plan... After Vinny, after uh, Dimebag died, they went to Hell Yeah. I know, I knew he fucking played for Hell Yeah because <laughs> I went to go see Hell Yeah like two years ago at the Flint uh, machine shop. Yeah. Flint. Yep. Dude, they were fucking killer, but that was like a it was like six months or a year. It, was, it wasn't very long after fucking Vinny Paul died. So they give and him it's a like, shout so, out. So it was like you got a fucking pay respect. You got a man. new guy playing on the drums where Vinnie Paul was, and it's hard to take over for Vinnie Paul. Yeah, dude, it's about impossible. The <sighs> only other better drummer than Vinnie Paul has got to be Joey Joyson. Yeah, the old drummer for Slipknot. Yeah, I was just gonna the say original. Slipknot's OG drummer, bro. Have you ever seen the video where he's on that fucking elevated drum set and then it just and goes vertical? And that bitch is tilting and spinning on Yeah, dude. Yeah. And he's just fucking smashing his solo. It's like, who's who's ever going to do anything that good? Like, not performance-wise as far as, like, the elevated drum set, but get put in those conditions and still just fucking murder, dude. Dude, he fucking Phenomenal, dude. Phenomenal. No, I mean, I sit here and fucking dress in metal gear all the time <laughs> yes. and shit, but... Yeah. I'm pretty versed, man. Yeah, I mean, you gotta wrap it, dude. You know another good one? What? Frank Sinatra. Dude, Frank Sinatra's... Dude, listen. Dean Martin. Dude, the old Rat Pack, bro? Like, you, <laughs> yeah. You put on some Rat Pack, and it's just like... It just takes the atmosphere to the next level of class, dude. Like... And it kind of leads me to what I was gonna ask you next. I was gonna spit out three Panteras, but I can't spit out my top... My tops, dude. I, I, like you, I don't... I can't name a favorite, but I'm just going to throw three out there. Because I know you're going to appreciate them. The Sleep. Good one. Fucking The Sleep. Tens. Tens. I like Floods. Tens. Floods, dude. Floods is a good Floods one. Floods is a good one. The Sleep. Tens. Floods I, always makes me think of fucking uh, Dragon Ball Z, bro. It kind of does, dude. It kind of. It reminds you of that one song they had at one point. Like when he hits that solo. Yeah. Doom, 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 that's it's the like, fucking most. That's the beautiful solo, bro. Pantera, bro. So beautiful, bro. And then uh, I was gonna say floods, but now I can't say floods because you already said it. So I'm gonna say. My uh, bad. No, 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 no. You're good. I, <laughs> I still could say it, but um. There's plenty more to choose from that are just as fucking good. Just to give the people some more, some more. Like their covers, Cat Scratch Fever, phenomenal. I enjoyed that. Um. I don't want to be too cliche, dude, but. Cemetery Gates. That's not cliche. If if you were gonna say walk, I'd be like, yeah. Yeah, that would be cliche, <laughs> dude. But Cemetery Gates is just like such a masterpiece, bro. Such a, like the storyline through the verses is just like <sighs> so beautiful, dude. It's so it's about beautiful, his brother. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's just so fucking beautiful. Um. So that leads me into my next question. Then we'll close here. Um. 
This is mainly for my cousin. Shout out Brickell. She uh she's shout on, out. <laughs> she's on a new uh her her club has got some new restrictions as far as music. So what would you recommend as far as like strip club music? Have you got any songs to shout out? I mean, even if it's just five. Broaden her horizons. Name as many as you think, but something for either bitches to dance to or just to have as like vibe music in the club. Fuck. <laughs> it's hard, dude. It's hard because there's a lot. That is because I mean, because I mean, strip club music is kind of iffy because it... you don't want to be too hard. Yeah, you don't want to be too hard. No. No yeah, you don't want to be headbanging, you no want to be ass shaking, you know. <laughs> I mean, you do, but you don't, you know what I'm yeah, saying? It's yeah, a fine yeah. line. You want to be hard, but not too hard. Not too hard. <laughs> strip club music, huh? Like, what kind of strip club? Like, where, where in the vicinity? Uh, that's a, I'll bleep it anyway. So, so, but they can't do, she can't play rap anymore. So you said, I was like, where the fuck's that? Oh, shit. I don't know, man. I told her some Chris Calico, which I'm hoping... I haven't given her a list yet because I've been super busy, but Inside. Inside by Chris Calico is a pretty good one. Chris Calico is a good one. I don't know the Inside one. Off the top of my, is that a newer one? Nah. Nah, it's maybe about 10 years old, dude, but it's it's good. So that's not new at all. It's good, no. <laughs> it's, it's, it's good. Shit. Kind of lost on that one, <laughs> dude. It's tough. I know it's tough. It's tough, man. I don't mean to put you on the spot. I was gonna no, bring it up earlier and then let you think about it, but I figured with conversation, it's hard to think about. I ain't never been to a strip club, so I don't know what kind of music no? they play. Well, just imagine what you would not mind a female dancing to while she's stripping, getting ready to get some booty, or while she's just dancing. Okay. Like if she's on the pole spinning, like you know, strobe lights flashing. Just imagine the whole scene. And then just background song. Damn, bro. That's a hard one. Take a hit of this vape. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me think. Fuck. I don't know. Uh, Ritz has a couple good songs, too. He does, but she can't play hip-hop. Well, what, what, what can she play? She's limited to, like, rock. Like rock? rock? Now. Yeah. That's kind of what she's leaning into is, like, rock. ACDC, um, the fuck's the name? I just had it. Venom? No. Night Prowler. Night Prowler's a good one, dude. <laughs> Night Prowler's a good one. <laughs> Big Balls. Uh, Big Balls is a good one. How about some Motley Crew? Uh, girls, girls, girls. Yeah, fuck, fuck yeah, yeah, bro. Dude, fuck yeah, Motley Crew, girls, girls, girls. <laughs> I was I was just thinking Molly Crew in general, but girls, 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 damn good one. Fucking uh, uh, oh, what's what's what would be another good Motley one? Oh, just go away. <laughs> was that your dance sucks? Just go away. Yeah, girl, don't go away, man. Just go away. <laughs> <laughs> that probably wouldn't be the best one. I don't know, man. There's like at least 10 different ACDC ones that would fit perfect for that, but I can't think of the names of all the rest of them off the top of my head. Uh, Big Balls, fucking Night Prowler's a good one. 
I think Inject the Venom would be decent. Is that ACDC? Yep. Is that a newer one? Nope, nope. It's uh, off their uh, For Those About to Rock album. Oh, shit. That's crazy. I don't remember that because no? I fucking... I burned that CD three different times. Man, what else, though? No mercy for the bad if they want it. No mercy for the bad if they plead. No mercy for the bad if they need it. <laughs> yes, yeah, it is good. No mercy from a me. I don't know. I feel like it's almost got to be like classic rock. It can't be like heavier shit. Or maybe it can be something like Blinky 182 song or some shit like that. I was even thinking like Framing Handley. Or Theory yeah. of a Dead Man or something. Theory like of that. a Dead Man. I don't know the names of those songs though. I wasn't into them. Avenged Sevenfold. What's that, uh... What's Element that? 80. You ever heard of that band? No. Element 80? Yeah. No. I haven't. I gave her some Nine Inch Nails. Like animal, reptile. Yeah. That type of shit. Fuck. Um... <laughs> Dude, that nine don't stop. Don't, don't feel too much pressure, man. Brain work! We can always, uh... I mean, fuck, I'll have you on again. Like, soon, if you want. I mean, we, Anytime, homie. We can always uh, let you think on it, and then that's the first thing you spit out. All right, we're recording. And then you just start listing songs, dude. <laughs> Man, that'll do. I mean, <laughs> yeah. all right, Raquel, if you're listening. Uh, <laughs> Anytime you need me on, homie, let me know. Hell yeah. Yeah, I got to have Zach back on, because I feel like I talked way too much on the Zach episode, and I really, yeah, I really wanted him to spit some comedy and maybe some bars, and I just got rambly as fuck, dude. <laughs> I did. I enjoyed what I listened to. I didn't. I think I listened to like half of it. Well, thank you, thank you. I got preachy about work like the last forty-five minutes, bro. Oh, shitty. Eh, you know, I I just got shitty about work, dude. I was just in one of those days where I was just feeling. underappreciated you know what i mean and it was just like i'm gonna just say some shit because i can now <laughs> so we've always been able to say that shit mm-hmm. yeah but now i have an audience and it was just like maybe i shouldn't have went that hard i mean i had to bleep out all the names like i'm gonna bleep out the names this time too just so you know anytime we said oh, or whatever like that I'm gonna oh, bleep fine. it out but yeah man don't bother me bro you uh well, fuck, you're pushing six months without smoking. Yeah. So we'll have to circle back on that next time you get on, and maybe you can think a little bit about how that's affected you and maybe some changes you made to ensure, because, I mean, you're growing, so you're close to it. Well, I've got jars at home waiting for me, but that's what I'm saying. whenever dude. I'm ready to go back to it, but at the moment I just don't have the desire. Cool. Well, fuck, man, if you do get the desire, I mean, no harsh feelings or judgment but definitely let us know like what kind of pushed you back into it and all that shit i mean it's to help the people man you know i mean it's to help us for one vent chill hang out get to know each other a little better tell some stories whatever but hopefully somebody will take something away from this where they either feel empowered or think of something a little different even if it's just they branch themselves out on the music level whatever dude so 
I feel like when I do go back to it, it's just going to be like a couple times a week, not like a multiple times a day thing. Not something you lean on. Exactly. You know. Yeah, that that's a big one. It's just a vice, man. The time suck, dude. I'm glad you I'm glad you vibed with that because nothing's clearer than being free and clear. Yeah. You said it. You said it, dude. You said it. Coming from somebody that's worked on recovery for three years. Yeah. And uh still working on it. I mean t- technically, I mean once an addict, always deal. an addict, dude. So lifelong deal. I mean, I've mentioned it before. I smell a cigarette. I want to smoke, especially if it's my brand. I can tell if it's a Camel Blue or whatever. And but I, you know, I've just kind of given myself the enjoyment of smelling it and knowing that that's my line, you know. And yep. uh, I just I had to acknowledge that I'm always going to want it because I'm always going to be an addict. And like you said, dude, keep on keeping on. Life's a garden. Dig, dig it. Dig it. Grow it. Corny as fuck, but hey. Dig it and grow it, dude. Yeah. Hey, dig it, fertilize it, grow it. Mm-hmm. Eat it. Sometimes to fertilize it, you got to take time away from somewhere else, man. You know <laughs> what I mean? You got to spend time in the garden. You can't just look out and expect it to be doing its thing. Yeah. You got to weed it, do all the things, but it starts with digging it. Grab the hoe. <laughs> do a little digging. Always grab the hoe. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. All right, man. Well, I appreciate it. And, it's been a uh, good time, homie. I love it. Well, thank you. Thank you. And again, dude, I want to thank you one more time before I before I hit stop on this for uh, kind of giving me that final push. I don't. I know you don't really understand the level at what I needed <clears throat> to hear to just do it and figure it out was, but. I'm glad I could be there for it you, was, homie. It was vital, bro, so I appreciate it. I like what you're doing. Thank you. Thank you. Keep, ho- on, keep it up. Well, fuck, dude. I appreciate it having you on. You got anything you want to plug or anything you want to wrap on? Any statements you want to tell the people? Anything. Mike's yours. Nothing to plug. Just keep on keeping on, homies. Keep on keeping on. All right. Do you what will- makes you happy. Hell yeah. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Whistlepig. If you would like to support this podcast, please like and subscribe, rate and review, and follow on social media at Whistlepig Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Rumble. You can email questions or comments to whistlepigpodcast at gmx.com. That's G as in girl, M as in man, X as in x-ray.com. And until you hear from me again, get outside, take a kid with you, and stay free.